to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you at 6.02 p.m. Pacific. What a day. What a historic weekend we have uh, to talk about on the on the uh, Pulp Mech Show tonight. The uh, Monster Energy Supercross Triple Crown happened at A2, and uh, we have tons to talk about. First time ever uh, in Supercross history. Three main events, timed uh, main events. Wow, what a what a night it was, and we will uh, talk about it tonight on the show. And we appreciate you guys for calling in 702-586-7857. Anytime to talk about what's on your mind when it comes to Supercross or motocross or flat track or anything else when it comes to my in-studio guest here. We want to thank BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Get Data all on board with us, as are you. Uh, tonight, we are going to have Kenny Roxon on the show. Honda's Kenny Roxon will join us uh, to talk about the first three rounds of his season, his comeback from injury, how he thinks it's going, uh, what's next for him and all that. So we're pumped to have Kenny Rox back on the show. I remember when we first had him on, KTM. Uh, it was great. It was fantastic. He was just a, just a kid from Germany racing part-time here, and, and now he's uh, one of the guys in the sport. Uh, Chase Sexton will be on. Geico Honda's Chase Sexton. Kid led most of the third main event and uh, looked great, and we'll have Chase Sexton on. And Justin Brayton of the MCR Honda team. Brayton tied for third overall with Jason Anderson, and uh, we will uh, ha- be happy to have uh, uh, Justin Brayton on a little bit. Also, too, Phil will be on, because Phil is Phil. We'll have Phil on to talk about his race uh, at Anaheim, too, and uh, much, much more. We're going to give away a Fly Racing uh, Grande Roller Bag. Yeah. We're going to give away a Maxima USA package, maybe a set of tires, and two pairs of tickets courtesy of Roost MX, uh, Glendale Supercross this weekend, and tickets as well as track walk uh, passes as well. So you're going to get track walk passes and tickets to Glendale courtesy of the folks at Roost MX, official graphics of Alex Ray. Uh, again, I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio all show long. You know him as the online editor at RacerX Online. You've heard his voice in motocross, in flat track, Geneva Supercross, Enduro Cross, Quad uh, Motocross, uh, GNCC Motocross. You've heard his voice. He is Jason Wygant. Yeah. What's up? In studio. Yeah, it's always better. Yes. It's always better when you're in. It has actually become a bit of a tradition, the Anaheim 2 show. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, I did yeah. it exactly last year and not anything to do with you uh-huh. or this janky pulp show yeah. Uh, yeah. audience. Yep. Because I have to do that Geneva Supercross voiceover uh-huh. on Monday morning. Always ends up this time of year. And then I might as well drive all the way out. But we know that mm-hmm. me making it out of the Geneva Supercross voiceover taping in here yeah. hinges not on me. No. Not on you. No. But on one. Grant Langston. That is my co-host. <laughs> we have to rely on Langston showing up on time, being prepared, 
and getting the show over early enough so I can drive to Vegas. Uh, it's always a risk. And how was he? I'm not just saying this because we're on the air. Yeah. I think your fans have seen the true GL on the show. Oh, so. we've, oh we've seen him. Yes, so oh, yeah. I have nothing to hide. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he was on point today, perhaps like I've never seen him on point. And, what? And, yeah, I don't know. And, and your buddy uh, James Lissamore here theorized that maybe that's not like him buckling down, but maybe he went so far beyond He's, that it went back to him like feeling better or something. It's, it's a transfer of power sort of <laughs> yeah, kind of. Right. Maybe he found back. a new vice right. that's so effective. Right. Uh, um, he was in great form today. The Geneva Supercross will be on uh, Mav TV in a couple of weeks. And uh, I think we all know that Marvin Muscan won that race. Yep. Yep. Dominated it. Yep. Well, no. I thought so, too. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. The first night, he and Anderson had three laps of about the best one-on-one battle you really? would ever see to the point where I thought they had maybe planned it. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, Holly, they, Holly Rollerball. Yes, yeah. exactly. They yeah. went inside and outside of each other for three straight laps side by side. It was phenomenal. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so GL, he held it together and got you here. Yeah, I got here yeah. even a half hour early last wow. year. I right. got here as the show is starting. Yeah. You had Blake Wharton in studio, yeah. which helped. I back, yeah. back me out, uh, back me up, but not needed this time. I'm here on time. That's a schlong shot. There it is. It, it wasn't, though, GL. It wasn't. No. Um, well, we're happy to have you. Uh, Roxon, Sexton, Phil. And Anybody else? Brayton. <laughs> Had to get Brayton Is he in on. studio? No. Uh, no, calm down. Uh, calm down. Calm guy. down, yeah. Don't bro me. He, he is uh, he's not in studio, but uh, we're going to have him on the phone from, uh, I assume, North Carolina. He's back east? Is, is, is that what's going on? Uh, I think uh, most of the time, but I know with the weather lately, a little bit dodgy. We'll have to find out. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a great show, and uh, we thank you people for listening. PulpMXShow.com, the Facebook page. Well, let's just bring him, bring him in right now. He can explain everything. Our producer over there in the corner, working the phones, holding everything down, probably working on PulpMX Fantasy during this show. The Travis Marks. I absolutely am not. I don't believe that. Is that I good or even, bad? I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> Poor Marks. <laughs> don't even want to look at it. If 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 it was a total failure at A1, it uh-huh. was 70% running at, at Houston and 95% running at A2? Uh, yeah. Would we put, uh, we'll go 90. 90? We'll okay. go 90. It's not a super cross-only league, right? <laughs> No. Will you have motocross yeah, also? Yeah. Okay, so there's another series later in the year. By the end of the year. <laughs> but I hope I think by uh listen. I think I think by Millville things are gonna run <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Point, points are up. Uh I've recruited help. Yes, yes, which is good. Which yeah. is good. Uh points are up. Uh individual rider points are also up on Pulp Mix Fantasy as well. Yeah. I had a terrible week. Just yeah, terrible. You did. That was oh. pretty bad. Well, I actually killed it with some guys, like uh Hayden Melross killed it for me. I don't. Can we talk about Marvin? Oh boy. Yeah. No, let's not. No, I, no, I was in a good mood. Let's not. It, yeah. it wasn't. Why? Good. Why would anyone? And I'm assuming you two both picked him. Yeah, I did. I. I yeah. Why would you pick a guy who we weren't sure would even be able to race? Because the practice times were good. Practice. That's all you needed. Yeah, you can't looked, wait till next week. Looked fine. You can't wait till next week. I don't. Just know. To I, give it time. I was worried he would finish and then not be double points next week. Yeah. So then he wouldn't be worth as much. Look. I know the fantasy has taken over your life. <laughs> yes, Maybe it not has. in the best way, Travis Marks. No. But I want you to know that in Houston last week, Tomac pulls out of the first time practice, yeah. second practice in your mind. Yeah. And Mathis says, Yeah, he's out. I'm like, He's out? Yeah, he's out. We know this? Yeah, he's out. Later on, Transworld reports he will be back for the third practice. Yeah. And I'm like, Steve, where's this coming from? And he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll be back. I'm like, You said he was out. You told me he was out. 
And Steve says, oh, I just meant for fantasy purposes. Because <laughs> at this point, that's all he cares about. I'm out. Tomac I'm out. actually racing the main event was not on his mind. What would you need him to be, like a top eight guy or something? Uh, I don't even know. So the, out – the definition of a rider being out has changed. He was out of my team. Out of out of my team. That's, all, team. It's, that's um, all it's about anymore. Yes. Uh, yes. Mark's uh, yes. Racerex Facebook page not working, but soon uh, the phone was dead, so okay. uh, it's tr- it's turning on right now. I'll give it a couple. Okay. Minutes. All right. We are charging the phone. Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, your guy, this legendary, who ran it last. Uh, no, you ran it last week. You forgot to plug it in, Marks. All right, everybody. <laughs> Uh, the world is really crashing down on. Hey, by the way, uh, BTOSports.com, big part of our show always. And we did a Friday night show, myself and Chris Kiefer, uh, from BTOSports.com, a two hour show right from the showroom of BTOSports.com. So please check the archives and check it out. We talked a lot of gear, a lot of gear, some supercross, some sales, some marketing. My idea, well, again, before we get into A2 and all that happened, my idea for BTO, I said, look, I got the nets in. Okay. Yep. Yep. I got the nets in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on getting LCQs in this triple crown thing. Okay. I'm working on B main and all these things. Um, my idea is, look, I, I talk about, I'll, I talk a lot about a lot of things. I said, give me a slush fund, BTO. Give me a slush fund for rider support, and I will pick up the diamonds in the rough. Uh, how so? Like, what do you mean exactly? I will look for guys that I want to give this money to. Just give me control of a slush fund. Is BTO? Carrying, I guess they probably are, a wide enough variety of items and parts and brands where there wouldn't be conflicts? Like, can you literally just pick anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I know that you have reached into your pocket, or probably the separate uh, Cayman Islands bank account of Pulp, to give Phil money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Phil is a a sponsor. And it does make me feel better to think, like, okay, all the fun you're having with him. At least you're giving him something in yeah, return. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, how, how, so what do you, how do you? More? How do you feel about making fun of him but not giving him anything? Well, there was a text real quick where I said I would contribute, but then I knew that he would start arguing with you about price, <laughs> right. and that that would fade. <laughs> so I would never actually be asked to do it. But for the record, it would show that you did try to contribute. That's what yeah, I was right, trying to right, accomplish. Right. I just if I knew he was mad at us for making uh-huh. fun of him, I knew if yeah. I just mentioned real quick, yeah. I'll contribute. That it would like douse the yeah, flames. Get down. And they move on, yeah. Okay, so all right, got a lot of calls. We're gonna get to you, people. Stay stay on hold. We'll get to you in a second. But all right, Anaheim two uh, history was made. Uh, we did a Racer X review uh, podcast yesterday. It's up this morning. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, we'll talk about the TV package and the downtime in a second. Strictly going off the format, Wygant. Yes, loved it. Five winners in six different races. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I. I know there are going to be some complaints. We'll talk about the TV thing. I think the majority of the complaints I heard were that. The second largest amount of complaints I saw were the race is all about the start. And I realized we need – I don't know how much time we have to discuss this as this is like your – it's like the opening part yeah. of the show here. Yeah. Can yeah. we not really get in depth yet? Uh, no, we can. No, absolutely. Uh, just, you know, just we'll push back Brayton. Here's something okay. – all right, um, we're going to yeah. move on to other no. topics. <laughs> right, we're right, not right. pushing back Brayton. Um, the second – Largest amount of complaints, and I'd say it's like eight thousand complaints about the TV format. Yeah, and then maybe one thousand complaints about this yeah. number two is, oh, dude, it's all about the start. It wasn't as much about the start as people would think. I asked uh, a couple people today, uh, Chase Stallo, my right hand man at Racer X, and I said, "Did you watch it on TV?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Do you think Anderson just had a bad start in the first race, or just wasn't really catching the guys in front of him?" wasn't fast enough to move up. And he said, oh, he just got a bad start. I'm like, incorrect. But on TV, you can't see the gap. You can't look out the window of the press box, see the leader, and see the seventh place guy and mark them. 
but we could. Anderson wasn't making up ground. Roxon actually went backwards at times, yeah. right? Yeah. So I know the people watching at home are like, ah, Roxon got a bad start, screwed, race too yeah. short. Anderson got a bad start, right. screwed. No. No. Anderson kind of closed up on Josh Grant, eventually passed him. He had nothing for the six riders in front of him. We learned what we learned was in a short race, everyone can go pretty fast, and there's going to be parity. There, there's going to be parity. So yes, the start is obviously important. Yeah, but it wasn't everything as people thought. Sealy rode the it best was, in the first race. That's why he won. He rode great. Well, he rode great. The thing about this race is that it was great. I loved it. Let's do more of it. However, due to the fact that I think due to the fact that it was amateur day on Sunday. This track was basic and easy like we've never seen. So, you know, all your points are valid. Absolutely. There's a grand um, experiment. Yeah. When we get a good track with yes, this format, yes, what happens? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. This because track was terrible. This track was terrible. No one liked it. It blew chunks. And I think I got a text today from somebody that said that they spoke to a guy in the 450 main event, and he told them it's a grand conspiracy because of Eli and Marv being hurt. Track was made easy. Whoops were cut down. Grand conspiracy. I'll go the with the whoops were cut down. The whoops were cut down. Yes. I'll go with amateur day racing. However, is that a grand conspiracy or is that acceptable? Is it unacceptable after two guys got hurt for them to say, yeah. "Oh man, yeah. these these whoops need to be less gnarly or no? I don't know. Is that a conspiracy like a conspiracy implies horrible, evil, terrible. But is that actually okay? Like if they did that, yeah. is that wrong? Uh well, the whoops were built really big on Friday. Yes. And they were knocked down. But what I'm saying is no, but I'm saying don't, don't ever build the big whoops. Oh, The evil yes. part comes in where they were really big. If they were never big in the first yes. place. Yes. Right. But what I'm saying is if it's this is terrible, I heard they made the track easier because yeah. too many riders are getting hurt. Is that actually bad? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> right, I don't know right, if you right. can complain about that. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. We got uh, let's get take a few calls. Um, let's get to uh, Abe first. Abe, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's happening? Yo, what up, boys? What hey, up? who's in studio? I just called in. Uh, J- Jason Wygant, Racer X, some magazine called Racer X. What's up, Abe? Uh, how you doing, Jason? All right. Who, who you got hey. in the background? Who's in your studio? Uh, my daughter, Paige, screaming her head off, so bear with me. I'm right going to make Paige. it quick. All right. I, uh, I did uh, the Rocky Mountain you know, VIP experience with Jason Thomas. Uh-huh. And uh, for A1, especially, I figure A1 was going to be really hectic for him. It's yeah. going to be hard for him to do. Yep. And uh, me and my wife have uh, some good friends down in that area that opened up an ice cream shop. So we weren't there the whole day. And the whole entire time, Jason kept texting me like, hey, where you at? How you doing? Is everything good? Kept complete open communication. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't use my money's worth, but that was okay with me. Because, uh-huh. you know, I had prior engagement. So yeah. I just wanted to say, for what you get, it's actually a really neat deal. Sorry. And uh, I, I would recommend it to any new-time or newbie Supercross okay. enthusiast or someone who's always wondered what it's like behind the scenes of a real Supercross team. The, so you'd say maybe it's the best VIP program in the pits? Oh, hands down. I mean, uh, it, it's, uh. as many years as he's been doing it, I mean, he's got to have it dialed compared to other guys. There was a, it seemed like there was another group of people that were doing a similar event. And, uh, you know, Jason was just constant 
honest about how you're doing. Are you happy? Are you not? You know, anything we needed, nice. really. All right. And that was where the money was spent for me. Okay. Is Fantastic. Just knowing I had someone like him to take care of my needs. Good to hear. Fantastic, Abe. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Thank man. Ah, battling VIP programs this year in the pits. Weech, have you heard anything about this? I wonder if it – I'm not saying that JT was ever a slacker, but especially at Anaheim 1, mm-hmm. knowing that the competition was mm-hmm. coming. I I heard from someone there was a Starbucks cardboard box full of coffee brought in for the VIPs this weekend. Upping the game, perhaps? Stepping up. Stepping up the Stepping game. Stepping up. Yep. Stepping like, up. You know, like, like, like Jeremy comes in, he's dominating. Yep. Crushing it. Yep. You know, well, Stanton and Bradshaw both said we just weren't at a stage where we could step it up anymore. Yep. We were kind of burnt. Yeah, we were not ready to step up. You have to be ready to step up. Yep. And, yep. J- and JT stepped up. Stay stepped up. Uh, what's up, uh, Jason? What's happening? How are you? Yo, is this I'm on. You're Wait. online, bro. What's up? Hey, I was sitting at a two. I came down from Canada to uh, to watch. I'm going to Phoenix next week too. Uh-huh. But uh, we we were sitting, you know, where it was like that real gnarly short section of whoops, and then you kind of had the little roller coaster yes. thing or whatever. Yes. Did you guys see that tough block on the? Oh like, yeah. On oh. the inside, that was so heinous, and I felt so bad for that poor guy who was just stuck trying to fix it all night. I don't know why they couldn't put a stake on the on the inside and just, just stop it. Anything, man. Holy jeez. I, I don't brutal. know, bro. I don't know. That whole section, yeah. follow the leader around that whole section and knock a tough block. Yeah. Out. Kenny was like trying to go like wide and then he double and then single, but I yep. kind of just left the door open. Yeah. And then the only other thing did you guys, you know, when Freeze fell, I think it might have been like in the second 450 main or something. Yeah, third one I think, yeah. Yeah, like right off the start. Pike, oh, he got a couple good shots in when he rode past. So I don't know if I don't know if that's still a thing for those two. But oh, I'm oh, sure it is. That was a tough one for him. I felt bad. Yeah, I'm but, sure it uh, is. Yeah, no, thanks for taking my call. And I gotta try and find you, dude. We carried around a huge bag of cheesies that I bought in the Canadian airport. Oh, nice, um, nice. So I'll be again looking for you in Phoenix. You and can to always leave them with the JGR, the Cowie guys. Don't leave them with the Rockstar Husky guys. Do not leave them with those. You're guys. not going over there. Got it. <laughs> some, not going. All right. Just, they might burn it. Yamaha. Uh, Yamaha. Yeah. You can leave a Yamaha. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, we man. We want to. Tr- we're trying to get J Bone's autographs. So I'll leave him a JGR. There you go. Perfect. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers guys. Have a good right. show. Thanks, Thank Jason. One of my greatest regrets is that we didn't. If we knew that that section, that top lock, would be that bad. If we had put a time lapse camera. Antignap's uh, calling. Just me. calling it yeah, right now. Antignap's calling me right now. Hold To be on the show or just. Antignap. Yo, dog. Bro, I'm I'm live on the air. Thank you for knowing my show schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My phone broke, so I'm working on Lick Hit now, but I just got a phone. Okay, thanks, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, I love you guys. All right. Pump. Yeah, love you. Guys you. Are the best. All right, bye. bye. All right, there we go, everybody. That was great phenomenal, radio, actually. bros. <laughs> that was not planned. No, no. That was great for the show. Uh, you would almost think that's like a robot of him. Right. That's really how he yeah, talks. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That, whoa, bro. <laughs> He wasn't doing that to be in the air. No. That's just how he speaks. That, that's how he lives. That's how he lives. Right. Okay. Back to the caller. Yeah. We should have had a time lapse on that corner, and if we sped up three hours of racing action into like a one-minute clip, yeah. it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, would have been That amazing. tough block fell down right. 48 times in three hours. Um, look, we're going to talk about Anderson and Tomac, because I can't believe Tomac won, and we're going to talk about McElrath and Savachi and AC's crash. But for now, so many tweets about the TV program Marks was telling me before we went on the air about it. Here's a couple of voicemails. 
Oh boy. Just a couple oh that boy. we got talking about the TV show for this weekend's Triple Crown. Marks, let's do this. Mathis, I'm watching the TV show on Anaheim 2, and this is some bullshit. Uh, I wonder if I'm the only one that got a fucking commercial as soon as they showed the replay for uh, McElrath sliding out, making the pass on Plessinger. Um, yeah, and then I got a shot of the 450 main guys about to line up, and then another commercial. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. Big fuck up on the TV part. Hey, Steve and friends. Um, this uh, format we're having tonight, this Triple Crown three main event kind of style, was a pretty bad idea. I think you get a lot of people calling and commenting and tweeting at you about this because who and produced this show thought it was a good idea for 70 minutes of airtime you have less than, what, I guess 16 minutes of racing and 70 minutes of airtime? And then knowing that that's fine, okay, that's cool. But then in that airtime that you have sitting there empty, you don't think it'd be a good idea to maybe fill it with actually something entertaining? Like, who gives a fuck about the Supercross dirt, my friend? I mean, maybe you might want to put some freestyle motocross in there. I mean, the people that own this failed. Aren't they goddamn circus dudes? I mean, you think they'd have a little bit more of a uh, finger on the pulse of what entertainment is because sitting there for 70 minutes uh, and getting 18 minutes of racing and filming the other 52 minutes. Yeah, I did the math quick there, buddy. I dab on them haters. I'm smart. I didn't have a concussion yet. Uh, I wear a helmet all the time when I ride. You think they'd be able to put two and two together and equal realize that this equals bullshit, my friend? I mean, put some supercross uh, other races in there. I don't know, put B class in there. Maybe fill it with like a sports center kind of style. Like you know, have some more. I guess uh, you know, hire someone to actually get. Okay, so that's just a couple of what we got. While I get now, you're the TV expert. Yes, here. I'm the TV expert. You are yes. on TV, so make sure the TV expert. TV expert. It is um, true. I didn't watch it yet. I intend to watch it, uh, but there were so many angry people. Oh, we saw it sensed it instantly. About ten minutes into that first break, after those first two mains, but you're here lit to, up on Twitter. You're here to tell us there was no difference. Well, there can't be a difference because this is how television works. No matter what show it is, no matter network what network it's on, or what time it's on, or what sport it is, or if you're watching a Friends rerun, or you're watching Will and Grace when it used to be on, or when it came back on now, there will always be the same amount of commercials in an hour of television, no matter what. So I'm here to tell you, I know no one will believe this. Within this three-hour Supercross good, show, good luck. within the three-hour Supercross show we yeah. watch on Saturday, yeah. and the three-hour Supercross show the week before, the exact same amount of commercials. The exact same you hear that, Marks? amount of commercials. What do you think about that, Marks? And your, your anger? I mean, maybe the same amount of commercials, but man, it's just the filler in general. The segments, the the... We were hearing we were hearing more commercials from it, everybody. Yes. It did seem like it did were, seem like it because it seemed like they were a lot more back to back. Maybe exactly because now all the racing is condensed into a spot instead of spread out equally yeah. throughout the night. It's a main event, a huge break, a set of main events, a huge break, a set of main events, as opposed to a heat race, a heat race, an LCQ and LC. It was it was condensed into three segments as opposed to. Uh, multiple races and an equal amount of time throughout the night. Same amount of commercials, same exact amount of commercials. I bet you probably the same exact commercials. As a well, matter of yeah, fact. Yeah. We heard that Pike was on there quite a bit. Same amount. So just stacked up at a different time. So what's the problem? Yeah, because it was like the first, you have the first half hour racing. The next main, the second 250 main well, didn't, didn't oh, start till yeah. about seven something. It or eight something, I'm sorry. It so, dragged at the race. It dragged oh, at the race. It was, oh, it was, it was terrible. It was bad. It was brutal. Um, Absolutely. But here's the thing, people. Feld has to listen to the teams for the gap between the mains. They just can't be like, 
oh, hey, there's too much gap for our things. We're only giving you guys, whatever, 30 minutes or whatever it was. Like, the teams need time for changes, injuries, bike changes, uh, rest for the athletes and everything else. So there's a, there's a happy medium in there somewhere. Well, I talked to some people about that today. Okay. First person I called was Pete Richards from Fox Sports to say, what was your commercial format? He said, same amount of commercials as always. And by the way, if we do a three-hour NASCAR event, it will be the exact same amount of commercials. It does not vary event to event. That's how all TV works. Your hockey game you're watching right now will have it. But here's the difference. In a baseball game or a hockey game, it doesn't seem as bad or a regular line of Supercross because, again, they're not back-to-back. Yep. So I know the people at home are like, drop, hashtag, drop the gate. Freaking race, man. Right, right. But you're right. The teams had said, we need more time. We need time. Now, I know the filler stuff is driving people nuts, but was there any filler that you did not see on a normal race? I had all these people saying that make-up-to-mud thing was horrible. They that's on that every on, week. That's on every week. So... I think the fact that it was all stacked up, you weren't getting any racing. Yeah. In a one long, instead of spreading each one right. of those filler things around is what drove people nuts. So there you go. Same amount of commercials, Wygant says. Just calm down. Um, well, I'm, I'm yeah. about to do this. Uh, I did some math with the TV folks on the phone today, but I'm going to do it again. Um, like right now, live? Yeah, and I'm not the greatest at it. I'm just saying. He's got pen and paper. Now, going. as far as the racing goes, I believe Are we, we calculated. Facebook? Are we on Facebook? Not yet? Oh, what happened? It doesn't want to connect to the Racer X account yet. Uh, when um, I'm here. All right, yeah, so I got to yeah, oversee this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to sign off and, and log in. And <laughs> I believe there was two minutes less, uh, total minutes, of uh-huh. 450 racing. And I think about four or something like six that. Six minutes less of dirt bikes Basically, so six yeah. minutes out of three hours. Yeah. I'm sure at home it felt like literally hours less racing. Yeah. Where's the action? Where's the yeah. racing? It was almost... The exact same amount so of racing. six minutes less of racing and the exact same commercials. So it really wasn't a dramatic difference. Yeah. But it yeah. felt that right, way. Right, right. Now, in return for that feel, you didn't have any heat races with the field split in half. You had every top rider in every race. Yeah. And um, you could say multiple winners, but that might not happen every time. But yeah. I don't want to defend it. You and I like it. So I yeah. guess we're now biased. I like the format. But I'm telling you, your mind is playing tricks on you. There were not any more commercials well, and probably listen, the same commercials. Listen here. I can. I have not watched the TV show, but I can guarantee you that some of the things that they talked about in that filler were not good. Because the, the package itself isn't that great. There, there's a lot of things they can do. They can bring in a little bit of a panel of guys to talk yeah, about things. Yeah, I think so. They, yep. can, they can bring in, uh, they can have maybe like a real mechanic explaining changes to bikes, explaining the cutaway bike. They can have, um, you know, just there's so much more in my mind of the filler between that would make more sense. Yes. And be more entertaining. Yes. yes. And, and the caller there, the voicemail said, yeah. like freestyle. There's definitely stuff you can do. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I believe the filler they have apparently is good enough when it's only coming at you in, say, an eight-minute dosage yeah, here and yeah, there where yeah. you don't really complain about it that much. Sure. That's probably the time you need to make a sandwich right. anyway. But uh, once it becomes 28 minutes yeah. of nothing but the filler, all back-to-back, yeah. uh, driving people crazy. And it did feel bad in the stadium. It did, yeah. I talked yeah. to someone high up at Feld today, Schmave Mater. Oh. Name may or may yeah. not be that. Yeah, no, I also texted said, with Schmave Schmader yesterday. And he said, yeah. hey... It was brutal being in there, and we want to tighten it up. The teams have a certain amount of minimum time yep. they want, but we're going to try to figure out a way. Yep. Yep. This is the first time they ever did this. Cut them some slack. Cut them some slack. The other format has been refined over many, 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 <laughs> many years. Many, many years. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. What's happening? Hey, I just wanted to comment about the point system. So 
obviously the Triple Crown is cool because of the three main events, but I think that it's cooler in Monster Cup because there's a million-dollar payday on the line. So with doing three main events in Supercross, why wouldn't they award of a higher point value or a different point value, so 20, 26 points per main well, because, if they really wanted uh, to shake it up? No, because if you have an injury or a bike problem, it's just too much of a penalty, you know what I mean, to, to pay for – for one round, it's just too too much for the teams and riders. I think I think they would say, tell you no way. And I honestly, I kind of agree with them. Um, it's just it, it affects the championship too much if you happen to miss one race. You know, I I kind of understand that, but at the same time, um, th- then it's not much bigger than having a couple of heat races in the main event when the night's all said and done because yeah. of the progressive time. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, I, yep, absolutely. I would make them all the same time. I would if I could have my. Uh, change. I would make them all the same time, but they still was exciting racing. It was still different winners. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think that there should be, there should be something a little bit more to separate that gap just, because it's. I don't think you can award seventy eight points. I don't think you can award seventy eight points at one round, and twenty twenty six at every other one. I just I don't see how that you know just. Yeah, I don't see how you can get to 78 points uh, at one round. I, I'm not a fan of that. It take, it's too much of a penalty if something goes wrong, you know? So, that's, that's all. That's why you got to be consistent. Well, I, I don't know. I got it. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Have a good night. it. All right. Justin Brayton coming right up on the show here. Uh, Jason Wygant in studio. Well, uh, Jason Wygant just did some math. Okay, and? We have a problem. What? I'm getting 16 minutes less racing out of this format. Oh, you are? So, now we have a legit problem. Now I have a legitimate problem. You just blew everything all of a... Uh, well, yeah. So that means if they're giving the same amount of commercials, which I truly believe they are, didn't they had Pete, to come up with 16 minutes more filler. Didn't Pete say it was the same? Or wh- where'd you get that? Your number six minutes from? We were basically both doing what I just did. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were just okay. right. doing math, chicken scratch. Uh, we got 16 minutes to make up. All I right, got an we'll easy fi- way to fill okay, that. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, B-Main. LCQs, bro. Tighten it up. Yeah. Yep. Okay, look. So before we get to Brayton... Real quick, Wygant, last yeah. uh, week we had Cade Clayson and Alex Ray in studio, and Cade's doing work for FXR because he's suspended. Yes. And my mom, for my mom, says Coke or heroin. That's what my mom said. He's, you know what? He when says you... to my mom, I'm suspended from racing, and she goes, Coke or heroin? Uh, it is unfortunate yeah. that you technically got suspended for a drug test violation, right? Yeah. With yeah. no specifics, it sounds terrible. So quickly, Wygant, pull, oh, he, he's going to give away a, a Team FXR uh, Hep Suzuki jersey. Team jersey. So get pull out a name there, Wygant. Who, what, who are these names in here? All the entrants. For the jersey. How did they enter? Uh, via, via email. Can you not ask him any questions? And the winner is, this is good, I'm an off-road guy. I don't yep. know if he's related, but I hope so. Shane Lafferty. Oh, wow. I only hope part of the uh, it's, it's eight-time my... National Enduro champion. Okay. Next up for a Vertex Piston Kit. Wait, that was for the Vertex Piston Kit. Oh, that was for the Vertex Piston Kit. That was not for the jersey. No, this is for the jersey. Sorry, Shane Lafferty. This is for the jersey. It wouldn't be Paul if we didn't screw it up. This is for the FXR team jersey, courtesy of Kay Clayson and the folks at FXR. Jason Wygant is pulling out the name on. If we had camera, it'd be much better, but we don't. Alexander Doyle. Congratulations, Alexander Doyle. Congratulations, Alexander Doyle. You win the FXR jersey. We will get contact with both of you guys about everything uh, coming up. All right, our first guest of the night. This man had a great Anaheim, too. Uh, ran up front for most of all three main events. Tied for third overall, I believe, and uh, ended up fourth on the night. He's brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, Pulp Nation saves 20% official uh, clothing and sticker company of the Cobra people. 
And uh, we thank uh, Roost MX for coming on. 48-hour turnaround, custom graphics for your bike. they got a whole Pulp Nation set section on their website as well. Uh, Roost MX, please, I'm proud to bring you our first guest. He is MCR, Bullfrog Hot Tub Honda Rider, Justin Brayton. What's up, Brayton? How are you, man? What's up, Mathis? How are you doing? Uh, we're good, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Wygant uh, is in studio here. He's very excited. Very excited. Weege. What's up, Weege? It's my guy. Hey, you're doing great on the track, but this is unfortunate because, man, have you had to do a lot of media lately. You're just being pulled in every direction. <laughs> there was like a 45-minute-long Justin Brayton solo session at the end of the press conference. There was? On Saturday. Really? Yeah, because he was the only rider on a team smart enough oh, to go. Oh, don't get me started on that. Yes. Do not get me started on that. We had two, Mathis, where were you? Yeah. I didn't see you in there. Yeah, yeah bro. No, those – pro- Listen, this, I'm not going to take your time away from you, but I've got a lot of things to talk about with those press conferences. Oh, Absolutely, right. but I'm glad you You're went. Not Brayden. a fan, then. I, I'm not a fan because the I don't feel the teams and uh, Feld the uh, uh, PR guys are fans. So, you know what I mean. If you're going to do it, great, awesome. We need it. It's a pre- professional sport. It should be press conferences. But I, I we t- need more than just one other guy. Yeah. We had three podium guys Absolutely. and you. We had four riders and, out of 22. And the podium guys split. They rarely stick around. Yes. So now you're getting three minutes of audio. Three minutes of audio from each guy, mm-hmm. the six guys that finish on the podium, and then whoever's standing there. Yeah, poor Justin Brayton, right. 45 minutes right. of media right. work, carrying the sport. Isn't shoulders. it mandatory, though, for or they want all top ten to go, right? <laughs> well, that's what they say. That, that has never happened. <laughs> Did you see any other top ten yeah. guys there? So, yeah, anyway, good in, job. Uh, uh, Houston, there was a few more guys, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JGR um, guys came. Mookie. Uh, yeah, JGR yeah, guys Pike. were there. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, if they're yeah, gonna do it, yeah, it's a joke. So you know what? Until they kind of fix it, I'm going to the pits. Uh, and then uh, if I don't get the podium guys, I don't get the podium guys. What am I gonna do? You know? I just yeah. hope your riding does not suffer all this extracurricular media work you have to do. Please stay on your schedule. Okay. We 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 <laughs> I don't need think these that's gonna bug me with. Uh, I think I'm good. We just okay. got a wife, two kids. <laughs> Travel back to Charlotte. I think I'm good. I think I got my uh, my time now, management skills down to down to an art now. You told me, Brayden, last year that Mike Genova, the owner, and Tony Alessi, the manager, kind of really want you to go to those press conferences. Um, and you may not always like them, but I think that's a great idea. I really do. No, I, I, and I get both sides of it. I totally see where Tony and Mike would want me to go because if I'm a team owner, I would absolutely want my, my guy to be in there. Yep. Uh, yep. Especially, you know, we had a pretty good night. We had two podiums out of three races, um, of course. I mean, and they look at all those yeah. media outlets all week, and, and um, they see the value in it. I see the value in it, so why not go? And yep. plus, I've got several texts from the Feld folks right after the race, like, hey, yep. here's where it is, and make sure you make it there. So Yeah, no, I, I don't um, know. Man. Yeah, I think it's, it's just... good to go. It's not working out the way I'd like it to for myself, and that's okay. So it's great working out great for some people, but not for me necessarily. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyways, hey, so the four the four fifty guys in the press conference I watched it today. Uh, nobody liked this format. They said it was okay, but do not bring this in for all rounds. Uh, no way possible. No way, Jose. Um, what are your thoughts on it? How did you think it went? Never mind your race, just in general. Um. I could totally see where they're saying that because it is so intense and there's <laughs> right. so many things that could potentially go wrong. But on the flip side of that, I think of it being a fan's per- like from a fan's point of view as well. 
And when I'm done racing, I'm 45, sitting at home watching the race, I would absolutely 100% want it to be this format. Okay. Um, And I just think as as a racer, we would just get used to it. Yeah, there's more starts, there's more chances to go down but if i went down in the first one mm-hmm. i've still got two chances it's not just the main event if i go down the first turn then the best i'm going to do on the night is maybe get back to yeah. fifth or sixth or seventh oh, or something maybe. like that maybe in, a, in one of those short yeah, ones maybe it, nowadays right. yeah. yeah um no i'm saying in the regular oh i'm sorry yeah 20 got, minute. It, got it yep. yeah so if i go down in one of those in a regular 20 minute main you're going to be lucky to come back to maybe even 10th now yeah. you know so yep. um but if you were to go down in the first one, say, this weekend, and, and you get a 15th, well, you still have two more chances to make it up, and maybe you get a better overall um, than you would have in the in the 20-minute, you know? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's the same for everybody. You've got to be on your game, all three of them. Um, you've got to get good starts. You've got to execute the whole day. Even from practice yeah. qualifying, you've got to get a good gate pick for the night and I liked it personally, but uh, I wish they. Yeah, you know, I don't want to go on a track rant, but oh boy. I think making track the track bad, that easy is yeah, it was bad. It was it was, it was well, really bad. So. Do you think that was due to amateur day? That's what we were talking about earlier on the show. I, I do. I think it was due to the amateur days. Yeah, but not when the whoops are already built on Friday, and then yep, late Friday night, one of the track builders gets a phone call and says you got to cut them down. Like that's not for amateur day. No, no, I didn't. No, I agree. No, so yeah. I think about, I was thinking. Yeah, more I mean, I was there on Friday and uh, and I watched press and the whoops were. Off. They looked good. They looked. They didn't look super difficult, but they actually looked good and big and round and uh-huh. safe and and it would separate some guys. And then we show up on track walk and they're cut down like it was already amateur day, which is kind of a a bummer. I understand where you know they maybe want to make it even for everybody and. Um, but yeah, I think it's super cost for the best guys and the teams and, you know, spend a lot of money for, to develop the bikes and suspension and all that. I think mm-hmm. challenge us with, uh, with some tough stuff. So what happens in a case like that? What do you think happens, Brayden? DeCoster calls and complains because that's what other teams all would think. They, the Roger DeCoster calls and complains and they move them down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Brayton doesn't want to go there, but but you know what I, I mean. No idea, man. That's a sticky subject. Oh, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have no idea what happens, but something happens, right? There's somebody's yeah. making a call. I don't know who that would be, but um, okay. Yeah, no, um, that's not my that's not my department. That's your department, Mathis. You need to speculate well, on that. I talked to somebody that talked to somebody important. And they said the whoops were screwed. They weren't supposed to ever be that big. They were never supposed to be that big, and there was oh. a mistake made, and that's why they cut them down. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Hey, so uh, as you said, great, great race for you in, in in fourth overall in that second main though, Brayton. And you're a veteran guy. You've been riding well um, to start the season, but in that second main, like, what happens to a guy like you where you're running second? Sealy gets you. Um, you're running third for a while, and then uh, was it uh, Grant who got you next? Um, uh, and then Pike got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So I actually, what happens? I mean, I I felt fine. I was in a I was in a pretty good groove, and then I landed on a tough block, and that let uh, JG and them get close enough to where mm-hmm. he could pounce, and he just pounced right away. And then once he did, then I had 
uh, forget who was next. Um, was it maybe Pike. 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 Anderson or somebody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe Pike. Um, they were close enough, and it's just like it all unraveled super quick after <laughs> right. I made that. But what? That one how does that happen? Do you hold your breath? Do you pump up? Do you get rattled? Like, how does that happen for yeah, a racer? Just get rattled. I mean, I landed on a tough block. Sure. Going into it around the the elevated uh, turn the before ele- the long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you go elevated turn. You go right. Yeah. You go double single with the whoop. So in yeah. that section, I land on a tough block. I don't know if Seely or somebody kicked it out. Mm-hmm. And then it just let JG get close enough to where, yeah, I mean, I guess through the whoops, then you don't hit them quite as fast because sure. you're kind of gathering your, your thoughts and your breath. And uh-huh. then that same lap right after the finish is when JG came in and uh, and went for the pass. Right. And, yeah, I mean, I just, just tightened up, pumped up, yeah. whatever you want to call it. No, yeah, and it's interesting because then you come, you rebound in, the, yeah, you so, rebound in that third main very well. You know what I mean? And you're just able to ride your race. Yeah. So – yeah, and I was pr- I was most proud of that the whole night. I mean, my speed has been great all year. I've qualified well. Everybody knows, and I've heard people say, oh, Brayton can win a heat race or whatever. So me going out and getting second the first one probably wasn't a huge surprise. Mm-hmm. But me going out in the last one and getting third, legit third, yep. from lap times and everything uh, for a 19-lap race, I mean, I, I was most proud of that one. So, mm-hmm. um I think people would have thought after I got sixth in the second one, maybe oh, he's going to come out and get a yeah. eighth or tenth or whatever it may be. Yeah. So for me to do that, I was proud of that for sure. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was nice to see for sure. We talked uh, on the show a little while ago, and you 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 said you you, you start in Australia. You got on the new bike, what you didn't do last year. You got a practice track. You you motoed down. You were thinking you were going to get off to a good start, and and you were right. It, it all it's all made a difference for you this year. It's it's a it's a much better start to to eighteen than it was for seventeen for you. For sure, yeah, and and I attribute ninety nine percent of it just to having more time on the bike. I mean, as you guys both know, it's so hard to come in underprepared on a bike that you're not super comfortable on or you don't have much testing time on. It's just really difficult, confidence wise. And this year, being on the same bike, it, it helped a lot. Came mm-hmm. in with a lot of yeah. confidence. I knew I was riding well. I'd been riding with some fast guys and um, had some racing under my, under my belt. So. I uh, knew I would be pretty good. You never know exactly, though, until mm-hmm. the gate drops, and I'm right where I feel like I was going to be and, and um, still feel like there's more, though, for sure. I definitely feel like the podium is coming, and just need to keep it rolling. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you want a question for uh, MCR Honda's Justin Brayton, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, Justin, we know we did a lot of work in this off season too, Mathis. Just like you know, a lot of training, really, yeah, a lot yeah. of mental, a lot of mental training, yes. a lot of mental coaching. <laughs> I, it's been uh, probably so, let's say got, fifty-two weeks in a year. Yeah. So probably going on seventy weeks of probably should have met up for a mountain bike ride, but did not. <laughs> just been busy for the last seventy or so. Well, I, I just I love yeah. the story from. Uh, coy about we just showing up at the mountain bike race and falling over and wearing mountain bike clothes <laughs> that looked like they were about 10 years old yeah yeah i had i had oh, yeah. um i had oh, yeah. road bike clips on a mountain bike which apparently not easy to stop right yeah um <laughs> hey uh, the track we know the track there was hard it was terrible as far as passing the layout of those like turns two through five with the elevated turn was bad but also i want to ask about this Riders were telling me that the tracks are different in a heat race. They don't separate the riders as much because they're not broken down. They're kind of slippery with marbles on the top. 
but we don't notice it as much because guys aren't going for the wins and the passes and the heats like they are in the main. The main when the track is more broken down, it separates riders more. But now we had a main event at the beginning, which counted for just as much. Can you comment on that? Are the tracks that much different from heat race track to main event track at the end of the night? Yeah, for sure. They're they're a lot different. Um, the turns are, are completely different just because they're so fresh. They're prepped. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of grip in them. Um, and then the whoops are brand new, so you can just send it into them. There's really no lines in the rhythms yet, so you don't have to um, really pick the good line, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there There is no bad line, pretty much. You just take the the preferred line and it's perfect but in a main event that line that everyone wants to go to is the worst one and then you pick a different one and then that one goes to crap about halfway and then you pick a different one and you just keep going to try and get to the best one and and yeah it creates a lot different race line um you gotta kind of strategize to where you're going to pass and where your spots are uh, this weekend, the the turn stayed pretty good all night. They didn't really rut up or anything, so that wasn't too bad. Um, so I would say typically if we were at a different stadium, or like if we were in Houston, for instance, and we had a main event right away, mm-hmm. that main event would have been so much faster than the last one just because of the ruts. But Anaheim typically hard packed, so mm-hmm. it doesn't change too much. But it still would be faster. I haven't looked at lap times yet. I don't know if – do you guys know if the first main was – a lot faster lap times i didn't compare one to the other yet it's not a bad idea yeah that would be a good comparison to see yeah if it was actually faster but i don't know if the track slowed down that much this weekend there wasn't really many ruts that formed or in the whoops you know they were the same from the first lap to the last lap they didn't really change much so yeah Um, but typically yeah yeah, that that's that's definitely what happens the heat race is really really fast Uh, does that separate the riders more when the track is when you have to pick those lines later in the night is that a more of a hundred percent? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's get the skippy skippy. What's up. What's your question for uh, Justin Brayton? Yeah. What's up guys. How are you doing? Good. What's happening? Not too much. Uh, Justin, I was actually wondering since uh, you basically raced throughout the entire off season, I'm wondering if uh, three rounds in, if uh, you're still feeling fresh, are you, you know, feeling a little fatigue since you didn't really have like a, a, a solid, solid break. Uh, or is it just you're still just on point and still kind of got that fresh feel to it, or how are you feeling? Yeah, I've heard a lot of people saying that, that maybe uh, we'll see how he is halfway or three-quarters, whatever, but I took the whole summer off where most guys that I'm racing raced all summer, and then, yeah, I raced six races in the off season. but mm-hmm. there's other guys that raced, you know, three or four races. They did straight rhythm, they did Monster Cup, and a couple overseas races, so... Um, for me, it's really no different than normal. I've typically done a lot of off-season races anyways, even when I was doing outdoors. But this year I didn't do mm-hmm. – last year, I should say. I didn't do any any outdoors. So I took basically June, July completely off and uh, started riding in August. So I feel fresh. I don't think I'm going to – you're going to see a decline in my results halfway or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I feel, I feel great. And I don't see why I wouldn't feel great in – Six or eight weeks as well. Uh, Brayden, right after I talked to you for the night show, and, and you said Huffy's in the truck, Damon Huffman, and then I Berluti oh, was yeah. out, and then I, oh, I got them back together after you walked away, and they were so happy to talk to each other and see each other, boy. <laughs> Huffy, that's awesome. Oh, Huffy and Berlute, so tight. But you know what's funny, Mathis, is when you were telling me you said Huffy. Raynard and Tortelli, right? Yes, yes, those, those are three guys, guys that so, I've asked Berlute who would he save in a fire, Renard. 
Tortelli or Huffin. And he, he can't pick. He can't. He can't, can't pick. pick. Oh, okay. Throws himself in the fire. So, so then so then we're walking down to the first main, or maybe yep. opening ceremonies, I forget. Yep. And there's Raynard. There he is. Oh! Bobby oh. Raynard. I'm like, <laughs> and so we stopped and talked to him for a minute. And, uh, and then I just was messing with him about that. I said, you, Tortelli's one of you guys too, right? He's like, yeah, 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 Tortelli's, Tortelli's my guy. He loves so yeah, he got, yeah. he got Rannard and Huff. And then throw Budman in there too. Budman might be right in there too. That's he right. loves Budman. Worked for Budman twice. He worked yeah, for Budman yeah. oh, twice, yeah. So, um, yeah it's, hey, by the way, it was funny. Uh, I saw Budman and J-Bone, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, Budman, did you ever think in 1986 – that you'd be working for J-Bone <laughs> at, at, Anaheim, at Anaheim Stadium. <laughs> and then what he say? Budman was like, no, we were just trying to go to the mall to look at girls in 86. Because <laughs> like, I guess like yeah, they used that's to. pretty often. That yeah, Jeremy's brother Joel was a very good 80 rider, and they were all racing together back then. They've known each other that mm-hmm. long, which is cool, you know? It's, yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, hey, really cool. Justin, something I wanted to ask you before we let you go here on the show. Um you haven't always gotten along with your teammate Vince Freeze. That times have been rough at times, or things have been rough at times. But um, uh, you told me earlier that you guys have you're talking more maybe than you ever did. And Vince is riding well, everybody. He qualified eighth this weekend. He was up front in that one main. Um, Vince, uh, you know, he's 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 he stayed out of controversy so far. Mm-hmm. We are five main events down, okay. and he has yep. stayed away from anything. So you know, hey, give him some due when it's when it when it's proper, right? Absolutely, and yeah, it's no secret that we didn't see eye to eye on a few things last year, and and going into this year, I, you know, for me, I just said I wanted to give him a clean slate. I'm gonna show up at the first test, or whenever I see him, I'm gonna mm-hmm. say hi. I'm gonna act like nothing happened. I'm just gonna give him a clean slate, and he's he honestly seems different to me. He seems like he wants to have a clean year, and we've talked about it, yep. him and I. Um, and I've told him, I said, man, the way you're riding right now, if you can have a clean year, a clean year as in yeah. don't Stay. cause any <laughs> – right. but it's hard to do, right? Like yeah. even if he goes in and passes somebody, you know, so just don't take anyone out or, or anything. Still race hard, right. but try and race clean. If he can have a clean year, I think he can start to turn his image around, I guess, whatever that yeah. image may be right. among them pits. Um, but he's riding that good. And, and this weekend, like I told him when he qualified eight. I think him qualifying 10th last week in Houston is more impressive because yep. they had big whoops. The track was technical. Typically, he he's better on the easier tracks yep. um, with smaller whoops and less technical jumps. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's qualified in the top 10 the past two weeks and qualified ahead of a lot of legit factory guys. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we're, no, it's we're it, fine. Yeah. We'd, Good to see. It, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the lap times were quicker. Uh, almost by by about a second. By about a second. Yeah, yeah. Lap times really? in the first minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that could even be just the the elevated turn getting getting some ruts in it. Um, you know, that could be half a second right there where the, the ruts got super choppy. Mm-hmm. And then maybe just a couple turns where you take a little bit different line. Right. It doesn't take much for the track to right. to slow down. Um, a second. So. Oh, okay, so we talked about the burning building. So myself, Weege, and Anton. Are in a burning building, right? And you can only rescue one of us. This isn't even a question. This is obvious. <laughs> who would you? This I mean, obvious. This is obvious. who are you rescuing out of that burning it's building? It's me. Don't put him on the spot. I no, all right, bro. I've got, I've got that dad strength, so I'm grabbing all three, and we're getting out of there. Now, listen, 
Anton's scarf has already caught fire. Leave him in there. It's 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 over. Um, nice. Hey, nice. I heard that you guys were doing something with uh, uh, you guys. Something about phone numbers or, or who's calling you guys. If, if yes, uh, yes, what riders yes. are calling uh, you guys. Was Anton, I on the list or did I not make the cut? You did not make the cut. I'm sorry. You did not. Should you have made the cut? I, I don't know. I feel like it. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty yeah. No, you're you, you're nice good. guy. Yeah, yeah, you're a nice guy. Text, so make sure you're all good. Anton and I were uh, discussing. Uh, we I don't know if we, if I told you, but no. Anton and I were like, hey, if we were seriously hurt in a car accident or a house fire, let's say, okay, which riders are, did not rescue you? Which riders you are testing, texting us to see if we're okay? Like, which guys care? I, I think <laughs> I, I, I can imagine some people caring and maybe like saying something on social media or being bummed, but I don't know if anyone's calling. Well, that's what that's the that was the the baseline talk. Who was going to call? <laughs> it's funny that you guys even talk about that. That you even bring it up. <laughs> it's, hey, it's like it's um, one in the that's morning. Awesome. It's one in the morning talk. Uh, you know, in the pits or something, or who knows where, where that came yeah. up. It was. Look, JB, I have a feeling I was not part of this conversation, but I can almost guarantee you that it actually was done in reverse. As in, yes, there are a few that might care, but how about all the dudes that could not care less? Yeah. I'm sure it was a part of that yeah. conversation. Or who would actually be cheering, perhaps. Who would actually like yeah. the tweet that, yes. that we are in a horrible yes. accident? Yeah, I'm sure that was part of the conversation also. Right. Yeah. You just never know. Um, uh, also, too, uh, uh, JB, your bike, I was talking to Tony a little bit about it, and I ta- wrote about it in my column mm-hmm. on Racer X last week. And, man, no titanium and uh, stock transmission. Uh, not as factory as we would think, maybe some of us, you know. Uh, um, but it's working well for you. Yeah, it's working great. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing is suspension, right? I have I have work suspension, which is awesome. Yep. Um, and yeah, the the Honda platform, what the stock platform is really really good, and you don't really have to do much from there. Just yeah. uh, you know, kind of tweak it to my liking. I have a different you know pull rod and some clamps, mm-hmm. and obviously suspension and a different subframe, and you know just tweaks like that yeah that help a lot um and the engine is is great the xpr guys have done a great job with that awesome um but yeah it's it's pretty good really good no it's great to see man for sure like uh, i honestly thought it would be a little trickier than that i gotta be honest i I really thought it would be and for what you're for what you're doing you're getting on the podium and stuff like it's pretty pretty damn impressive pretty damn impressive um yeah i think it's a testament too to how honestly how good all the bikes are now and that's why it's so hard to define what a privateer is because i think you can have more access to suspension now i mean guys can go get stuff directly from show i think now right they can buy kit stuff and and uh if you have a relationship with guys there or or guys at different suspension companies you can get really really good stuff and a lot of good engine builders out there and so yeah it's it's not hard to build a, a really competitive bike there will always be complaints that the privateers, they're always getting hosed. But if you look back in old motocross magazines from like 1983, when they had full works bikes, it was like, if you're a privateer, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> or so, even if you were on a Yamaha compared to a Honda in 83, 84, 85, 86. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So the sport doesn't get credit in that sense where some, in some ways things have improved. Yeah. So you're not getting a works Honda rolled underneath you. Honda's giving you some help. But for the most part... You are not bringing a knife to the gunfight. You can compete, which in a lot of motorsports and even this sport 30 years ago, that wasn't possible. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 And I I still think today, though, 
you've got to be on the right bike. Like there's probably still bikes out there that the stock platform, you're going to need a lot of work and a lot of help to get it competitive. And I think I've, I've just timed it great with, with being on the Honda right now. I'm not just saying that because I've timed it wrong throughout my careers of being on, you know, a bike that might be brand new. Honda was brand new last year. Sometimes it takes manufacturers to, to, you know, maybe two, three years to really get it dialed and they, they hit it on this one. So Um, I'm excited to, to be a part of it. Jake Weimer coming back this weekend. We think we're we're pretty sure. Weimer's back. Yeah. 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 The 12 will be there under the, under the rig. Yeah. It's been fun to, obviously he's been at the first two Anaheim's. It's fun to have him in the truck and, and uh, yeah, he's awesome. Awesome to be around. It'll be, are you, have him back. are you getting a bullfrog spa? What's happened? Are you, are you getting one? I don't know. I, I'd like to, I, I hope so. Me and my wife actually were just talking about that on the way home from yeah. dinner. I'm like, Hey, oh, if yeah. we can get a new spa. You think we should do it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Hook it up. You yeah, send so. that thing over. I know that I think the owners are going to be there this weekend actually. So, Oh boy. Oh. Weekend will be, uh, you gotta come yeah. through. You gotta come through JB for that spa. <laughs> I know. huh? <laughs> I think awesome. we can consider it a podium. Yeah, podiums and main events, however yes. you want to call it this weekend. Yeah. Tied for the overall podium. That That's a nice bonus yeah. right there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yes. Plus. Bonds are expensive now. I think they're like 10 or 15 grand. Doesn't matter, oh. yeah. That's what's funny. But yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome to get one, but yeah, they are spendy. Uh, well, hey, JB, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Great work at A2. Uh, a nice start to the season. Wygant is in the press box, and he is excited. Um, so I mean, remember, <laughs> I like hey, Houston, JB's on top of the board for a little bit. Then he's second, and you are just yeah. And I'll be honest, man. When you were out front, you did you did you officially hole shot that first main event? Did they give yeah, out? I think so. Did they even give out hole shots anymore? They don't. No. So nah, no, they don't give out hole shot awards. But no. so it's not an official declaration. I think nobody wanted to pay for the hole shot award. <laughs> okay. Uh, I you got the hole shot, and I'm like. This could be this could be it. This is and it. And it being a great one. But I was just picturing you checking out and winning that one by 15 seconds. That's <laughs> that's what I thought was going to unfold. Maybe this weekend. You know what's funny is Celia and I on Thursday because it was snowing in Charlotte, so I flew out to California on on Wednesday. So we rode together Thursday at the Honda track, and uh, we kind of did our own thing for the first half of the day or whatever. He had some testing to do, and then the last half of the day we did eight lap and eight minute motos together, and then Saturday night. The first one, eight minute moto, and it's ceiling out front. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that is yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like on Thursday afternoon at the test track. By Dude. the way, did you speak into that? Did you change the program this week? Obviously, the snow messed you up a little bit too. But did you do anything different to prepare for this thing? Um, I didn't. The only thing that I did do was I backed it off a little bit on my training to try to. For one, I was a little bit tired after Houston, just with the travel. I didn't get much sleep on on a. Uh, Saturday night and then mm-hmm. Sunday night, just being home with the kids and stuff. So I backed up off the intensity as far as off the bike so I could bring some more on Saturday because I knew from the time we hit the track, the first practice, it was going to be a super intense yeah. day, uh, the whole day. So that that was really about it. I didn't do the, the program 8, I 12, asked, 15 uh, or whatever it was. I didn't do that. So. I asked three guys if qualifying was any different for them. You know, because of the gate pick and everything, three guys who are easy into them. Mm-hmm. No, three guys who were easily into the top eighteen. Top eighteen. Yeah. I didn't ask Alex Ray, Alex Ray, who, you know, was sending it every lap. But I, so I asked yeah. three guys that are like in the top eighteen, easy. If qualifying was any different, they said no. And J- Justin, you've made no. two, you've made two mentions of it being a little more intense, and three guys told me, no, nah, not well, at all. <laughs> I, th- 
No, I, I don't think it – I mean, it's always a little bit intense, but it just magnified it a little bit because we were going to the line with our qualifying gate pick, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think the thing that did ease it a little bit was that start was super fair. So if, as long as you were in the top 10 or so, mm-hmm. you were going to be good. Like, it really didn't matter. Yep. But I, I, for me, know that it always matters a little bit on how the gate is, like the, the outside of the sure. gate now, you know, just the prep or yep. the hole or whatever. So I think it mattered a little bit more, but um, it's it's always fairly intense. But I I personally um, thought it was a little more yeah. intense. Uh, you know, maybe I was just trying that much harder to try and get a good gate pick. Yeah, but, maybe. Um, um, well, hey, uh, yeah. thank you for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Cool. Uh, Roostermx.net bringing you Justin Brayton on the Pulp Show. Uh, thanks, man, uh, and we will see you this weekend in uh, in Glendale. All right, sounds good. All right, yep. have a good night, guys. All right. Justin Brayton, everybody, on the MCR Bullfrog Honda team. I'm going to meet up. We'll go mountain biking on Wednesday. Me and Brayton. Really? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. I'm That's supposed to go riding this Wednesday, so. Dirt bike riding. Yeah, dirt bike riding. Maybe I just need to do that yeah. with him. Yeah. On the soupy track, right. Club of Max. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to go to the first commercial break of the night. No, we cannot. Oh. My calculations were incorrect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we are back Third to. Revision. <laughs> we are back to. Neither, Only of you, neither of you should be allowed to do I'm math. I'm not good at math. No. I'm back to a four-minute difference. <laughs> oh, 67 four minutes. We're back to four. Six to 16 yes. to four. I got 63 minutes uh, <laughs> with the Triple Crown and 67 minutes. I mean, I did the math now <laughs> 900 times. <laughs> Somebody proved me wrong. I believe it was only a four-minute difference. That is factoid he, number one. He will scrape everything in the commercial break and figure it out. And factoid number two, mm-hmm. Dave Osterman, I am not on the payroll for Feld in any way, shape, or form, or the AMA, or the FIM, or Fox Sports, or anyone involved in the event at all. There is no financial incentive for me to like the Triple Crown. None. I would I like someone care. find me the paper trail. <laughs> did Dave, of who would be did paying Dave me? Say that? Yes, he's on. Dave. He's on Facebook saying, "Of course, he said it's good. He's on the payroll." <laughs> Who's payroll? I don't know, but you would love to be on somebody's on, payroll. I, I will tell. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I'll take it. If somebody wants to pay me. I'm. St- I'm sitting here. You, you folks have my number, but there is not anyone in Supercross that I'm on the payroll of. No one called me and said, please do us a favor and pump up this Triple Crown format. Uh, we saw multiple winners on Saturday night. We saw riders like Cole Seeley, who had not won a main event since 2015, think, uh, win. I like it. Think Feld would pay me for anything? Feld would pay to me go to go away? away. Yes, Feld to would, go away, they would. Feld would pay yes. me to go away. Yes. 100%. All right, commercial break. JT, Roxon, Sexton, Phil, much more coming up on the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you after this commercial. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. 
Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. 
the best quality graphic out there. A-Ray91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. 
Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. 
and sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Pop my show up, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The Weege is in studio. Weege, does this violate any sort of contracts with DMXS that you may have? Uh, it violates all those contracts I have with Feld, who paid me to say that the triple, four, uh, triple crown format is good. Uh, during the break, I did more math. We're still holding at four minutes. Okay. Holding at only a four-minute difference in racing. All right, so four minutes, same amount of commercials, everybody, so quit complaining. Uh, quick call before JT. We get JT on the line is uh, from Casey for Weege. Casey, what's up? What's your question for Jason Wygant? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Um, so y'all were talking earlier about TV coverage, and I didn't get to hear – all of it. It was cutting in and out. But this is kind of off topic, but how come when you're watching motocross, they always cut away to go to commercial in the middle of a battle? And then they come back and say, oh, while we were away, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the motocross is because the races last 37 minutes, and you can't go 37 minutes without a commercial. So we have to cut away at some point. And I'll say this, what you don't realize is they plan on a commercial, and if a guy gets close... They stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it until he makes the pass. Now, occasionally we go to commercial, and one minute into the commercial, a dude falls. I mean, it's a live show. We have no way. But I can tell you that our producer will say, all right, a break's coming, standby break. And then whoever, Dean Wilson catches the dude in third. It looks like a pass is coming. And we wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for the pass to happen. So they try their best. But if you're already in a commercial and somebody falls, well, nothing you can do about that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yep. Supercross is awesome. They don't go to commercial during the races. I mean, they stay on the air. That's true. A 20-minute plus one, they stay on the air for 23 minutes. That's almost unheard of. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They um, try. One other question. How did they decide? Did they run um, normal heat races? I heard y'all mentioning the LCQ. Um, no, they just, how did that work? Just top, okay. eight, top 18 made the, night sh made the main event. They ran an LCQ for the final four spots. And when the racing started at seven o'clock, that was it. It was uh, three main events. Everybody qualified in the uh, in the in the during the daytime qualifiers, which is just okay, an open cool. session. Yeah. So yeah. thanks, Casey. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thank you. Uh, Michelin Starcross Five. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info, or go to your dealer or your online retailer, and please check out the tire that is uh, taking the nation by storm. Years in development, the Starcross 5, available in uh, three different, uh, 21 different sizes, I should say, and uh, uh, hard, medium, soft sand, four different versions. Mission Starcross 5, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive, self-cleaning tread design, and a more flexible sidewall. Love Michelin Starcross 5s. I Rich. have them. You have a set? I do have a set, and the comfort casing technology, yep. I, I actually feel like it makes a difference. Like, that's not just a okay. marketing gimmick. Go I ahead. noticed a difference. I had an old KTM with the not-so-good 4CS forks. Now, I know most people are like, yeah, as if you ride good enough to notice anything. Mm -hmm. But when I put those Michelin tires on, the fork went from terrible to not merely so terrible. <laughs> not quite as bad. Yes. Well, there we go, folks. Pushing the Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. Ah, exactly. Wagon. Yes. Now, I got a newer KTM with the AER fork. It's way better. So there you go, KTM. Good job. Good job on that. All right, let's get to uh, our, for our, our regular co-host here, flyracing.com. Please check them out for uh, everything. The same helmet that you can buy in a dealer, the F2 Carbon, with MIPS is the same helmet on the head of Blake Baggett, Weston Pike, the Seven Deuce Deuce, and uh, many others. Jason Thomas, what's up, bud? How are you? What's happening? You guys uh, you guys all good? We, we just barely made it in for a show started or what? 
I had about 28 minutes to spare, so we're getting better every time. Last year, I had two minutes to spare. What was Mathis's stress level? No, it's fine because I called him. Uh, you guys, on our, we're on a group text. There was no answer from Weege, and I called him, and he answered, and he was fine. So I wasn't worried after that. You did not inform anyone of that? No. Oh, so I they just thought that there was a chance I wasn't here? I guess, yeah. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't bother with the update. <laughs> I didn't bother with the update. Okay, so uh, Jason Thomas, flyracing.com. Uh, JT, we got a call from Abe earlier. He loved the VIP program at, uh, at Anaheim 1. Fantastic. So. Yeah. yeah, Abe is good people. I uh, had a really good time with him at Anaheim one. Uh, cool. He had, I appreciate he had nothing that, but good sure. things to say. Okay, so uh, Eli Tomac wins. That's pretty surprising. I was okay. He didn't ride Houston. Okay, we did you did you ask him your question? Did you ask him in the press conference your question? The shoulder that, giving out that you said you were gonna? No, no, no. The other question. No, I did not ask oh, you that one. Ask no, that one. I okay. didn't ask, uh, I didn't ask that one. I didn't no. hear you answer the hard, hard hitting questions. No, I didn't. Cooksey might have asked. Okay, all right. Um, Cooksey asked some tough ones again. I don't know what he. I don't know. I think he likes pain. I think he likes feeling uncomfortable. Right, he likes yes. being an internet sensation. But he's so nervous while he's doing it. But no, I didn't ask Tomac <laughs> the question. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Tomac wins. He doesn't ride Houston. He wins this weekend. Uh, wins one of the main events and then uh, gets second and third one. Um, I'm. I was surprised. I was. I would put my level of surprise at probably like a fifty-seven percent. JT, is that a that's a level? Yeah, I don't, a hundred scale of one to ten. Yeah, a hundred is a you know oh, one hundred. Okay, one hundred is the is the is the, is the max. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be like a five point seven? Wouldn't that make more sense? No, no, not at all. Fifty seven is no? what makes sense here. Okay, hmm, okay. so fifty seven percent surprised that he won. I was impressed because seven days ago he literally could not race, and now he wins. And there's three races, by the way. So yeah, you're not surprised. Weege, you're looking at me like uh, I'm I was crazy. massively surprised that you're only. How could you only be fifty-seven percent or whatever? You're, yeah. you're barely more than halfway surprised. Yeah. In the history of Supercross, how many guys do you think could not race one weekend and won the next? How often does that happen? Well, I guess I should say I couldn't look, race. Well, I looked. I looked at practice. I looked at, at the number of laps he didn't practice, and the fact he was fast in practice. So I, I went into, okay, he's gonna be good. You know, he's good. Well, there's two idiots in this room that put Marvin on their fantasy team based yeah. on practice. Yeah. So good that, move. That was me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Travis Marks. Mm-hmm. And JT, I think, too. JT? F you, dude. Well, he only had to get top 11 overall, so I feel like we were in a good place until he decided not to ride the last one. Uh, so four of us. Listen more to the two. Uh, so everyone in the room and JT yeah. all put Marvin yeah. on their fantasy yeah. team. Yeah. But, all okay, right. listen, answer the question. How surprised? Me? Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 100? Yeah. 88? Okay. He didn't even race last weekend. I know. Yeah. All right, JT, what uh, what do you think? How surprising was that? I'm going to say going into the weekend, uh, like a 90. But after practice, I would say more like a 40 or 50. Yeah. So same as me-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I didn't think he would have an issue. I just didn't think he could ride hard enough. Once he goes out there and sets the fastest time, you're kind of like, eh, like maybe he's going to be okay. Um, I do think we saw a little bit of uh, soreness slash fatigue slash, you know, just your, you know, his shoulder yeah. probably was just tired in that last one too because uh, he definitely lost a little intensity in the last one. I saw him get – I asked. I, he said no. Oh. He Shockingly, said, a rider did not admit any no, – Really? Because the same in all in, three races, in, in no his, problem. In his podium speech after main event two, he said, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. It's going to be – it's going to be tough, he said, or something. And, and you know, it's, it's taking a lot out of you or whatever. 
And then in the third one, JT, I don't know if you how much you watched him in the whoops, but he got he got a little crazy where his front end was going side to side a little bit, looked like you know a little weak. And I'm like, oh, I even t- I pointed out to you one time, you yeah. I'm like, oh boy, like yeah. like maybe some fatigue is setting in here, you know? Yeah, I mean to to think that he can just bounce a, a week after not being able to race at all, he's going to be strong for all three, and his shoulders not going to be hurting and not tired. That's silly talk. So he can he can say whatever he wants, but. Uh, I've just done it for too long and raced through injuries and all that stuff. Like, you know, there's a famous saying that people kind of throw around. It's your, your injury only has so many laps in it. Typically mm-hmm. uh, you can get through a main event or you can get through the night, but it only has so much, so many laps in it. And I think you just saw he had to back it down a little bit. He didn't have the same intensity in that last one that he did in the other ones. And, and that's normal. That's totally normal. And JT, you, you, in our review pod, you just think that maybe the pressure got to see Lee in that third start. I do. I just think he was, you know, he was thinking about it too much, quote-unquote thinking about it too much. Uh, I just, you know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a big race. It's the first Triple Crown. It's Anaheim. You know, it's a, there's a lot going on there. And instead of just, you know, uh, purely reacting, I think his his brain and mind was his own worst enemy and just thinking about it too much instead of kind of letting it happen. Hmm. Well, we, we want to see more of these Triple Crowns. We've already talked about it. We're, we're on board with yep. it. Right? I'm all in. I'm all in. Absolutely. 17 rounds. This is why in the review pod, I try to not come in with too much enthusiasm. Because there are a lot of people that don't like it. you got to be careful when you fully Change stamp yourself. In the, when you Change. stamp yourself. One of the craziest things I saw was a Facebook rant by Marty Tripes. Marty Tripes. mad that people weren't mentioning that the very first Supercross, which he won at yeah. the LA Coliseum, had a three-moto format. But also complaining about the three-moto format, <laughs> saying, why are they making these changes? So I can't even figure out where where he falls. Like, that's actually, if you want, this is the most old school. This is the old school format. No, this is go. where they ran in the, right. this is the... This is for the purists. It's for the purists. But he's got he's to understand that none of, us, none of us on this call were even alive, right, when that happened. No, it was 74? 72. Oh, 72. 72. Okay. Oh, sorry, 74, you're right. But, uh, yes, I understand that... Was anybody alive on this call? It, regardless, <laughs> it, it did happen in history. But to me, I feel like, look, if you basically had a one main event format for, what, 42 out of 44 years, yeah. you can basically say, yes. this is new. Yes. Yeah. We had a two-moto format in 1985 and a one main event format in like 93% of all the Supercross races in history. Yeah. It's fair to say this is new. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, absolutely. Sorry about 1974. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Five winners in six races, you know. Uh, Savachi was the only guy to win a couple main events. It's great, man. Yeah, let, let's let's do some more of it now. We had parity. We had parity. Now, I guess you could say it was manipulative parity. If we had one twenty-minute main event, maybe Anderson just wins. Sorry, all sports make changes. Or maybe, or maybe he gets a bad start like he did in the first one. Yeah, move forward. Yeah, and and that's the point. JT, I don't know if you were listening to the show at the beginning. I don't think we can enforce this enough. I believe that the folks that watched it on TV, because you can't see on television first and seventh place together, as you can when you're looking into the stadium, right? right Anderson, right. it wasn't like Anderson was making this unbelievable charge and ran out of time. He wasn't going faster no. than the guys in front of him. And I don't, I don't know if people at home realize that. Like, Sealy just rode really well. Yeah, Sealy earned every bit of that first main event. Period. Yeah, we're great. Yep. 
Yeah, it wasn't like he just yeah. whole shot and that everybody ran out of time and just couldn't didn't have time to catch him in eight minutes. I think we saw that in eight minutes when guys were like, I don't have to pace myself. I'm going to give it everything I've got. A lot of guys can ride well. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, think if, I think if Anderson gets a 20-minute main event in the first one, maybe he gets, you know, three, four, five, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but not any better than that. Let's talk about Jason Anderson. So he's got the red plate. He's in the lead. He rode well to get third overall. He won the last main event. Uh, catching and passing Eli. Man, he just looks smooth. He looks... I'm watching Sealy start right now. He looks so smooth. He looks in control. He looks... You know, I mean, JT, I wouldn't be surprised to see him win this title at all. You would not be surprised to see Cole Sealy win the title. No, Jason Anderson. I t- said, let's talk about Jason Anderson. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's obviously yeah, favorite he, at this point. He looks good, man. Um, he looks uh, in control. He looks ability to kind of step it up when he needs to. You know? Yeah, I, I've done some research on this, and uh, he does look, he does look like a different guy right now. I, I would give you that, uh, but we also have to keep in mind that he's never been able to kind of hold it together for 17 rounds. Um, last year, uh, I just picked a random number of ninth place. Uh, he finished ninth or worse four times last year. Uh, the year before was only one, but the year before that was eight times. So to win this title and to beat, you know, Kenny and Eli and and the guys that I feel like are going to be relevant long term, he's going to have to remove that. He can't get he can't finish ninth or worse four times uh, and expect to be there at the end. I just think these other guys are too good. They're going to win too many races to allow that to happen. So um, I think the the roadmap is pretty clear for him. He's got to. He's got to continue with his intensity that he has, which I don't. I don't think that'll be a problem. I think the speed and, and that intensity will be there. Uh, but he can't make that big mistake where he gives up fifteen or twenty points on on one night. You know, I think I've seen it in all directions with Anderson. The way he's riding seems more. Um, just if you see him riding on the track by himself, he seems yeah. smoother. When you see him around other riders, he's not making contact with passes. And I've literally talked to people on his team who have said yes. That is something we're working on. Don't uh, ride through people. Yeah, so so the guys who were in the media that were saying, hey, he's riding like a bit of a jerk. Oh, we're, we're or maybe they were right? the team. Yeah. But the team, it's cool if they said that, but yeah. the media guy yeah. was. The yeah. media guy gets, gets shunned. Yes, right. yes. yes. Okay. Uh, and also, I even feel like his demeanor in the press conferences, he's much more serious. Um, I think he's kind of taken on this role, like all the – we know with Anderson, a fork in the road, he could have gone two ways. He could have become straight-up party and Temecula guy, not really buckled down and not mm-hmm. gotten to his full potential. But I believe he saw what Dungy did and is taking enough of that, and he's like, man, this is my moment. This is my window. I'm going to try to take as much from that guy as I can. I- I'm not a Dungy, but I'm going to try to take as much as I can and give it my best shot. Well, he made that comment in the press conference this weekend about that, about being like the other guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he said in that first race, hey, I got seventh. I could have yeah. maybe gone crazier to try to get fifth. Or I could have fallen and got 13th. The previous champion, you mm-hmm. know, was just going for podiums, and maybe yeah. that's what I need to do. So he's – I just like to see dudes fulfilling their potential. He's yeah. doing the best he can with what he's got. Yeah, no, he looks like a new guy, man. He looks really, really yeah. smooth. Yeah. I have, a, I have a question for you guys. What is the more so, – so basically we're in the same situation, not exactly with the points way, but similar situation for Eli. He's down a, a ton of points. Uh, you know, we're only a few rounds in here. Yeah. Last year it was 25. This year it's 43. Um, but if you're Eli and you're looking at this thing, you're trying to be objective and you're trying to make a game plan to win this thing. Are you more threatened by 
uh, Ryan Dungey and basically his relentless consistency that he just wheeled it on everyone, even if he's not at his best. Like, which I don't feel like he was last year. I don't feel like that was the best Ryan Dungey we've seen by far. Or are you more threatened by Jason Anderson, who has the speed well, to rip off a bunch of wins, but maybe maybe doesn't have the consistency, but you know he's going to be there to win a bunch of races? Like like I was saying, like you just said it, JT. Ryan Dungey of 2017 was not Ryan Dungey. He was so inconsistent. He was getting caught and passed. He was, you know, getting fourths and thirds. And, and yeah, but he wasn't giving any of those ninths or worse. No, but but I'm saying like, yeah, yeah. It just I just think okay, it's, which is tougher, which okay, is tougher to beat, which. Which years, tell me which years we've had Supercross champions outside of like 1990, 1999, or 90. McGrath's first year on Yamaha was a little nutty, 98. Uh, Whoever wins the title is always consistent and right there the whole time. Like we don't see, Anderson's got the red plate. He looks phenomenal. He's gone uh, two, one, three in three races. Like if he like he's just going to be the new champion guy, maybe it maybe, and he will always be consistent because outside of three or four years, that's what champions in our sport do. They just always. But do you think you you think that magically he's going to be able to remove all of the inconsistencies he's ever had this year? Well, so far so good, and I mean, yeah, I don't no, think we're three rounds in. We're three. I mean, we're not even a quarter of the way through. What? Why can't? What I, is I'm, your... I'm asking. I'm just asking you if if you that's what you think. That's all. Why get that website you work for? Real small, the small one, Racer X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the? Wasn't there a stat we did? This is Anderson's fourth year, correct? Yeah. What was the stat about guys in four years and, and winning titles? Wasn't there some sort of like everybody? Like a lot of people made their leap in their fourth year. The the three year, the oh, third, third year, year? Okay. is usually where the leap is you, made. You have to make that leap. Okay. And I think Anderson knew that last year, and I think he was really bummed that he actually went backwards compared to the second year, okay. the year before. Um, but he knows he's in that window. You usually don't figure it out in year six. I think the only guy who ever did that was mm-hmm. Emig. Basically, by year three and four, that's when you yeah. need to I just, make that leap, and he's doing it right now. Uh, Eli's 40, 47 back. 43 back? What is he back? But here's the thing. It's done. 43. It's 43. It's done. It's Look, done. he was 30 you back. Think, you think he's done? Done. Period. Done. Wow, I, I completely disagree. 43 completely. points. Sure, no problem. Oh, wow, no problem now. <laughs> well, I, sorry, that may not be the correct terminology, but to think he's done three rounds in with 43 points, I okay. man, did you not learn anything from last year? Okay, I'll take the 43 years of Supercross history that say that is not, it never happened. The, the biggest gap has been 27, I think, by RC. Okay, well, was he done last year? Did you think he was done last year at 25? That's that's twenty five, and this is forty three. That's a lot of difference. Did you? My question was: Did you think he was done last year? No, of course not. You, you did didn't not think, think after done. three rounds of all the struggles and him coming back and not talking to anyone after a two, you didn't think he was done? No, no, no. It wasn't that big of a. It's been done before a few times, and RV was what? RV was twenty two, twenty one at one point two. My, in my opinion, with the current landscape of who he has to face. Anderson's never done it. He's never been able to hold it together and be that guy. Okay, well, what about Ken Rockson? I'm, I'm not saying he can't do it, but Kenny is not the same guy either. This isn't, this isn't 2016, 2015, 2017. This isn't that Ken Rockson right now. I mean, I'm not saying he's not great and all that, but he's dealt with a lot, and he's not the same guy yet. I, I, don't, think it's, I don't think it's insurmountable. I really don't. If, if Ryan Dungey's in the class, 
if Ryan Villapoto's in the class, if Chad Reed and his prime's in the class, any of any multi-time champ or anybody who's done it before and you can just count on them being there every single weekend, I would agree with you. I'd say, yeah, it's it's too much. Like, he, he gave it yeah. away. But I don't think with this lineup, I don't think it's insurmountable. And I, that's not to say he's going to win the title. That's just to say that I think I don't think it's over by any means. I think well, he will have an opportunity to get back in this thing if he can rip off some wins here. Well, of course, that's you know what you're saying is very vague. No, he, you just he's, said he's done. He has an he opportunity to get done. back into this thing if he rips off a bunch of wins. Okay, I'll, I I'll, I'll agree with that. He's not. It's not the probable favorite at this point, but he's not done. No, of he's not, not done. Right? Is that essentially? What I you're mean, saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm saying if he if he rips off three or four wins in a row here. He's going to be – it's going to be in the 20s at minimum, Did you, I think. Does anybody That's not f- a big deal at halfway. That's not a big deal at halfway. Last at year, Eli had two terrible races. He had two bike issues in a, in a Supercar mm-hmm. series. I was still yep. able I know, to get but, the points lead. But, but we're not talking Tomac being Ryan Dungey here either. Yes, he has yeah, to be essentially perfect means. from here. Yeah. Well, you're saying that – he. We're there all might s- not be uh, 14 perfect races from well, Eli coming exactly. either. I mean – I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm saying his margin for error is is basically none. But I'm saying if he can go on a run like he did last year, which I don't see why he couldn't. I mean, he just won the race coming off of a shoulder injury where there's no there's no way he was 100 percent, and he still won the race last weekend. Got the got max points. So to think that he's not going to win a lot of races moving forward, I think would be silly. Oh, he'll I win a lot of races. Man, there's no yes. way I can, there's no way I can count him out at this point. There's way okay. too much racing left. Right. Way too much. Okay. JT, Steve's yep. ignoring a comment I made to him. After round three last well, year, Tomac made up at least 100 points on anybody not named Ryan Dungey throughout the rest of the season. Well, that doesn't fit in with his side of the story, so he's not going <laughs> to. Okay, so not only, <laughs> he's okay, that. Not only is Tomac going to win, he will win it by 49 points. That's not what we're saying. Well, he made up over That's 100. We're saying. He made up 100. So. No, we're saying that there's way too much racing, and the you, other guys have shown a propensity you, to be way too inconsistent. I'll take 43 years of Supercross history. You guys take this. How's that? Uh, uh, here's uh, something I looked at. So he was down 25 to Dungey after round three. After Anaheim 2 last yeah. year. He's down 43. I think he was more after Dallas. You might want to look after Dallas. Okay. No, 25 was the most. All right. So, 25. Well, let's just... Well, round 3. Let's just start okay. at round 3. He was down 25. Now he's down 17 more than that. I, I mean, 17 points versus trying to catch Anderson versus trying to catch Dungey. I feel like 17 uh, points uh, is about uh, the difference in handicap. You, you want to talk about who's That's on payrolls here. You want to talk about who's on payrolls. Monster buyer buy tickets to Vegas. Ryan Dungey, <laughs> huh? If he's ra- if he's racing Ryan Dungey, I'm all in on your side. It's over. Sorry, you can't give up 43 points to Ryan Dungey. But I just don't think that this is the same level. You're talking about a multi-time champion across multiple levels. That's not what Jason Anderson's been good at. Jason Anderson's good at winning races, and I think he will do that. But I still have never seen him able to eliminate the mistake completely over a, a long, long series. I just haven't seen it. Maybe this will be the year. Maybe it will, and good for him. He's been fantastic so far. But you just but said. It's only going to take one or two mistakes, and this is going to be a, a, a you know a close series again. You just said two years ago Anderson only finished worse than fifth once or something. What was your stat two years ago? Well, he got one He got one finish of ninth or worse one time. Yeah. So. But he still he still was only good enough for third in the series, even with that stat. Yeah, I just think he's a different guy. He stepped up. He's riding great. He's a different dude than he was in any other year. And 
what's going to happen is him and Kenny are just going to be machines here. And Tomac may be beating them, but they're going to be machines in second and thirds and first and seconds and first and thirds and machines. You're doing the math like Weege loves. No, I'm just I'm not doing that. I'm just saying Tomac will Somebody win a lot of races. Somebody did it today but. on Twitter. Somebody already did it. Yeah, they did, didn't they? So all, he's got, all he's got to do is be a machine and stay second, third yeah, the whole series. They did that, and all right. just ride this thing into Vegas. Um, all right, JT. It's well, highly uh, improbable, but it is not impossible. Okay, yeah, no, All I'm no, saying no. is he's not yeah. done. If no. you think he's done, that's uh, yeah. you haven't been watching closely lately. I mean, last year was a perfect example. I don't know why it's such a stretch. I had a lot of topics to talk to you about, JT, but because you okay. insisted on arguing, we got to go. Kenny Roxon's coming up. You got to go already? Kenny Roxon, I said 30 minutes for you, and you spent 30 minutes telling me that Tomac's going to win this title. Ask Kenny if you think Eli's done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're still around, we'll, we'll get you back on if, you, if you're free. But uh, other than that, we've got to run. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate All right, it. I get it. I got it. Uh, See thanks. you guys. All right, flyracing.com. Please check them out uh, quickly. Tyler, what's up, man? What's your question? Tyler. Hey, Steve. Uh, just really quick, man. I, I went to the Rusty Pelican and had the garlic bread and everything. Bro, how good was that? It was really good. I also had the beet salad. The beet salad? I don't think Steve yeah. recommended that one. No, no. Oh, I thought you guys recommended the beet salad. Maybe Pookie did. Oh, that's fair. That probably was Pookie. Yeah. Steve uh, had well, to go there last year. It was good. Love it. Well, anyway, I was just going to say that uh, Racer X Online was crashing like crazy during qualifying and, and back and back with the slow race and everything. I was wondering if you guys thought Supercross was increasing in popularity. Uh, I will say that... Um, Kate Hudson was there, and then uh, <laughs> Dak Shepard, and then who else? Uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. That, that did it. Um, it was... Uh, last year was our biggest year, and uh, the week of Anaheim 1 was our biggest week ever, so maybe that's it. I have a long email of gobbledygook from our uh, web programmer. I can read it on the phone. It will explain the issues that we had. No, we gotta I don't know. We, we got to go. You want to hear it? No. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, all right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Uh, Vertex Pistons, everybody. Every two-stroke KTM on Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston right from the factory. Uh, no matter what brand of bike you ride, whether it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better. Whether it's two or four strokes, VertexPistons.com. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code to save. Great Pistons, great company, and uh, we welcome our next guest brought to you by Vertex. This man uh, is 450 motocross champion and uh, came back this year from a uh, bad injury and has looked very good making the podium in uh, one race, and we predict he'll be on top of the box before too long. Kenny Roxon, what's up, Kenny? How are you, man? Going on, boys. I'm very good. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Hey, did you meet Vince Vaughn or Kate Hudson or any of these celebrities that ride A2? Um, Kate Hudson was there? Yeah. Yeah. They don't bring Kate oh, Hudson to Ken Rockson? That's what I'm saying. Come on. That's what I'm saying. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. <sighs> You're one of our superstars. No, yeah, Vince Vaughn? And, you know, Kate Hudson is, like, one of my favorites. Oh, boy. Uh -huh. Yeah, she was there. Missed out. Prater. Damn Prater not doing this. Um. And Vince Vaughn, who's awesome, by the way. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, look, you didn't have a it's great. Been a while. You didn't have a. It has been. It has been a while. Wow, you were. Yeah, remember I kind of blew you off a little bit there for a, for a minute. <laughs> you did, you did, but that's okay. You, <laughs> you had a lot of rehab to go through. Much more important than this. Um, but thanks for the time. And uh, hey, so triple crown format. You're not really a fan, and and you know what? I don't know if you watched the the press conference. I'm sure you didn't, but uh, Eli, Jason, and uh, Cole all said, no, no, do not bring this. You know, it's fine for a race, but do not bring this full-time. 
Oh, for real? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see or I didn't watch the press conference, obviously. But yeah, I. I agree. I don't care for it at all. I mean, not that I just didn't have the right night. Besides that, I just think it's not. That's not the way to go. It, it wasn't a fun. That fun of a night. Intensity, you mean? Just kind of like three starts, three three um, wide. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. I think that, and then there's no time in between, and the, you know it's a it's a lot of risk, a lot going on. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying if you had gone one 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 and dominated, you, this is not because I, of the I, results. You still would have felt this way. I, I yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't. I think in general, whether I had a good night or not, I wasn't that much of a fan of it. It, you know, in the beginning you talk about it and whatnot, and it's hard to really say, oh, it's good or bad. But now mm-hmm. after we've done one of those races, I don't care for it. You know, everyone knows at any level that they've raced that when you go to the starting gate, it's a crazy emotional experience, whether you're a beginner or you're a guy at the highest level like you. And I know there's heat races on a normal night, but we know that the heat races don't quite count for as much as a main event. So is that part of it, just this emotional revving up three times and something disastrous could happen each time? Is that, is that part of the issue? Because that's basically what Anderson and Tomac alluded to. The, the roller coaster of emotions and intensity is a bit much. Um, well, I don't really care too much because I think the excitement before racing or right as the gate's about to drop is a pretty awesome feeling to have. Wow, you like that. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, but then again, um, you know, with 8 minutes plus 1 and 12 plus 1 and, you know, it's a full 22 rider stacked field, like full main event for as many good people or as many good riders that are there, the 8 plus 1 and 12, it's just too short, bottom line. Yeah. So, yeah, I do agree. It's just extra risk that I feel like, you know, for the past, I don't know how many years, we've had one main event, and I feel like that's just, it's been, that's the fun part, you know? Uh And I think other than that, it's just a little bit too much risk. And, uh, yeah, like they said, a lot of craziness going on, you know? And, I mean, literally we have seen Mike Alessi in previous years, for an example, or a Vince Freeze or whoever, get a good start, and they can win a heat race. And then the first main is literally like a heat race. It's kind of crazy to think about, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would. if I could do anything, I'd make them all the same, same amount of time, whatever that is. I think it's too short, too many, too much on the line to make it a heat race. You know what I mean? But make, then, yeah. you know, if you say, for example, you do 15 plus one mm-hmm. three times, that's a lot of laps. It <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. It's It's... It's a touchy, it's yeah. It's a, it's a difficult situation. Hey, we talked a little bit after the race uh, on my post-race uh, pulpcast, and through through the three races, Kenny, um, you're you're okay with this. You're you know you haven't won yet. Uh, we're used to seeing you on the top of the box and on a lot of podiums. You've gotten one, and you're okay with this coming back from that serious injury. You're you're race by race. You feel like you're, it's a process, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like if I really, if you know, a gun was put to my head, I could, you know go and take more risk and mm-hmm. end it a bit more, but that was not my plan, you know? Yep. So um, for right now, I mean, obviously this weekend, I wrote like a vagina, bottom line. Mm-hmm. But then again, there was something that just, it didn't feel right about that day or about that night, whether it wasn't really in front of my head and I'm like, oh man, this is A2, this is A2. But something was lingering because I don't, it's not like within one week, all of a sudden don't know how to ride a dirt bike anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then obviously I wrote horrible. I mean, I just felt all in all uncomfortable. So I just left it at that. And you know what? Right after I was pissed, but in the end, I'm not that pissed about it because there's still a lot of races and it's not like I can just, I'm okay with how I rode, but mm-hmm. it's like, there's still a bit of time. And now that Anaheim two is done. Now I can look ahead, and I told I've had this conversation with Steve, my agent, 
that I am done talking about the injury. I am done, done, done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't mind talking about it once. I don't mind talking about it five times. I don't mind talking about it 15 times. (laughs) But now there's a time. Right. Now there is a time where I have to respectfully respectfully decline to answer that question because I am done with it and I'm yeah. over it. I'm sick of hearing it and I'm sick of it being in my head or even not that it's in my yeah. head, but I'm sick of talking about it. I really am. Anaheim two is done. That was the race. That was the limit, and now I am I am full on through with it. Well, I'm a, I've actually been surprised. I agree with you, by the way. There comes a point where you just got to put it behind you. But for RV's opening ceremonies in 2011. They showed his St. Louis crash where he broke his lower leg. And, and x-rays. And x-rays. They showed it every opening ceremonies video. And I'm like, RV, shouldn't you tell these guys, like, hey, don't play that? He's like, ah, I don't care. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, that would affect me. Every single opening ceremonies videos, there's my crash from a year ago. You know what I mean? So here's so. the thing. You can say it doesn't affect you, and it might not. Mm-hmm. But there, it definitely does not give you any benefit. <laughs> no, so, no, thing, yeah. I am, I'm taking that off. Too. Yeah. I'm just... I, I get it. It's a big. I don't know if it's a seller, but it, it's, a, it's, it's, a big, it's drama. You know? It's drama. Yeah, it's yeah, drama. and it's a story. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I agree. But at one point, you know, everybody knows by now, and I have to just. I want to move on, and I want to focus on the championship. So that video doesn't help one bit with anything. So I'm taking it off. It just doesn't. You know, yeah. I try to just forget about everything. I'm over it. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Kenny Roxon of uh, Factory Honda, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, please give us a call, and uh, we got one call on the line for you already, Kenny from Matt. He is on two. Matt, what's up? What's your question for Roxon? Hey guys, what's going on? What's happening, man? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I had a I had a question for Kenny, man. Uh, I, I noticed that uh, on the race you had uh, the same shift gear on, man. Uh, I just wanted to know what was going through your head and why you decided to. Uh, Basically, make yeah, so, yeah. Uh, wearing that gear. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a bit ago. I wanted to make a statement, and what a better way than putting on the same gear that I crashed in, you know? That's basically what I wanted to do with that is show that I am not, like, I am not, or I think anybody should try to not be too much of a suspicious person because I feel like it affects so many people. Um, so that's what I did. I put the yeah. same gear on, and everything went. Uh, whether whether I wrote well or not, but everything went well. So yeah. I just want to. That's one thing I wanted to do, and that was it. All right, uh, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. I appreciate the call. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, uh, Kenny, you were asked in the press conference last week in Houston because we had already seen Tomac quickly go out with an injury, and then Marvin have an injury. They're back. But you were asked, uh, you know, what's your perspective on that? And I think you kind of interpret it as, look, I had a crash last year. We can't always say that these are calculated things that you should just take less risk or try not to crash or don't hang it out as much. It's almost like validating that, hey, sometimes stuff just happens, man. Is that what you were trying yep. to say there? 100%. Um, I've talked about it with multiple people. You know, fans or people from the industry, whoever says, Oh, that was mental. Oh, that was mental. Or that uh, was mental. I yes, mean, yes. dude, it's not, you know, <laughs> we are racing. We are, you know, testing our limits. And you can tip over in the corner and you want to tell me that's mental. I mean, things happen sometimes. And I just feel like whether they look silly or not, like, you know, you can easily say, oh, that was a stupid mistake. It was mental. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Here? No, not I, everything I, that's like for, full mental and like, oh, he was just mentally not there, or he's mentally weak, or uh, he just lost focus. Or Kenny, Sometimes uh, the, the, it happens so quick 
that you you know there's no time to your, to react. We test our limits. You get on the gas kind of early. Well, the dirt changes. It gets drier. It gets wetter. Well, you lose a little bit of traction. You spin out the rear, and it, you get traction. It kicks you back. Well, there's a crash. You know, yeah. it is what uh, not everything always. We're not robots that are riding a train, you know, on train tracks, and everything's the same all the time, you know? Yeah, because I keep hearing about this red plate being so mentally heavy, so draining yeah. on people. I'm just like, oh, my God, give me a break. Give me it's a break. It's just the color. It's the color, man. <laughs> uh, hey, Kenny, um, back in, like, December, I wrote a uh, column on the Race Fresh website about I'm like, Ken Roxon's a pissed-off alpha dog, and he's going to be good. It doesn't matter if he had an arm injury, which you now don't want to talk about. He's going to be good. Like, he's going to be good. This right. is, he's just, like, front-running guy, and he's going to be good. And then, like, three hours later, he went on Instagram with this crazy rant, and I was like, oh, no. Was he mad about something I wrote? Was that about anything that I wrote, or was this other fan stuff, and I'm just being paranoid? No, you're just being paranoid. All right, good. I'm glad I'm paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> the timing was amazing. It was, like, three hours later, and he's like, I'm tired of people going off on this stuff. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and um, no, that, was, that had nothing to do with you, really. Um, and... I really, it's almost like I changed my, I wouldn't say I changed my perspective, but, you know, you have to try sometimes a little bit of a different approach, and there's no point in me, for example, going to the first race, and even though that was my mentality at one point, Mm -hmm. but luckily the races were still a week or two or three or five away to where I could kind of, you know, um, think about my approach, Mm -hmm. and there's no point in going out balls to the wall and and then, you know, kind of do something that you don't want to do and crash or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I've kind of changed that whole changed that whole thing up a little bit. But I do have to say, when it comes down to it, I'm still trying to fight my comfort zone a little bit. I can, I can, and I have to step it out another notch. I know that, and and I will. But at this point, I'm still, you know, yeah. I still want to get day in, day out, every single or for a couple more weekends. Just kind of have good races, you know. Get get used, get familiar with things again. Is there, uh, look, your injury, you missed almost all the whole year, and, you know, I, I honestly, your career was probably in doubt at one point, right, with uh, with a lot of people. So you're back racing, you're back in front of the fans, you look uh, almost as good as ever, and like you said, uh, hopefully you'll be, you know, even even better or the same level very shortly. But does, does the time away and the, the in doubt, do you... Do you maybe appreciate uh, some things, Kenny, that you didn't before because it almost went away? Is there is there signings or test long test days or photo shoots that before you were like, oh god, and now you maybe have a little bit better uh, perspective and happy now? Yes, for for sure. I mean, um, sometimes we get lost in being happy. And honestly, uh, almost a little less about when it comes to testing and signing. Um, it's more so in general life, being healthy, you know, oh, being true. healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're happy and, you know, we're healthy and we're doing this and we're taking more risks and, you know, we're doing all the stuff so we forget what it feels like when you're actually, have you ever been really sick to where you're like, dude, I can't do this anymore? Well, there, right there, yeah. and then you're like, man, being healthy is pretty badass. So after that, after that whole thing, I do appreciate being healthy and happy yeah. and having no pain and not like you wake up and, you know mentally just being off or somewhere else uh-huh. i really appreciate that most um being every day you know waking up right now and sometimes yeah. when things get tough you know and it's a lot of training and you're kind of down or whatever you ride and you test and whatever it's important sometimes to remember that hey when i was on the couch i wasn't riding mm-hmm. and then when i first started riding again the first little bit you don't care if a bike's good or not good like everything feels <laughs> right, amazing, right yeah you know I mean? yeah 
So I sometimes have to hold on to that a little bit and remind myself, man, last year, this time, yeah. it was a lot different. And now we are, whether it's a good day, a bad day, we are perfectly fine where we're at. Uh, all right, let's get to some more phone calls. Andrew, what's your question for Kenny Roxon? Hey, uh, yeah, I just had my question was, you know, with you being in the state so long and all that, do you ever get disappointed you don't get to speak German as much as you'd maybe like or, like, kind of homesick a little bit or whatever? No, not at all. You know, it's funny that so right when I came over here, it was the transition time from being a kid to an adult, right? I was, like, Mm -hmm. 17 or just turned 17, so I am more of an adult in the U.S. knowing what to do. It comes to how or whatever I have to do, I know how to help myself. Well, I would go to Germany right now, and I'd probably pretty much, besides me speaking the language, be like a foreigner. Like, you know, when I drive somewhere, I don't know where to go. I have to use a GPS because I have when I was over there, you have to be 18 and drive a car. So I yeah. didn't when I was over there, you know. Yeah. So I know my, okay. I know the U.S. when it comes to um, – making appointments or dealing with, you know, whatever it is. I just know my, oh, I, I have to do this, or I have to call that number. Mm-hmm. Well, in Germany, I don't know because I didn't have to deal with it back then. So I feel very, um, very at home here, literally. I feel like I've never lived anywhere else, really. Do you have German fans uh, in, the, in the autograph lines come up to you and just start speaking German to you? Yes, every yeah. once in a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Right, it's right. probably at once or twice a race or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll come up, and, and I kind of feel bad because I wish I could do more uh-huh. in Germany for the fans and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's very, I mean, you tell me how, and I'll do it. You know what I mean? It, I'll tell you difficult. how. I'll tell you how. Oh. You are the fucking king at Motocross the Nations. If you ride for Germany in Motocross the Nations this year, they will all, they will love it. They will freak out. Oh, no, no, I will. That's the plan, 100%. But I said that last year. I said that last year already. I said, hey, right, if everything right. goes well, count me in. I'm 100% going to be there. Yeah, because your record at those nations is phenomenal. I don't know. I've, uh, have you lost? Have you ever lost a, a class? Um, an overall? I don't know. I, <laughs> I no, I mean, I've always had really good races at the destinations. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I've won like four MX2 titles in a row. And um, I think I've won right. a full race, like MX1 against MX2 or MX3 yeah. against you know, MX2, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. obviously once for Germany in 2012. So I've had a good fun and, and a good record at the destination. Yeah, so sure. you go there, they'll they'll forgive you. Just just that's it. That's all they need. Red Bud, the yeah, German. That's the plan. Yep. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of Germany, uh, there's these uh, two Australian brothers who are getting some buzz here. Uh, they're signed to come over and race in, for Geico Honda in the future, uh, Hunter and Jet Lawrence. Did I hear... That they're working somewhat with your dad over, is he like a, helping them train or something like that? Is that true? The Lawrence yes, brothers? correct. And yeah. they're actually, most of the time, I don't know what the situation is right now, but mm-hmm. I, when I was there, they were full-blown, like, basically living at my dad and with the oh, dad wow. and the mom. Such a nice family, and, you know, they're both really good kids, and they, they write awesome, especially also the little one. You know, he's young. He's 13. I don't know if he just turned 13 or if he just turned 14, but I saw him ride a 250. I saw him ride Hunter's bike there, and... You know what? He's going pretty good, and they're they're an awesome and and such a good family. So I was really stoked for them. And then you know them, I, I know that he wanted to come over here, and so that work has been working out. So I'm, I'm excited for them to come over and wow. see what it's all about. I think I can really help them because I kind of went over here without any tips whatsoever. You know, so mm-hmm. with the things that kind of gave me anxiety back in the day, and that I can you know, especially coming to the races, and the things that kind of not bothered me, but that I kind of like held onto and got stressed out about yeah they don't because i changed that they don't have to be so i feel like i can give them a couple of important pointers and um that will help them out hopefully that's really cool for your dad so 
you're gone. You live here now. But he found some other guys to be able to work with. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. He just loves it. He loves the sport. Like he's just such a passionate person. So I think yeah, I think he has fun. He has fun working with him. Kenny, is there? There's no rider in the sport. I don't think that makes me send text messages to Wygant or JT and say, did you see what Kenny said on Instagram? Did you see what Kenny posted on Instagram? <laughs> did you see what Kenny said to this guy? Like, do you, how often do you delete things that you, you, you did before you hit send? And how often does Honda say, Hey, Kenny, uh, can we talk about that Instagram post? Is there any um, of that? <laughs> so to be honest, I don't know. There might be some talk about internally. I haven't heard too much about it, but um, like in Honda with Honda, but yeah. I don't. I don't. I think they kind of knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. I guess. You yeah. Yeah. No. Because no, I've been it's like, good. I feel like I've been like that for a while, and I just feel like something needs to be said. Sometimes, you know what I mean. <laughs> and you there go and you go right back at fans. It's, I love ever, it. <laughs> ever since the social media, um, you know, has gotten so big everybody just talks behind their phone, whatever they think. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day, you didn't know, you know, what everybody yeah, yeah. was thinking. So, but like the world was a lot happier place. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's something cool about social media and getting to see, you know, uh, the people's idols live mm-hmm. and what they're doing and, and whatnot on the daily, which that is the rad part about it. Well, the bad part is people that have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Yep. Think they think they know it and they try to tell people they know what they're talking about. And then it becomes this big clusterfuck, you know. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 something else. <laughs> I'm always it's like, oh. it's good though, good for you. Yeah, yeah whatever. I, I hope yeah. you don't change. Yeah, me it's neither. Awesome. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't change. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, and um, I, I've kind of noticed. I feel like the riders that are international guys. Chad Reed, known for being very outspoken. You're not an American guy, but you're known for being very outspoken. You've Americanized yourselves in many ways. But I feel like even from watching MotoGP or hearing what the riders in the Grand Prix series and motocross say, I feel like for some reason the American riders are more guarded. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but I feel like international riders just let it hang out and just go for it and say whatever they think. I would agree. And you know what the funny thing is? Back in RCH when Brock was my ah, my mechanic, my, uh, (laughs) my teammate, he always used to say, because especially Oscar being there, he always used to say, man, you guys are so bland, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But really? I, know, I do agree. I think our we are a lot more, you know, we kind of say what we think, right? and we don't hide it behind a bush or whatever. You know, everybody, it's a lot of the things that I say. I feel like a lot of people think what I say, but they don't say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'm the asshole because <laughs> I say what I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's easy to point fingers. But, yeah, I agree. I don't know what it is, but it was the same thing that I thought was kind of funny, actually. Remember that picture I posted where Cole and I were holding hands? Yep, yeah. Total joke, obviously. Clearly, clearly. Total joke. But then there are people going off. I mean, it is unbelievable. I'm like, don't you guys get that this is literally like, I mean, I'm making, we are making fun of ourselves. Right, right. And then they think it's like a for real thing. They're like, Uh, oh my God, what the heck? And this and that. It's it's, like, settle down. This is all a joke. I also, and also, too, talking about the Grand P riders, too, and I've gone over there a bunch and interviewed a bunch of them. When their bike's not working that well, or when they feel like their bike's not working that well, they give you the press and interview and say, you know what, today we were off on our settings. I didn't feel like, uh, you know, my tires were good enough, and we'll work on it next weekend. And, and everybody just kind of goes, okay, all right, cool. Well, over here, you say that, and the oh, team, the team, out. the team loses their mind. You know what I mean? And, and it looks I like they don't want to hear the truth, huh? I don't know, bro. Sometimes I'm just like, because Caroli and Hurlings have said things where I'm like, wow, okay. 
cool. You know, whatever. You know, and I also feel like if they get beat, you'll hear guys say, God forbid, you'll hear them say, like, yeah, I didn't have his speed today. Yeah. You would never hear anyone over here say no. that ever. They, yeah. they can get 10th place, but they will never admit that nine guys were faster than them. Yeah. I don't no. know what it is. I don't know either. <laughs> you guys are just honest. No. <laughs> All right, last no. step. But guess what? And I expect people to say that because that is how my dad was with me. If I write like shit, you better don't freaking sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I am like I'm the kind of guy. I need some fire under my ass. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as in somebody needs to. If, if I write like shit, that's what my dad used to do. Yeah. He used to chew me up. You know what I mean? But <laughs> right, guess what? Right. I went back out and I freaking wrote the best I ever wrote. You know what I mean? It is what like you can't sugarcoat things and turn whoever. Back in the day when I was little and I. So I always switched to the bigger bike very early when yep. I was really small. Yep. Well, guess what? It was muddy. I tipped over in the corner. My dad was standing three feet next to me, and I would have to pick up the bike by myself. Whether <laughs> how long yeah. that takes doesn't matter. Well, now the first thing they do, the dad is run over there, pick up the bike, kick yeah. him on. Like the kids are like they're, they're being raised so soft. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's excellent point for sure. Well, uh, Kenny, thank you for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you this weekend at Glendale. Uh, I have no doubt you'll be back on top of the box very soon and uh, make this thing uh, even more interesting than it already was, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Cool guys, good talk. See you this weekend. All right, see Bye. you, man. Uh, Kenny Rocks, everybody, on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Vertex Pistons, Pulp, M- Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code. To say the full range of two- and four-stroke uh, pistons, go to VertexPistons.com or step into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston kit today. Uh, thanks to, to Kenny for coming on. Always honest, always good. I always think back that, uh, I don't know if I, it's, it's a big deal or anything, but uh, I might be the only, well, I think I'm the only American media guy to be like, yep, I saw his first ever win. That's you were at that GP? Torsenthal GP, 2009. At 15 years old? 15 years old. You were there. He went 2-2. Wow. Marvin won the first moto, and Frassard, I think, won the second Steven moto. Steven Frassard. Yeah. So you're saying that Marvin and Kenny have been battling each other for a long time. For a long time, absolutely. Long time. And Roxon could, like back then, 15, every single single was just a scrub. Just scrub, 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 <laughs> everywhere he went. So he's really, really aggressive. But uh, Jason Wygant on the show tonight, and uh, and you people at seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're still looking to give away some stuff. Um, you know what? Is Mike? No, Mike's not there. I are looking. I love the mix of personalities we have right now. You got Roxanne who's so outspoken. You have Marvin who is so nice that he rode back into the stadium. To get his mechanic and Love give it. him a lift to the pits. Love it. You have Tomac, who is, if you're the hardworking blue-collar guy who's like, I like a dude who just shows up, doesn't talk, and does his work. You got that. If that's your kind of guy, you got Tomac. Yep. D- doesn't yep. doesn't put any fluff on it. Yep. You got Anderson, who's a little bit of a, I don't care, I just do my deal, kind of wild child kind of guy. I love the. we have a real good, diverse mix we, of personalities We right do, now. yeah. Each, each person has got his own guy that suits him, whatever his personality favorite is, you know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, no, you got a good point there. Uh, Cody, what's up, man? How are you? Cody, um, you there? Hey, yeah, hey um, I just wanted to give a, a yeah, I'm, I'm a first-time caller, um, long-time listener. Oh, thanks, man. Um, right. I just wanted to give a shout-out to BTS Sports. Um, I listened to the Podcast over the weekend, and uh, into the into the uh, into the code, and um, ordered about a uh, hundred dollars worth of fly gear. Oh, nice! Um, Thanks. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, got some helmets, and the uh, and the ninety dollar gear is oh. on sale. Awesome, man! Thank you. 
appreciate it. BTOsports.com. Yeah, they've been, as I said on that Friday show, eight years they've been our, our presenting sponsor on this show. It's uh, yeah. it's fantastic. Great guys. Yeah, and um, yeah, um, then I met um, you and Weege um, at Hangtown last uh, last year. Oh yeah. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. And, awesome. Um, and then I um, took some pictures with you guys and. Uh, cool. Just, yeah. Uh, get a bit. Yeah, and I'm going to be at Oakland this year. Awesome, uh, man. Well, yeah, maybe we'll see you there. Weege is always hard to get a hold of. He's, he doesn't like fans. He's kind of a dick. But other yeah. than that, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for shopping at BTL. No problem. No, Thank right. you, guys. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. You know what? Um, AJ, you there? AJ. I'm still here. Dude, I'm you've been on hold here. for two hours. Hey, last time I was on hold for three and a half, so this ain't too bad. Wow. Um, What's up, bud? Yeah. So I'm wondering, because I listened to your podcast uh, mm-hmm. earlier, the Anaheim 2 one, mm-hmm. and you guys pulled the panic button for uh, Hill. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, with the contracts, because we said something about uh, like the NBA and the NFL and all that stuff. So in motocross, is there some type of opt-out in the contract? Does that make sense? It seems like there always is. It seems like if things are not going well, somehow people can wiggle out. Yeah, I know in the NBA, it's like if you sign a guy for eight years, you're yeah. paying him, and there's no getting out of it. Yeah. But how many times, Steve, have we seen multiple-year contracts, and then they just suddenly <laughs> – Or guys say, I'm riding four for these next year, and then they don't or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. I yeah, mean, because that's my whole thing, because, like, I mean, Hill – Dude, I think but, it was Suzuki because he's riding the same bike the Austrian group did in two two thousand ten. You know what? Some one of us, one of us here in the studio, AJ, kind of called this. <laughs> so one of us was mocked for that. Um, Justin will figure it out. There's zero chance JGR lets him go this year or anything like that. There's that's not going to happen. Uh, they will give him a whole year and everything else, and you know, um, it'll 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 figure itself out. But uh, um, it's not been good for the, the start, and I'm not exactly sure why. You know, so do you think he'll win one at least one? I don't. I do not. No, I don't see it at the moment. I mean, I, to, to think that you're going to go from, especially with how tough that class is this year, you're going to go from. I mean, what is he? Ninth, eighth, ninth, tenth yeah. best guy yeah. to jump all of those dudes. I got to see something more before what's, I can think. What's of uh, what's funny is he was fastest qualifier at Anaheim one. Remember that? Yeah, fastest qualifier. Yeah, and everybody was like, okay, and I, myself included, we're like, okay, yeah, he'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, it, 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 even qualifying's yep. been terrible since. Yep. Well, I hope it turns around for him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of him, but right. Okay, sucks, uh, but AJ, do you uh, you've been on hold for a while? Do you want uh, a set of tires, a Maxima USA package, or a Fly Roller Grande gear bag? What do you want? I'll take the bag. You want to take the Fly Racing Grande Roller bag? Awesome. Yeah, I'll take the bag. Okay, all right. Stay on hold. Travis will get your information. Thanks for staying on hold for so long, man. Appreciate it. No, no problem. All right. All, all right. right. Congrats, AJ. Here's yeah. the thing about Hill. I get, I challenge anybody to talk to him, hang out with him. You've had him on your show. He's a great, dude. Nice he guy. Is awesome. I don't think he likes me right now. I said hi to him at Anaheim or well, at Houston. I said hi to him at Houston, and he was not interested. Yeah, I could, I yeah. could see that. No, I'm okay. Yeah, right. Hey, whatever. But he is a really cool guy. He is. Yep. And I, I want it to work out because, as I just mentioned, the dynamic personalities we have, yep. he'd be a great one to add to the pile. He's not vanilla. No. No. I, uh, I we got to fix these results right now. I put him in my uh, Pulpy Awards for best interview on the show all year. Really? Yeah, he was one that of the good. Best all- He's he was amazing. that good. He was that He's a great good. guy. But, man, we... Got to be doing better than a 10th and 11th in the 250 Yeah, class. no, for sure. Coming up with Chase Sexton. Kenny Roxon's already been on. Justin Brayton's been on. Uh, John, what's going on? You got a question about Pulp Mix Fantasy. What's happening? 
Yeah, I got a couple things, but when you were talking about Hill, I just have a question. Do you think he's taken this for granted? Because, I mean, I think about after he won the title and got the money and all that last year, his outdoor season was horrible. Do you think this is just a carryover from that? I heard, and I hate to even say this on the air because these rumors happen all the time, but some people in Southern California, I I saw Hill quite a bit in North Carolina, which was like October, November, uh, because I live right by the JGR track, and I saw him ride, and he was on point, and he was flying, and he was putting in 25-minute motos, no problem. Then I heard a bunch of people telling me right before Anaheim won, no, dude, I've seen him. Uh, What's your term, Steve? Partying in Temecula. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard people say in California that they saw him not taking it so serious. Now, I shouldn't even say this on the show because that is the most, that is pure gossip. I have no substantiated way to prove that. Not Steve Mathis saying this. Yeah, I do know. Why can't saying this? When does that stop us? Okay. Yeah, in October and November, I saw him motoring down and working very hard. That's all I can say for sure. But it's very easy for people to pile on right now and then start claiming, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, he's partying. It's very easy for people to claim that. So I don't know if I buy it, but uh, something's wrong. Okay. So love Pulp Fantasy. I, Thank you. Uh, last year I did the Rocky Mountain one, and it just seemed it was tantamount to guessing. So this one, actually, I've gotten into it. I think we found Phil's true calling. He is like a fantasy hero oh. if you're on the right week. Um, um, yeah. Quick- no, absolutely. Hold on a second. Uh, Phil Nicoletti, what's up? Did you hear what, uh, what John just had to say about you, Phil? All right. No, what? No, honestly, I was like getting into my truck. I switched from Bluetooth to oh, normal phone. John, so, John sorry, said you John are. A, John said you are a me. fantasy hero. H- how am I a fantasy hero with the results that I've been getting? John, tell him. Uh, your handicaps are giving you big points every week. I'd like to personally thank you. You've been a, a bright spot in my fantasy rounds this year. So thank you for that. Hell yeah! At least I'm a positive in somebody's life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'll, ta- I'll take it. You're welcome, John. Uh, what, what else, John? What else is going on? So I have a question. So I've been kind of looking at stats and trying to figure out what the what the best determination is of how someone's going to do. And it looks like qualifying is kind of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys look at – I know we talk a lot about whoops and things like that. Do you look at their history at given tracks or towns or things like that? What are the no, ways I- you guys try and assess it? I never look at that. I look at I do look at tracks. Uh, whoops are big, you know. Dino's really good at whoops that are big. Brighton's good. Mookie's good. Um, uh, yeah, dude, it's qualifying and, and the handicaps and you know a little bit of a little bit of luck, man. Um, I had a terrible week this week, so I, I maybe I shouldn't be giving any advice. But there's there's a lot of things you can look at, and um, you know. But I don't look at histories of races in towns and things like that. I just don't do that. Quality of dirt, consistency of dirt, hard pack or soft dirt, you know. That, that would help. Like, yeah. like Aaron Plessinger, he's great at soft dirt with ruts. You just know that. Um, yeah. You know, Cole Seeley's great at hard pack, although he did great at Houston. But, you know, so that's kind of stuff I look at. Got it. All right. Thanks, John. All right. Appreciate it, man. Great. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Phil uh, finally gets a compliment, and what happens? He's switching from phone to Bluetooth yeah. in his truck. Yeah. And ends up- Welcome back, Phil. <laughs> uh, not much. I'm actually leaving Shane Schaefer's house. Uh, I'm hanging out with old uh, Troll Daddy. Is Troll and, Daddy uh, racing this weekend or what? What's he doing? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure what he's doing. Uh, I know he's going to try riding tomorrow and then um, okay. kind of going from there. So okay. he could do some pull-ups today. And that was kind of like, uh, you know. Yeah. 
the no or no go for riding okay. tomorrow. So right. I guess he could do a couple. So okay, suck it up and get it done. <laughs> uh, you know, Phil, we were just talking about your teammate Justin Hill, and I certainly don't want you to get yourself in trouble or talk out of school. But it's got to be a little bit frustrating over there right now with Justin's results. Uh, I mean, obviously, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Right. But, um, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah, there's high potential and high hopes, and you know, obviously, sometimes um, you know things just don't work out. Mm-hmm. But obviously, uh, the kid was flying in off season North Carolina. You know, it's I mean, the kid has unbelievable talent. So I don't know. Just gotta try and figure out how to tap back into that. Um, you know, I just I don't know something. Something's kind of missing. I don't know what it is, yep. but uh, I got enough of my own problems <laughs> I need to work on. You got so, your own problems. Uh, um, yeah, I can't really worry about him too much, even though I I wish he would do well. You know. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, and myself too. So. Yeah. You know, I wrote I wrote my column today about you. I'm sure you read it each and every week, and you're you're, you're eagerly waiting for it. You know. But um, great. Uh, I wrote that you had a very low key weekend. We each we. He kind of let me down. He did, huh? Kind of no, let me down. No throat slit gestures. No. No crashes. No flashes of brilliance. <laughs> like, just very steady Eddie Phil. I brought a buddy yeah. to the race who hadn't been to a race in about five years, and I did not realize how much turnover there is in this sport. Five years is enough where almost every single rider is almost gone. So I'm trying to give him new guys to follow, and I'm like, <laughs> Phil's one of our guys. Phil, Phil, I even, that was the guy I was with when we went over to your autograph line. And you didn't bring anything for us, Phil. You yeah. just rode solid all night. Yeah, Come on. Just, just. I, I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> I was looking by, I was finally having a decent night, and I let somebody down. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's Phil's style. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even you know, when you do, finally do it, it's bad. Decently consistent results, and I screwed somebody over. <laughs> yes, oh, that's man. right. That's right. It's still bad. Yeah. Um, uh, I was, uh, hey, yeah. why? Okay, so different theories here. Uh, whoops were cut down because the you know two of the top guys have shoulder issues and the track was really yeah. easy because of amateur day. What do you what do you think about? Do you think the track was easy for different reasons and the whoops were cut down for uh, that? Or what do no, you think? well they could throw the easy thing for the amateur day out because I went there Sunday for amateur day because I had to go down and do some stuff for the RM Army deal in Feld and that track was so mellow. Yeah, I mean. Like it was ridiculous. Really? You know? Wow. Like if I had to, if I had to race, you know, Jet Reynolds or Danger Boy Deegan or somebody, I don't know if I could have beat them on a track that they had built. <laughs> well, I would have loved to see that. Truth. I would have loved to see that. I, yeah, I, I would have showed I, up on Sunday for that. I probably would have quit riding a dirt bike professionally if that if that actually went down because I really don't think I could have beat Jet Reynolds on a track. <laughs> that they had to race on yesterday. So using that, because they, com- they completely changed it. Though Obviously, the layout was the same, but no rhythm or jump was mm-hmm. the same. You know, the triples were just little tiny speed doubles and whatnot. The whoops were mm-hmm. probably, honestly, just as easy as what we had. So, uh, wow. wow. I don't know. I just, I wasn't a super fan of the track, but I don't know the reason of the, I mean, they could have at least maybe left the whoops because that would have been a little bit of a divide in the field, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, what it is. What did you think I of the? Uh, what did you think of the triple crown? Should we do more uh, of them? I actually, I, I, yeah, no, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, um, you know, I think we did maybe eight more total laps than what we would have done in a normal race or something like that. Um, we, it, I mean, it was it was fun. 
We said there was uh, four less minutes of racing than normal. Yeah, but really? Well, no, not for him because this time every rider is in every race. Oh, Remember, yeah. they get a heat race yes. when they're not in it. Yes. So for the riders, yeah, you actually yeah, had yeah. more. You actually rode more. You're yeah. saying? Yep. Yes. Correct. Right. Yes. But you mean for overall gate drop times, there was probably less. Yes. 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 But for the, the fans are getting to see the superstars more. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which, right, which is fine. I, I honestly, I really, I really didn't mind it. You know what I mean? Um, but obviously, you, for us, you do more races and you mm-hmm. do more laps and pay and everything's the same. Oh. But that's a different topic. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's give, you know, demand more of the riders and then pay them the same. I, uh, Whatever. Oh, but yeah, it was yeah. fun. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was cool, and you know, it was a cool concept, and hopefully the fans did enjoy it. So, like, I, I heard people uh, saying that the commercials and stuff were a little bit too long, which I actually did Western DVR the race, so I watched it, and there did seem like there was a lot of downtime. Um, and I do kind of hate the commercials and the behind-the-scenes stuff that they do, but it's whatever. Because you got to see Weston all the time? Uh, no, which Weston's commercial is okay, but... You know, when they, you know, obviously anything that gets played over and over again gets yeah, old. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Um, so I'm surprised. What uh, it is. I'm surprised the RM Army didn't call me to come in. Yeah, why for didn't Sunday. you? Why were you there? I'm yeah. in the army. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> odd. I, they should have had you there instead of me. It would have been a lot, a lot better. A lot livelier. You know? Yeah, we yeah got some good shots you this weekend with the Pulp Mex sticker on your helmet, Phil. Thank you. You're our number one athlete right now. Uh, Alex Ray second and and you know so it's uh, you're doing well for us. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah, uh, anything I can do for Pulp, just great. <laughs> <laughs> hey Phil, um, the breaks that you did have, that amount of time, what yeah. were you able to do? Like, did you were you able to watch footage uh, and go over the track? Like, take us through how much time you had and what you can accomplish in that time. Yeah, so I came back, I got done, put my helmet on the helmet dryer. I either got a gel or something to eat, try and get some calories, and I sat up in the lounge and I watched the 450 race. And then, um, yeah, about 15 minutes before our gate drop, I went down, back down to staging. You know, like uh, it's pretty, it's pretty low key actually. Um, like there's not a whole lot that goes down. You know, we watched some footage that the truck driver had of the race and kind of changed some lines, but honestly. I learned more from watching the 450 guys on live TV than yeah. actually watching myself. So oh. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty cool. I like that part. That was cool. Um, Do you hate watching um, yourself ride? Do you hate that? Um, when you're not riding the way you should be, yeah, it's horrible. It'd be I picture myself like the way you would ride weeds in the woods. Oh boy! Uh, very, oh, that's terrible. Not that's, good. <laughs> that's Shane Watts said it was maybe the worst thing he's ever seen. He in said the woods. shit show. I believe shit is what show. He said. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, shit show. Um, <laughs> well, I could see if you would have if you ever seen Weege's bike, you could understand. Oh, Weege's uh, bike was <laughs> mangled. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that Yamaha, God. that old Yamaha I brought in. <laughs> um, and no, the K- that, that KTM. Wait, that was considered bad. Oh. Are you kidding me, Weege? That's as good as I, I can get it. I taking that thing across the street. <laughs> That's as good as I can get it. That's it. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Jeez, that oh. was terrible. Um, you know. Phil, uh, the uh, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, would you like to do that with us? Uh, we have some questions for you. Um, sure. Hopefully they're not too hard of questions. 
Okay. Did they come from? Who were they supplied by? I uh, just well, let's let's do aren't, the intro. Let's do aren't the intro. Aren't they by Moser? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Let's let's do. The- I think Phil nailed it. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire X Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere. Phil Nicoletti would be three to four spots higher if he wore X Brand goggles. EKSBrand.com. <laughs> Choice of champions like Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Noren, the Hep Suzuki boys, many others. Ben LeMay is running X-Brand, and look at him. It's fantastic. He's having a great year. Going to the mains. EKSBrand.com. Check him out. Pulp and Mech Show uh, 18 is the code to save money. All right, Phil. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him, okay. Phil? Do you know him? Uh, unfortunately, I do. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's go, Marks. Weege, we'll start with you. Parents want to provide a better life for their children. So do you want your son to grow up and be cheaper than you or to have normal spending habits? Uh, I would actually vote uh, for the normal spending habits. But he's, we got a real problem. My son is only three. He's very naive. Mm-hmm. doesn't know much about the world yet. Yeah. So he calls Phil, Phil Goodrider. He thinks Phil is a good oh, rider. Oh, jeez. So he's learning. Phil is one of his role models. So I think we know what direction. He's going to go. Yeah. No one does what their parents want. <laughs> but Phil, I think he's going to learn the ways of the world from you, and that means he's going to end up being very And cheap. that'll be sitting in a darkened cabin with no lights on, just your phone. <laughs> that will be what Blaine's happens. a cool kid. <laughs> it could, we, could, we could get to Uncle Phil status, I yeah, think. I think yeah. we could get there. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Hey, by the way, uh, <laughs> Phil, Rarick told me that uh, Sheik called him today. Scotty Sheik. Yeah, actually, Seth Rowe texted me. He goes, mm. you will have no idea who just called me. I'm just like... Let me hear it. And he goes, Sheiky. Yeah. I'm like, no freaking way. Sheiky's back. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, good That's for him. Cool. Yep. All right, next question. Yep. Phil, how much money do you think Weege spent on his wife's wedding ring? Whew, I don't know. Wedding ring for me are just a touchy subject to begin with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I don't even know what a wedding ring goes for. Shocking. Is five grand is five grand too much or too less? I don't know. That sounds insulting. I can't do that. <laughs> that's too uh, five grand to many is probably average, but I'll tell you, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. I was at least I was in the average. So Phil. At least I shot I shot high for her. Phil, if and it's a huge if, if you're if you are ever in the market. <laughs> let me know because there actually is, amazingly enough, long before I even lived in the area. There is a guy in the area who is the choice of many in the industry. He'd oh, be glad to help you out. That that is what I, that is what I heard. Yeah. Oh, you know this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. I do know this. Do you, yes. know, do you so, want to know who I my? Keep that in mind. Do you know who my jeweler of choice is for my wife? The Twenty-five cent thing at the end of the store when you're walking out. No. What is those little, those Yo- little toy things? Yogi's wife's uncle in Bainbridge, Georgia. Wow. Yeah. That's where you went. Wow. Yep, yep, that's where I went. Yogi's wife's uncle. This actually was that through a Team Yamaha connection back uh, in the day. Yeah, back in the day, exactly. And and, and he yeah, actually, yeah. I don't know, four or five years ago, we, we did an edition, and, and he we dealt with him again. So. This actually reminds me, uh, I did buy my wife a Christmas gift from this jeweler last year. I don't think I ever paid for it. <laughs> Shocker. Which is both Shocker. great and terrible. <laughs> but I only feel so bad because I did hear that this was James Stewart's jeweler of choice. Oh. So he's probably rolling it. Oh, jeez. What's, yeah, what was I probably. really contributing? Did he anyway? just incriminate himself? On I think there? he did. Yeah. I think he did. Shoot. Uh, all right, next question. <laughs> Steve, would Filthy Phil be getting better or worse results on a 450? Uh, better. Better. Absolutely. He needs to be in the 450 class full time, 
Supercross and motocross, uh, this 250 thing is not working out. It's terrible, and Phil needs to go to 450s. That's been my stance since day one. Next tear off. <laughs> All right. Weege, what is a recent Koi Gibbs theory that leaves you scratching your head? Uh, I haven't seen Koi as much lately. Uh, I did get to hang out a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm one and two. Uh, but I, so can I just go back to a classic? Sure. Can I just go back to a classic? Yeah. Yeah, one time a couple years ago, uh, Koi was complaining about downtown Charlotte and traffic or something like that. And he's like, do you know there are more pedestrian deaths in Charlotte than any other city in the United States? <laughs> And I was like, are you serious? It's like the 30th biggest city. How is right. that possible? And he's yeah. like, well, I'm not sure if that fact is true, but you got to admit it is still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it might That's not be true. logic right. for you. Yes. Um, I was talking to Coy about uh, a few things, and one of them was Mookie. I'm like, are you keeping him on, or what's going on? And he's like, well, we're working on it. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'll tell you what, though. I'm not spending one dime out of my money. <laughs> to keep him on the team <laughs> i'm like i admire that coy and then by the way guess who wrote an email this morning uh to jgr hr department a woman named tony down there uh i wrote david evans and uh, tony an email complaining about coy and my treatment you did yeah you, you filed yeah, a complaint no you did yes i you did. did not yes i complained yes i did i wrote an official oh. email to tony <laughs> complaining about coy gibbs i want a handwritten apology i said and I still want all access to JGR food, to the food. And I said, uh, he uh, called me an idiot. He said, uh, Wes and Pike shouldn't do an interview with me. I'm an idiot. He threw a water bottle at me. And so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I hope Tony sent you back an email and it just said, suck it. Yeah. To- Coy said, here, here's, Tony's, here's Tony's info. Go ahead. Oh, he gave you her Oh, yeah. Email. Yeah, when I said I'm filing an HR complaint. <laughs> That's great. So I did officially. Coy Gibbs has been written up by JGR. All right, I like Dick Cheese. Uh, next question, um, Phil. If we started a GoFundMe account to get you to the Nationals, how much would we need to raise? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it on my own again. I don't know. No, that's, that's a lot a of work. Subject. That's I don't a- even want to talk about it. It's depressing. <laughs> Poor Phil. Depressing topics are never <laughs> far. No, they're never far yeah, away. No. All right, next question. Steve, regardless that he passed the concussion test, in your opinion, do you think AC should have raced? I I don't understand. I wish we could call JT right now because JT is just alluding to some massive conspiracy here of AC being able to ride. Yes, he looked out cold, and yes, he couldn't stand on his two feet. (laughs) But he, there is no, like, he just, they went and they asked him the questions. He took the impact test, and he passed. And the doctor said you're he, good. Like he said he was he said himself he was dazed. Well, Gronk was dazed yesterday catching a football and they said he couldn't play. And that's catching a football, not riding or operating a dirt bike. But either you pass the test or you don't. That's it. He passed I it. Get, I get it. I get it. But when the when you come out and say, "Yeah, I'm da- I was dazed for sure. <laughs> wow, whatever no. he said. Yeah, none of that matters. You passed, yeah, but if you pass the test, at least say, yeah, no, I was okay. Don't admit you were dazed. I mean, <laughs> come on. I think that's the proof that he was unfit to race. He was unable to lie. Right, and if right, you're not able to lie, right. that's that your head is in, not in condition to race. He doesn't have a motorhome. No. So, like, James used to lock himself in the motorhome. And, like, the, the medics mm-hmm. could not go in. Yeah. And, and then he raced that way. Uh, AC had none of that options, you know. 
and the the Astro, the A Star's medical unit can stop you from riding. And they determined that. I tell you what, I did. I did. I told AC. I gave him a fist pound. I said, "Well, I said I can respect somebody who gets up and keeps on racing." Oh yeah, Phil. So, yeah, pretty much would take a bazooka to take you out for the night. Yeah, I mean, if you can take a hit like that and get up and keep on trucking, right. you got my respect he, for that part. You couldn't really so. keep on walking off the track after the hit, but <laughs> I don't know. JT in our podcast today, JT is going, ah, I'd like to know how he can ride. I no, he passed the test. That's no, it. what JT was basically saying is he understands why he can race. He passed a test that JT doesn't think is an effective test. It was more of a... The test isn't effective as anything that Adam. Yeah, because he was hungover. JT said he gamed his test a bit because he was hungover in Vegas. Yeah, he did his baseline hungover. His baseline hungover. Did you try that, Phil? Uh, no, I haven't. But maybe I would do better because that baseline test makes me feel stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Right. He's right. concussed just by taking the baseline right. test somehow. Right. Yeah. Next question. Uh, Weege, on your popular Ask Stupid Questions, Get Stupid Answers segment, what has been the stupidest question? Ah, oh, man, you're really putting me, putting Mo- me on the spot Moser, here. bro. I got a lot of uh, how much wood would a wood chuck chuck if a wood chuck could chuck wood. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, but the worst this week was someone already did the math and uh, said if Tomac wins out mm-hmm. and Anderson finishes second, Anderson wins the title by one point. There we go. So can I count that? Yeah. 19 seconds. Good job. All right, next question. Phil, is there anything on Hill's bike that you don't have or can't have? Uh, no, we are identical. Yeah. I mean, we have different options on yeah. what we could have, but, um, we're, yeah, we're pretty much spot on. I was talking to Dean Baker, the horsepower maker, about the 250 program, and He's very confident, Phil, that the bikes are better than last year's. He, he's 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 happy with the work. <laughs> what? I will. Why are you laughing? I will confirm that. <laughs> okay. So good job. I like. I I I I really do enjoy working with Dean and Mitchell. So yeah, for me, for me it's wonderful. They understand me and they believe in where I think we should go with some stuff. Um. So it's uh. Yeah. It, it's awesome. All right. Steve, last one. Who will push back the hardest against more changes in the race format? Um, yeah, the riders. Always the riders. You can't listen to these babies uh, like Phil on the line. Like they, they have their own self-interest, you know, and they have their own interests and everything else. So the riders will push God back. God forbid if we had self-interest. <laughs> I just, you, you got to. You know, don't listen to the athletes. We have no feelings and we're just robots and we just do whatever people say. Good job. Just, Steve. we got to sell the sport. We got to make it more entertaining and, and triple crown format's great. You're just animals in the zoo. Yep. That just tells me you guys are fragile little flowers. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like. I watch. I don't. Unbelievable. X brand goggles, choice of champions them. everywhere. Like Phil Nicoletti used to wear, wanted to wear X and just couldn't do it. Team deal over at JGR, but he'd love to be in. Yeah, I'm John Knowles, bro. John Knowles through and through. Scott. Scott Johnny Knowles. It's best to stay on Knowles' good side. It's best to stay on Knowles' <laughs> good side. Yeah, probably. He's in Switzerland, though. He went to Switzerland this week. He did? Yeah. Wow. There was some serious beef between you and Knowles about a month ago. Not beef for me. No, he was, yeah, he was way out of line. He's way out of line. Aggro, he was yes. way out of line. Yes. And, and, and I told him that. And luckily, you and JT backed me up and said, yeah, Knowles, it's a little much. Yeah, and then he tried to pretend he was just jacking yeah, around. Right, no, right. Why? Are, are we allowed to say it on the show or why? Or is that private knowledge? No, it's just he, he pulled money from the, he was on our fantasy site. 
podcast and he pulled money from it and he, and he gave, told me that all I do is blow X brand and, and blah, blah, blah. And I, he can't do that. And I, and I was like, well, I said, I, I have FMF and pro circuit sponsorship. I have vortex and pro taper. Um, you know, I just, I do the job. I, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, Knowles didn't sponsor the show anymore. Matha said, Hey, that's fine. Thanks yeah, for sponsoring no the problems. previous years. We're good. But then the next time Matha mm-hmm. said anything about another goggle brand, Knowles immediately blew him up on text. Oh, now I see how it is. Now I see how it is. You're blowing all the other <laughs> yeah. brands. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just like, no, oh, geez. No, no, Knowles. He, he takes Knowles it. belongs in New York, not Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, he does. He takes he it gnarly. serious. Yeah. Uh, all right, Phil. Well, hey. Uh, your time on the show is over. Uh, you're on next week, Thank of course, next, next Monday. Um, always fun to uh, chat hey, with you. Give me a kiss, baby. Uh, still has to do every show I, when he's not racing? What? East rounds? He still has no, to he has, no, his contract for the show is only West rounds. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, Thank God. This was not in the small print either of the contract. <laughs> it okay. wasn't. It really wasn't. No. <laughs> I'm just making it happen. Our, our listeners demand yeah. it. They demand it. But the only reason I did come on or answered is because Weidra's on tonight. So, All right. Okay, so I figured, I figured I'd come on and talk. So, I got Brayton tonight too. It was best show ever. So burning building, uh, burning building, Phil. Me, Anton, and Weege, and you can only rescue one of us. It's it's Weege. Uh. Yeah, because Weege has to take care of Lane, so I got to go for Lane. Yeah. All right. My son's earning some. And if you had enough room to take a second one, it'd be Anton. Nah, I'm not that strong. I can't take two people. <laughs> <laughs> Just what I get. Just what I get. I'll take it. Uh, awesome. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, so. Philip. Uh, we'll see you at Glendale, All right. bro. All right. Sounds good, boy. See ya. See ya. Phil Nicoletti, everybody. I'm going to sleep. Phil Nicoletti, everybody. I'll do that. We got to get that GoFundMe started. I mean, it was a touchy subject and a depressing subject for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we can't let Phil go. I anywhere. guarantee you we could get... I bet you we get twenty or thirty grand from our listeners we for Phil. Could. We probably Seriously. could. He's so good, man. Right. People, people love the guy. We need Phil. Um, all right, let's before we come up with uh, Chase Sexton. Who I mean, I'm I'm excited to talk to Chase Sexton. Let's go to Nash. Nash. Oh, gentlemen. What's up, Nash? How's it going? Good, so, Nash. I was, uh, it's all good. I was hoping to get on with Phil. Oh, sorry. Uh, each. But hey. you know what? You don't get everything in life that you want. I learned that a long time ago. Interesting. But. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but, speaking of that, Weege, do you need me to go down to the raceway and get the flagger stand, the checkered flagging stand, disassemble it, number the lumber, and then I can rebuild it at your, your father's house, or I can have it shipped down to Charlotte? What would you like? Uh, yeah, you'd have to ship it to me. Uh, uh, my dad's not much for uh, nostalgia. He's not much mm-hmm. for anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm. Like, not much for a- anything at all. He has no interest or hobbies besides okay. television. Uh, but uh, you'll be glad to know. Uh, English Town Raceway Park has announced that they will no longer have drag racing, which is really mm. the heart and mm-hmm. soul of that business as far as I knew. So that's a big announcement. Wow. They will no longer have drag racing. Uh, mm-hmm. And one Rich Trevelisse, the voice yes. of English Town and the yes. Operator of the motocross facility reached out to me and said he'd like to do an interview to explain the motocross side. So just for you, Nash, and the few interested parties in New Jersey, we will get to the bottom of this. I, motocross is safe. Wow, yeah. fantastic! Sometimes you gotta you gotta let it simmer. You gotta let a uh, uh, raceway park is destined to have uh, you know it's, the tower itself's got a lot of weeds. You ever been in the tower? Of course you have. You flagged. No, you no, flaggers weren't allowed up there. Never but, went into that tower. Actually, one time, time I did. Is not- 
I, one time, I had listened to Supercross Live. I knew who won the Minneapolis Supercross. Mm-hmm. Rich Trevelis, I'm yellow flagging, says, if anyone knows who won the Supercross last night, let us know. And I ran up there. Oh, you, and you were sprinting across. I sprinted across. You left I your post? One. I left my, well, it was in between. Oh, okay. The only reason okay. I hear okay. the announcer, no one was right. riding. Okay. I run up there. I tell him who won. And he's like, oh, and what? He looks at me, and then he looks at my hands, and he sees that I'm carrying a yellow flag. Mm-hmm. And the look of just... You gotta go. You gotta like, go. the conversation ended. <laughs> oh, and... It, uh, 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 this conversation next. must end. <laughs> Who's next? A flagger got in well, the tower. Get him out of here. Yeah. Weege, when you go in for that interview, maybe you can bargain for a little of that memorabilia because you know they're going to be throwing it away. And it's free for you. Come on. A flag itself would be really cool. Yeah. I Consider it done. I, I will make it my mission. Yeah, get me a flag. I will make it my mission. Thank you, Nash. Uh, where did you flag on the track? Well, I eventually of- got to the uh, elevator, the big hill jump. Ultimate thing. was uh, gone. Ultimate was gone by then. Well, they rotated a lot. Oh. Ultimate was a ultimate is like a LeBron James who can guard all five positions yeah, on the court. Right. Ultimate could handle yeah, every yeah, every yeah. jump and turn. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Weege, Weege, tell Steve the one time I texted you, a kid that was in my office. Ultimate son. Yes. What? Ended up crossing paths with Nash. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was He's a- real. Ultimate, the kid that goes to my school, Steve, and he was in my office. I'm like, like a guidance counselor. Is Ultimate still alive? Yeah, his father's still alive, yeah. Still, and, uh, still flagging. The kid was telling me, he's like, yeah, my English town, you race dirt bikes? And I said, yeah, you know, I had a little bit here and yeah. there. And he's like, my dad was real. My dad, I said, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, he's what? like, yeah, it's kind of funny. They call my dad Ultimate. Oh, what? <laughs> he volunteered it? <laughs> oh, yeah. His son knew. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, my dad worked in English town for a long time. His name was and Ultimate. All of a sudden, uh-huh. it was Ultimate. Wow. All right, let's let's get to the real meat and potatoes. I want to know the ins and the outs of the Pulp and Mex sticker deal with Phil. How is that negotiation? Can't, can't, can't say because there could be other athletes listening to this. I don't want to give away the terms because I could get other guys cheaper. Weed, you could appreciate that. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? That's I don't really want to say what I paid. There was Weed, you were in on the group text when mm. I was negotiating it. Yeah. Mm. The bonus for the TV program. Phil was not mm-hmm. happy with any of the no. negotiation process. No, he wasn't. He was very upset the entire he, yeah, time. But he did take the money. Um, so, yeah. Well, the money's green, I'm sure, and Phil likes that as well as Weege does. Yeah. Uh, yep. The best thing, thing The we're... best thing was I told him I was going to 1099 him, and I thought he was going to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> final thing, somehow could you incorporate a Chick-fil-A eating contest into your next preview video segment? We don't like Chick-fil-A. We don't you do and, that now. You and Ping. You and Pink, come on. That'd be good. We can we can do something, but not Chick-fil-A, because I, I hate that. I don't think Pink um, would do it either. I mean, you see how cut Pink, and Pink yeah. is these he's days? Ripped. There's no way. Hey, Look at his arms. Uh, it's ridiculous. Oh, he's, he's, he, Pink should, uh, next next video of Pink should, alt, for sure, rub his arms in, like, coconut butter. Oil himself yeah, up. Like, like, in, like in Predator or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Just like, do that. Like the rock in uh, Fast and Furious. Um, hey, <laughs> Nash. Arms are basting. Nash, you like Ron Lachine, right? Oh, I love the dogger. Love him. Do you want a Maxima USA oil kit, the T-shirt? I would be honored. That, I would be honored to receive such a gift. Would you not, right? Because Ron Lachine, bro. I talked to Ronnie today, dude, actually. Dude, I was I was a lunatic like you guys when when I was young. I can remember Ron Lachine on the cover of Dirt Bike '86, winning Supercrosses and just being duty. So well, actually, '86, he never won a thing. That was his first well, year on Cowie. On first year on, on Cowie, struggled a little bit. '87, '88 were good. Oh yeah, and '85. Yeah. Hey. All right. Hey, so listen, uh, Maxima Racing Oil is it created for world-class racers like Nash who challenge yeah. the limits of possibility. Nash's yeah. demands on equipment drives Maxima to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. 
Kawasaki, yeah. Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husky, MaximaUSA.com. Experience the difference. I love these guys. Uh, please check out their, whether it's their filter oil that rules or their SC1, which was often called Mathis in a can at Yamaha because <laughs> I would just spray the shit on my bike and it would look brand new. Oh, I thought because it was like greasy or shiny uh, or something. No, because it oh, made okay. your bikes look shiny. <laughs> All right. So Gothic J no, called I'll it tell you what, Mathis put, in a can. I'll, put, I'll have my kid put it through the paces. She's tough on equipment, and uh, I'll get back to you. Maxima is you voted year after year as the number one aftermarket oil in American power sports, Nash. Well, hey, I'm, sincerely, I'm thankful and appreciative of all the Pulp MX does, and uh, I, I fully enjoy the the Pulp MX Fantasy League. Never played uh, the Fantasy Motocross thing before, but mm-hmm. it's so well engineered. How could you not watch? Oh. Weech, Weech, how are you not playing this? Of course Steve would comp you a... Entry. Oh, it's free to play. It's free to play. But no, but he's got to get it on the thirty-five dollar deal. Nash uh, or uh, Marks. Nash just said the Pulp and MX Fantasy side is well engineered. It's very good. All right, so Nash, we got to go because Sexton's on that's the line. A, that's a that's but chuckle worthy. Stay on hold, Nash, because uh, guy in the corner there will get your information. You win a uh, Maxima USA oils kit. All right. In all seriousness, thank you, Weege, Steve, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. All right, Ash. Nash, everybody. Regular caller. All right, next up on the show, uh, this kid here, this this man, this machine. The man child. The man, man child, child. Yes. Has been uh, getting better and better each and every week with for the Geico Honda team. This week leading, leading most of the third main event, uh, ending up on the uh, great ride in Houston. And we're happy and pleased, I think for the first time. Chase Sexton, what's up? How are you, man? How's it going, guys? Have you ever been on the show before? No, I think this is the first time. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, You're officially yeah, a pro. You. Mathis hates amateurs. I do. So you yeah, cannot get on the I show until you're real. Oh, you can tell. <laughs> I can tell. You know who I do like, though, is, damn, that Mumford kid. I don't know if that Mumford kid is cool, but at the Monster Cup, he called me over and asked me about the show and said he listens. And, you know, I'm like, ah. Like, so Mumford's one of my good guys. I like Mumford. Uh, you, okay. you like anybody that, like, that listens to your show. Right. I mean, you flatter me with compliments. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I'm in. Everything. Yeah. Hey, let's put it this way. Ryan Dungey, Wheaties Box, which I see in the corner of the office right now, yeah. ESPN Sports Center, Target, all these great things. Dunge wasn't on pulp a lot. That's pretty much where Mathis draws the line. It's basically, you're great for the sport if you do pulp a lot. Everything else doesn't You don't count. have to do pulp a lot, but can you give me the dignity of a response? Is that the problem? Well, those, yes, I think the so. The no response. I think so. Okay. I just, hey, I'm busy. Hey, another time. Hey. Just that, that response. Let it be known now officially, Chase Sexton is good for the sport. Oh, yes. He's absolutely. now appeared on Pulp. Absolutely. Yeah. Chase, you're in the good. Um, hey, Maybe Chase. Maybe I'll be like, no. Let's, yes. let's, let, enough of this. Let's talk about you. Um, good race in Anaheim, too. Uh, and a, a, probably a better race in Houston, though, right? I mean, you got to be stoked on that Houston ride. You were on fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Houston was good. Um, it was kind of a typical race for me, though. I mean, kind of coming from behind and um to make some passes so for anaheim too it was different getting the whole shot and actually leading laps so <laughs> right. I think that's like i honestly think that's the first whole shot i've gotten in probably two years in amateurs and pro i mean pro obviously so i haven't gotten a whole shot so yeah yeah it's probably the first whole shot i've gotten in two years so i've gotten two of them now so that's a good. good that's a good point because it seems like every interview i, I talk to you at you're like yeah i just needed a better start need a better start need a better start right yeah, um, well, I got him now. Yeah, or hey. I had him last weekend. We don't know. It could be different coming this week. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> hey, how uh, how close was that tough box incident in the, in the third main? Did you uh, your heart rate spiked a little bit there? Oh, 
Oh, you mean like when I clipped it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know I clipped it. Honestly. Oh, I was kind of okay. I I made that mistake and I kind of checked up a little bit because I knew they weren't going to be able to pass me there. So mm-hmm. I, didn't, I kind of wanted to bump bunch it up a little bit. But, yep. Um, I didn't know I had a tough lock. Everyone was saying that it kind of caused carnage behind me. But yeah, I had no idea. It did. Yeah, I thought maybe you'd seen it and be like, oh shit, right by your because it's right by your foot peg area, right back tire foot peg area. Yeah. Why? Well, I actually hit that pole on the inside in practice. Oh. So I tried to jump across the inside of that little thing. I didn't know there was a pole there, and I hit it with my shoulder. <laughs> so really? I tried, to stay away. I tried to stay away from that thing. At one time, that pole was painted. Blue? Yeah, that, that's what they were saying. They said they were saying at the shop said that I should have complained, but yeah. I guess it was kind of my fault. I tried to jump across the track. So. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, 702-586-Pulp, you got a question for Geico Honda's Chase Sexton. Uh, so you're out front in that third main, and uh, you're looking good. Everything else, uh, I mean, you know, were you thinking, hey, I can win this thing, I got it. Uh, did you tighten up a little bit? Or like you said, you made that mistake, and then mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of, you kind of lost your momentum from there? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't really having the greatest night. I think I fell like, I don't know, five or six times the whole yeah. day. So I was, I was, I wasn't really comfortable, and the track was um, pretty marbly, so I was trying to find, like, the bike set up a little bit, and um, I changed the front tire and my forks for the last main to see if it would help, and it did. But, um, yeah, I I was honestly just trying to lead as many laps as I could because I was kind of off the pace a little bit in the first two mains, but um, my pace was really good in the last main. They weren't really catch me a whole lot and mm-hmm. I made that mistake and they were right on me so I was kind of trying to guard my inside so I guess you could say I got tight but yeah. um no I was feeling good in the third minute it was nice to lead I mean I looked at the last I led 12 out of 15 laps so, yeah I mean I got three more laps to go yeah I, um it was it's so tough you fall in that first main and it's like dude on a track like that how in the hell are you gonna make up any time right like what are you gonna do yeah. right the best the best I could get was 15th I was taught <laughs> <laughs> that that was the main you didn't need to fall on, and I, of course I fell. But right. um, yeah, it, it was it was tough. It's pretty much. A, I mean, it was a heat race, so mm-hmm. um, I think it was it was pretty carnage though. Like that first that first um, that first main in the like, the first couple of corners was carnage. Everyone was just kind of sending it, and I think the four fifty guys said the same thing. It was pretty uh, chaos with just six minutes, and everyone was trying to go as fast as possible. Yep. Hey, we had Phil Nicoletti on the show right before you. I asked him the same thing. What was your schedule between the races? How much time did you have, and what were you able to do with the time that you did have? Um, well, the first couple of mains, I was kind of, I was just pretty mad in between both of them. So I was just, um, I don't know. I just kind of watched the 450 race and just kind of hung out. I mean, I was, I wasn't too happy between them, so. Um, I didn't have too much time to do anything else. But yeah, I mean, I just kind of sat around and waited for the next main. It wasn't too long of a way between um which was better for me because i have a tendency to my first couple laps aren't very good so i think uh it helped with that but yeah um it didn't really bother me i liked um that it was shorter and i think um it showed some people got tired in the last pain so it was nice for that to um show some fitness at least yeah yeah we've heard off the bike we yeah, inch. what's up with these? The, the, the training tales, the and I heard stories, the same thing the about uh, Cameron McAdoo, your, your teammate who race in the East. Both of you guys, I hear these stories that you're out there like Rocky Balboa, like just ripping trees out of the ground with your hand, training in Siberia. <laughs> what is up? Where? Why are these training stories happening? Are you into this? Are you like Magnus I mean, von yeah, Magnuson? I, I, I really do enjoy training, and um, I think um, I'm, I've been training since I was 15, so I've got a little bit based under me but mm-hmm. i feel like i'm pretty strong like on most of the things i do but um i just 
I like to go above and beyond kind of what I'm supposed to do. So I guess that's maybe why I'm strong. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I uh, train with Christian and those guys, and it's just, I mean, everyone saw a high Christian's heart rate this weekend. I think it was pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, it was. I love training, and I think it's fun. So I, maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. yeah there's a lot, of, a lot of buzz about Sexton's training out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess I, I haven't really heard it. But, right. yeah, I mean, I, I talk to Jamar a lot, and he's kind of the same way, but yeah. he kind of makes fun of me a little bit. So. Oh, jeez. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> Are you speaking hey, to, like, Jamar and Bill made up yet? Um, not really. They got hammered at Amart's wedding and, um, they, uh, I guess Phil said you did good or something. Um, but that was about it. They haven't really made up yet. No, but, but it's not as icy as it once was. I still don't understand what happened between those two. I don't, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you if I see you. I'll tell you this. If I see you this weekend, I'll, it's a stupid story. (laughs) It's a stupid story that Phil should not be mad about. Absolutely. But it's Uh Phil. So, um, Hey, Phil did good this weekend, though. Phil was steady. Phil was steady. steady. There wasn't any yeah. flashes of crashing or throat slit gestures. I was disappointed. You know, or <laughs> anything like that. He he actually, yeah, kept it together pretty much. Uh, so, yep. um, by the way, congratulations on the uh, Best Dressed Award from Chris Kiefer for, uh, for A2. Not that it really matters. We all care about Lit Kit, but he really liked it. I I didn't even know that actually. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He, I just got told that by my mechanic. So oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Yep. Um. Hey. So uh, living with you were living with the Craigs for a while, right? Um. Yeah. When I was in, I think it was 2015. When I was still on Yamaha. I lived with them in Minnesota when I was uh, up there training, yeah. and I lived with uh, Jeff, the owner of the Geico team, too. Oh, okay. And uh, so, how was that? Did you like it? Did you Did you enjoy? Um, getting the, yeah, the, I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Christian obviously helped me a lot, and I think everyone knows his riding style was pretty amazing. But yeah, I mean, they helped me a lot, and um, it was awesome just being up in Minnesota. I love it up there, and um, being with Jeff, the team owner, he's super cool, and mm-hmm. they kind of took me in. And I was, I mean, I was there for probably a year. Or so, like, on and off. I mean, I lived in Illinois, so it was only yep. a six-hour drive from my house to their house. So, oh, cool. yeah, it was cool um, being with them. And just um, pretty much all summer of that 15 season, it was me up in Minnesota training and riding with Christian. And we definitely uh, had our ups and downs. We uh, Sometimes I'd stay at Jeff. Well, I kind of stayed at Jeff's house at the end of the at the, end of the time because <laughs> me and Christian would have problems in practice, and we wouldn't uh, – yeah, on talking terms for a couple of days. No way, really, huh? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, me and me, me and Christian definitely went after the, had a couple. Not like fighting, but yeah, we yeah. Definitely had some. Uh, oh, I love it. Rougher time. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, there you are. Yeah. Did you stay with him in California too? No. Um, okay. Actually, I stayed with my mechanic Adam. Yeah, but no. Uh, we uh, we definitely butt heads sometimes. Oh boy, that's awesome. Um, okay, so you're not you're still you're not a rookie anymore. Um, you know you've got a lot of races under your belt. This is your rookie Supercross season, I guess. But what's the one thing about being a pro that surprised you a little bit? Is there anything that surprised you? I mean, we've been waiting for you and hearing for you, and unfortunately, you had some injuries. You know, um, that held you back a little bit. But you know, basically, as you're a pro now, what's the one thing that's kind of surprised you, if anything? Um, probably the intensity on the first couple of laps, um, in the amateur races, I would kind of just, you know, get a mediocre start and come from behind. And it was, that's how it kind of went all the time. But in the pros, you can't do that unless you're three seconds faster a lap at the end of the race, which I'm not. So 
Um, it's just you got to get a good start, and it's pretty much that's what it comes down to and being in have that first couple laps of sprinting. And, yeah, that's probably the most surprising thing. I mean, everything else I kind of expected. But, um, yeah, especially in Supercross, it's all about the first, I don't know, five laps. So uh-huh. um, that's what I'm working on right now, and um, I think that's my weakness. So, yeah, that's probably the most surprising thing I've uh, figured out. Now, uh, you – we're lucky enough to be able to hang out with Christian Craig even when you were an amateur, so that's cool. Are you also part of the cool posse? Like, you ride with Roxanne and AC and, and that. Were you mixed in with that group sometimes, too? Um, yeah, because Ken and Adam um, live in Florida. We all live, like, within three minutes of each other. So when I'm in Florida, that's pretty much I ride with those guys every day. And we all kind of do – all five of us kind of do the same program, if you want to call it. So, um, so who's the other guys? Practice, Is that yeah, Craig and Seely? Yeah, so, and Seely, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. you. And then, so, like, when I'm in California, me and Ken, if we're at the track together, we usually do, like, our motos and stuff together. And, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I like hanging out with all of them. And it, I, try, <laughs> I try to be uh, friends with everybody, so I don't like to have that kind of um, yeah. drama. No. Well, Phil, if, yeah. you get, if you get in Phil's way, he's going to give you a throat slit gesture or the finger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like um, I don't know. I don't know Phil, but no. he, he seems like he's nice. Nah, AC didn't know him either, and AC was also wondering about him. Like, what's up with Phil? I'm like, oh, just wait. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wonder about him too. I don't know what to think about him. <laughs> he's a loose cannon. It, um, it's just a matter of. Uh... It's not if, it's when. It's when. Something's going to happen. God uh, bless. Uh, all right, let's get to the phone calls here. Uh, Adam, uh, thanks for calling. What's your question for Chase Sexton? Uh, hey, guys. Um, Chase, I don't know if you remember, there's a track up in uh, kind of western Michigan area, Martin, MX. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you remember um, riding there? I think you did a shoot with Verb Moto. Yeah, 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 I do. Um, can you just kind of like, because that's my local track. I'm about 20 minutes north of there. Can you kind of explain like the difference between a track like that and what you guys uh what you guys like train and practice on? How was this track? Uh, uh actually that track was really fun. It's um it's got really good dirt and it's really rutted. I honestly that for a training track would be perfect for outdoors and stuff like that. It was, I it got rough the day I was there and um honestly that's all you can ask for for a practice track. I mean, I ride at the nest uh with Ken and Adam and it's sand. So um, I honestly prefer ruts, but, um, yeah, that would be a perfect train track for me for outdoors. All right. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Did, okay. Well, hold on a second. You would ride up in Mich- Western Michigan? Yeah. I mean, I was, um, I'm from Illinois, so yeah. I grew up racing Redbud, like that track is well, my favorite is- track. So I, um, yeah, I rode. Pretty much, I split time between like racing in Illinois and Michigan. That's pretty much where I spent oh. most of my racing days. And yeah, I one of my goals this year, I w- I want to race the nation so bad. Oh, it's that red bud. Yeah, um, that's I a good goal. Some fire for the outdoor chase for the uh, outdoor season. Uh, I used to I worked for a guy named from Ludington, Kelly Smith. He lived in Ludington, Michigan, on yeah, the west yeah. side. Yeah, and, he was the arena cross racer too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. and so I lived there, and we used to ride these dunes up there, and a couple of. What was it Log Road was out there? I think Log Road too. Yeah, Log stuff. Road. I raced there a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, when you were a little kid, who, what what racers did you like, or what did you watch on TV? Which guys did you follow? What era was your favorite? What uh, when you watched Supercross, Motocross? I'm going to make myself feel real old right here, but 
Um, well, I guess uh, when I was really little, mm-hmm. that was when Ricky was kind of in his prime and yep. he was winning all the time. So obviously I liked him. And then um, uh, later, like when I was probably like eight or nine, I really started liking Chad Reed. And I remember, no, I think it was actually, this was when I was really little. I went to Indy Supercross and Chad ended up beating, I'm not sure which year it was. It was, Chad was on Yamaha's and Ricky was on Suzuki's, but Chad beat Ricky, and I remember I threw the biggest hit. I was crying and, like, throwing. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I was, like, it ruined my night. Yeah. And then, um, actually, after that, I started, like, liking Chad a lot. And I still, to this day, he's probably one of my favorite riders. And, um, yeah, he, I mean, his riding style. So yeah. that's pretty much the era I grew right, up right. in. So and, now you're walk- last week I- and now you're walking the track with Chad every day. Yeah, and then last week I got to ride his track and check out his place, which is awesome. It was a dream come true to ride at his place for sure. Oh, you did? Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yep. Don't worry. When my riders got beat by Chad all the time, I used to throw the biggest fits also. So don't Cry. worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Cry and I'm, freak out. With Tim Ferry on your list also. Yeah, Tim Ferry at all. Any Tim Ferry? Um, when I was um, growing, or when I was like little, he was on. I think he was he was pretty much at his end of his career. He was on Cowies. Yeah. Which he was. Yeah. I mean, he was good and stuff. But at that point, I was a Chad Reed fan. But I mean, yeah, I liked Timmy a lot. So yeah. His Cowie years were know, his best. I didn't know him when he was racing. I know him a little more now. Please, please. His Cowie oh, years were his shut best. Shut up, years. Cowie years. Shut were his up. Best Yamaha was. Years. Years. All right. Let's go to uh, Nathan. Nathan, you there? Nathan, yeah. what's up? Hello? Hey, this ain't Nate. This is Jason. I was with uh, Chase earlier today, just calling in to want to say thanks. Because Chase gave us a full tour of the uh, Geico shop oh. and everything, and, and it was just awesome hanging out with him. I'm a friend of his from back home. Oh, Illinois, cool. And huh. I came out for the Supercross. And can I tell this story real quick? Sure, go so ahead. There was no one. Yeah. All, all the, all the um, team guys weren't around, you know, and Chase is giving us a tour. And I'm like, oh, is there one out to lunch? He's like, oh, yeah, they're up at a meeting. Yep. So then we uh, go upstairs and we walk by the office, and there's Dan Bentley holding court with everyone. I'm like, Chase, we need you in here. And he's like, yeah, I'll be in there in a minute. And he's giving us the tour still. And then they're like, okay, we need you for a couple seconds. So, Oh, boy. But yeah, well, I, I like that. You're a tour guide, yeah. Chase. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I just want to say thanks, Chase. And uh, just Oh, yeah, next, you're welcome. Week, That's awesome. Yeah, le- this week he's going to lead the whole main. That's what I got. Uh, we were talking about it on our podcast today. We think we think that's coming for sure. So thanks for the call, man. All right, man. Take Appreciate it. Ah, Chase Sexton, Thank tour, you. tour guide. Yeah. Um. Yep i i gave him I gave him a tour this uh, today of the shop. He's from Illinois. He's like one of my dad's um, friends. He's a vet racer. Dude, in 1988, I had to race Loretta's qualifier in Byron, Illinois. Back in the day. Yep, that's my that's one of my home tracks too. I oh, live like thirty minutes from there. So it's still there, it's still around. It's got a had a big hill. Did I have a big hill in the center out of the track or something? It was like sawdust yep. and Well, it's it's not there anymore, but yeah, oh. I used to go up there on my but that was they took that out. I was on fifty juniors. Uh, okay. So nineteen eighty eight nineteen eighty eight you weren't you weren't you wasn't really, really around then? No, I was, <laughs> I was I was still eleven years from being born at Oh, wow. I'm going to go shoot myself right now during this commercial break. Uh, next go, Reed, what's up? Thanks for uh, – this isn't Chad Reed, I don't think. Chad Reed, uh, call in the uh, – Reed, call in the public show. What's up? How's it going, man? What's happening? What's your question for Chase? Hey, uh, congratulations on uh, Anaheim, too. I'm from the Iowa area, and we do a lot of racing out at Walnut. I was just seeing if you had any plans of coming back out this summer or anything. Any plans to come out back to Illinois, Chase? Oh, yeah. that That's tra- I live – so like that's my home. I've lived, I rode there since I was I don't know five years old. I 
live like 20 minutes from there. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I was just there at the end of outdoors. Uh, I raced a pro-am there. But, yeah, they um, that's like my home home track. I, I like to believe that if anyone came there, I feel like I could beat them there. <laughs> I know that I've, I've done so many laps on that track. But, yeah, um, I'd love to come back out there after this year for sure. Well, let's, uh, let's call Chad. We'll get Reed to go up, and Chase can race Chad Reed <laughs> on his home track. Ugh. Hey, you can talk. You can ask Christian about. He came there. We didn't race. I was, yeah. in, I was in B class, but right. just ask him who was who was faster at that track. Well, you can take out your your Indianapolis Chad Reed anger, uh, beating Ricky right there, <laughs> right then. Yep. yep. Exactly. Uh, hey, Reed. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. No problem. Thank you, Chase Exton. Everybody on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. I was another when uh, he was faster than Christian Craig in the B class. Another gonna have to go stay at my shack's house. Right, another right. Yeah. budding. No, heads. that, that he, he doesn't get like too mad about that. He's pretty. Uh, it, I don't know. We just we butt heads about just random stuff. More like now, yeah, now on the dirt bike. But there, there was this this one one time we were practicing, and Christian happened to fall at the beginning of the thirty minute moto, and he he was behind me, and the track was kind of muddy. Um, and I was kind of like splashing him. And he couldn't pass me. He couldn't pass me. And we were like dropping our lap times, like every lap. And he he uh, cut across the inside of this corner and just full on cleaned my front wheel out. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna be happy about me telling the story, but he, oh wow, uh, wow, <laughs> yeah. This was this was some of our. Well, this was the only time he actually got mad at the track. And man, after that, I was I was fired up. I I don't think I talked to him for probably three days. But I mean, we obviously made up and. It didn't really matter. So we ever we make up every time we get mad at each other. <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah, it's really good. This it's is really, good really, stuff. Especially like if we're, out, if we're watching the press box and you and him are going at it. Well, a little bit in Houston, we can be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You well, they, you've been around each other on the track yeah. quite a bit this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This weekend, I could see him the whole time because we were in bright red gear. So I couldn't see Zavashi, but I could see him every lap. And, uh, and did you see an out of control Adam Cincerillo at the same time? No, I did not. I huh. did not see Adam. I he, I didn't even know he was behind me. When Savashi passed me, I was like, all right, well, I, all right. I should have second place here. And then I see Adam. And I'm oh, like, oh, boy. He was, he was going balls out because he finally remembered where he was. That was oh. my theory. Oh, that was my theory. He, oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that cra- we have that video on him Dude. crashing in practice, and it was – one of the best, or one of the better crashes. Oh. I mean, not better, but worst crashes I've seen. Oh, dude, it was bad. And props for him for racing, for sure. Um, by the way, speaking of yeah. that, I, I got a text from a guy named Adam, number 92. Mm. He wants to know when Chase and his chick are moving in together. Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay. Adam, Adam Cincerillo yeah, coming I don't in. Even, I don't even want to hear from him because he um, went, because I had a girl for, I started dating this girl, and um, he, ever, all, ever since then, he just will not stop talking about it. I don't know what his, his thing is. <laughs> wow. Wow. You can, hey, you can ask Adam whenever he beats me on a golf course. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, we got a chick rivalry going. I like it. That's the intrigue. Uh, hey, Chase, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, great yep, rides no lately. Problem. Yeah, great rides lately. You've been killing it. And uh, uh, I think it'll be soon when uh, you can finish the job and leave more than just 12. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, get sure. the hang of it. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Chase Sexton uh, on the show.
virgin experience experience on never the, uh, forget on the your first. He'll never, never forget, forget it first. Yep. Uh, so yeah, no, thanks for uh, Chase for coming on. I really appreciate it, and uh, I think he'll be good, man. Uh, he looks. Hey, you know, in, in the Nationals last summer, late in the motos, dude, he was on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting that he says that the f- beginning of the race is a bit of a struggle. Yeah. But uh, combined with the Rambo-like training that I heard about, he probably doesn't know who Rambo is. No. It's probably no, a completely no, no. worthless right. uh, reference. Uh, I guess you combine the Rambo training with the getting faster late in the yeah. race. Yeah. going to be a tough customer. The, the, the thing on Chase is he actually really did. Stay in Illinois. He didn't just become MTF, GPF, yeah. Club yeah. MX, one of those yeah. guys. So the theory is that, you know, not burned out, fresh. Yeah. And now that he's getting yeah. a shot and getting the yeah. ride full time, the ceiling is going to be much higher. All right. That's Dark side, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good, man. First of all, Weed, you'll watch Rambo, but you won't watch Star Wars. What? A military guy? Using yeah. guns? No, in the Dark Side. Uh, on the whole army by himself? Dark Side, I mean, Rambo could happen. Like, it's not that crazy. You can't have a badass dude that's like ex-military or whatever that's got like a special set of skills. That sounds as realistic as realistic gets. But wrestling is also 100% fine. No problem with wrestling either. Hey, speaking of, you know, because of plane flights and all that, we had to schedule this show way in advance. Little did I know that it would fall on the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, which I was unable to watch tonight. But I can tell you, Chase Sexton is a little too young for this. But I remember watching... The first episode of Monday Night Raw 25 years ago. I'm very upset that I didn't get to wow. watch the anniversary. Wow, yeah, no, we so should have planned this better. Sacrificed it for Paul. You know, you know who is uh, watching? Jericho. Oh, Derek Rankin yeah. watching for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got me beat. Right, right. I know you want to do a podcast with me and him. This is Bloss's mechanic. He will smoke me. Uh, what's up, Dark Side? All right, so I got two quick things. I know you guys talked about the uh, everybody complaining about the commercials and the, the timing between races. But during the race, I noticed, like, first the first 250 moto, I missed the whole last lap because they went to commercials. Then they never replayed the Barsha off-track excursion. They never replayed Baggett clicking the tough block. They seemed like they were just off all night long. You guys notice any of that? Hear any of that? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched the show yet. Somebody said that Fro didn't know why Kenny was wearing shift or why he changed to Fox or something. Somebody said Fro was yeah. very confused, but yet he works for Shift and Fox. So that one, I wonder how he could really get that one, you know? So just seemed like the TV package was off all night. Like they maybe they just weren't quite prepared either. But uh, hey, my other thing is Weege. Okay, so the race is over. You're starving. You got two choices. You can go eat a really good meal and spend a little extra, or eat something crappy, really cheap. What do you pick? You even need to ask I this mean, question, Dark Side. Dark Side, that's the dumbest you question ever. Ask this question. So you will sacrifice quality for a couple bucks. Uh, that's pretty much if I could wear a butt patch on my jeans right now. That's yeah. I think what it would say. Willing to sacrifice <laughs> quality to save a couple of bucks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is absolutely. That is absolutely it. But, but I figured out an even better way. Saturday night after the race, just don't eat anything. Nothing. Yes, I had. I, I drove back to my buddy who lives in Los Angeles. We drove back from Anaheim. It's like a forty-five minute drive, and he's like, "You want to get something to eat?" And I'm like, mm, "No, no, nope, That's it. no, I'm good." Yeah, 
right. I was hoping you'd go quality, at least for food. Yeah, no, no, not at all. What no. about and that's uh, where after Phil... Houston? Did, did, would that count, Mathis? No, the 24 hour not. Mexican joint no, didn't count? No, not okay. at all. All right. Uh, thanks, Darkside. I appreciate it, man. Yep. Thank See you. Yes. Appreciate it. I might add that I have a company credit card. <laughs> you do. It's ridiculous. It's so, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Nick, what's going on? You got a question for Jason Wygant? Hey, what's going on, boys? What's hey, up? Hey, Nick. Hey, Weege, uh, I hear you may or may not have hooked up a Kawasaki superfan at A1. A Kawasaki superfan? Yeah, he uh, ran into you down in the pits and uh, heard you may have uh, hooked him up. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into detail, but uh, mm. I heard uh, he got a pretty cool experience hanging out with you. I'm trying to think of what this is. I don't know how much you can hint, but I'm trying to think of what the uh, a Kawasaki super fan. I mean, I remember being over a Kawasaki and coming on over and saying hi to a fan on the other side of the the the, the tent. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I think so. He may or may not have had credentials on him. This is a Kawasaki <laughs> guy who had credentials. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, he's, yeah. Anyways, he sent me photos of you and uh, got a cool little experience just hanging out with you. So uh, yeah, if that's what you're talking about, I do remember. Um, I was over at the Kawasaki truck, and then I, uh, you know, went over and talked to some fans on the outside. So I do remember that. Is that what we're talking right, about? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. cool. And uh, I, you know, what's funny about all those interactions with the fans and Steve? I'm sure it's the same thing for you. Uh, it's these podcasts, man. That's what everybody compliments. I tell my wife all the time, she's so mad that I have to come home from a race and do Steve's dumb podcast. Steve is relentless on JT and I on Sunday. Relentless. But oh boy. the fans demand it. Nothing I do on television and nothing I do for Racer X, it means nothing to the fans of the races. It is always the podcast. All the yeah, compliments come from the podcast. It's, it's awesome to have it, man. I it's have awesome. to do it. for. It's practically, I should be able to write it off. It's practically for charity. Yeah. The fans, I'm doing it for them. There you yeah. go. Uh, thanks, Nick. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, real quick, on the scale of 1 to 10, how much, is it, how much of a smoke show is GL? Uh, believe it or not, he was on yeah. point today. Like, I've never seen him before. We were voicing over the Geneva Supercross this morning, Langston and I. Phenomenal. The... 250 class is all French guys who you've virtually never heard of. He was nailing the pronunciation of names. It was incredible. <laughs> it's just how, He can't even do that at a national. He's like Will Ferrell in uh, old school when he had the debate, when he had to go up to yeah, the debate. Suddenly he just, just got it. Yeah, just got yes. it. Uh, how, about the other, how about the other GL, Georgia Lindsay? She was, uh, she was actually in Geneva. She was our pit reporter, so the gang was back together. So would she throw it to you in that she know that you were doing the voiceover and say back to you, Grant or Jason? I think it was a lot of guys. Oh, guys, yeah. 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 I think she right. pretty much knew, but probably not worth right, the risk. Right. All right. Thanks, uh, Thanks, nice. Nick. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. Smoke show was the first question, not about GL, but about like, Georgia. But it's all right. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I thought he misunderstood. When I hear GL, I think Langston, yeah, no, not I Lindsay. I and I was like, I know smoke show is a right. term for being hot, but, yeah. but Langston... I think you could figure out some other sure. smoke show <laughs> type experiences. Uh, Brian, what's up, man? You want to talk about the format and how it was confusing? Yeah, how's it going, Mathis and Weege? How you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Hey, uh, you know what? There's a couple of things that, uh, you know, big fan of Supercross, Motocross, and uh, this time we actually, uh, my son got bumped from the race, and we brought my wife in and let her be the uh, unbiased judge of what she thought of the race. And so okay. as she was watching it, she just kept asking, who's winning? Who's winning? And I guess with the looking back on the TV, you know, the viewers on the TV had a better understand what was going on. But as far as being in the stands and not being able to hear, you know, any of the announcements, 
really didn't know what was going on during the race. So that was a real big, you know, drawback to, you know, the new uh, Triple Crown that, you know, really didn't appreciate too much. And then uh, the other thing was that, I mean, even at the end of the race, it seemed like they had to go and tell Eli, hey, you just won this thing, you know. He didn't even seem like he knew. I am surprised we haven't heard this complaint more. The television commercials have dominated the discussion. But for sure, knowing how we go from a one main event format in Supercross to a two-moto format in outdoors, that is one of the age-old debates of the sport. It's too, The guy that I just saw win didn't yeah, win. didn't win. So yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that we didn't hear that more. This is like the first complaint, but that is a completely logical complaint, which you've heard for years, even with the two-moto yeah, format. Yeah, talking to one of the guys at Feld, they said uh, for the next Triple Crown, there's are going to be a dedicated scoreboard with the moving overall points during the race. Okay. Now, yeah. that sounds good. And it, yeah. There was also a couple other things we were looking at, listening and talking about. It's during the race, you know, with – all the points being equal, you know, there's, there's no incentive as the program goes. And what if they skew the point system so that, let's say, the first race, you know, you get more points for first place, so that way the end race is still, you know, the, the race that can better determine who the winner would be. Well, I think you already nailed it with the it's confusing. So let's not make it even worse. Let's not make it even worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. I'm yeah. with you. Um, um, the scoreboard thing that you mentioned, Steve, I've suggested that, and we've done it actually quite a bit uh, in the Nationals. In other sports, they have a scoreboard on the screen the whole time. No one has ever said in a football game, wait, this team just scored a touchdown. How are they still behind? Yeah, huh? Well, because well, yeah. see the score on the screen? So we've done that more um, with the Nationals and I, I, the technology obviously exists. It just needs to stay on the screen the whole time, both in the stadium and on television. That would help a lot. Good deal. Uh, hey, Matt, yeah. one other thing. I know you're big on Terry and his Yamaha years. I have to say, being there personally in 2007, I think his biggest thing he ever did was doing what he needed to do so we could take the trophy home during the, DNA, the motocross the nations. You're goddamn right. He saved the country. Stu fell, couldn't start his bike. And one man, one man came through the pack to secure the, the Chamberlain Trophy. Was it Mike Williamson tuned? Or who was his mechanic that day? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Mike Williamson uh, tuned. That's what it's all about. Then. Yeah, when we, when we went in 03, How'd it go? we lost. Yes. Yeah. Um, Timmy's best years, Mike Williamson tuned. All right, we got to yeah. go. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate okay. it, man. Thank hey, you. Thanks. Uh, hey, we're going to take a commercial break here. The first two callers right now with an Arizona address gets... Two pairs of tickets, one each, two pairs each person with track walk from the folks at roostmx.net, 702-586-7857. You have to have an Arizona address. We're going to commercial break right now. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts 
They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle 
and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats, uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. 
And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with Maintenance Timer, being just a few of the product choices Works Connection stocks. 
tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. everybody. Papa Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. That is Jason Wygant's choice of music, everybody. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Since Steve and his janky radio show prevented me from watching the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, I at least was celebrating the moment with the song that had the greatest impact. Okay. What I don't understand about Stone Cold. Couple things. Okay. First I'll of all. I'll be glad to explain. First of all, he just looked like a regular guy. Ah, that's what was so good about it. He was not ripped. He was big. He was pretty built. He was just wasn't a, the most built. He was just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. He said his signature thing was because Stone Cold says so. How is that intimidating or or scary or mean anything? First, I said that's the bottom line. Oh. Cause Stone Cold said so. Okay, so... There's no better phrase than the bottom line. I mean, you could probably listen to our podcast. We probably used two or three times per show. Well, there was a show called The Bottom Line. Oh, that's there, right. There was a show. Yeah, yes. You can't deny what a good phrase but, that was. I like, forgot about that. I, You can't... That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold says so. Like, yeah. ooh. All right, let me... Ooh, let me, this, let me this, this moderately built lumberjack guy says that's the bottom line. It's how you say it. Here's how it changed everything. This man single-handedly single-handedly saved his entire industry because one time he was decided... Was Rock before or after? After. Oh. Not far after, so they were the two guys together yeah. for a while. But Stone Cold Steve Austin saved wrestling because he said the word ass. What? Once. <laughs> yep. Because wrestling was always aimed for kids. So you had this ridiculous situation where two guys that wanted to kick each other's ass would never actually say, I am going to kick your ass. Yeah. Like a fight, kick your ass pretty much means I will win a fight with you. That's what the term essentially means. But no wrestler had ever said it. And then he actually said it. And it was like the world had been waiting for a wrestler to finally say it. And he was the one that said it. And it 
like wildfire, like instant, like gasoline explosion. And it single-handedly saved the World Wrestling Federation. They were going to go under. They were going to go bankrupt. Ted Turner was going to drive them into the Stop ground. Stop it. Yes. They had them on the ropes in figurative terms. <laughs> they had them on the ropes. Ted Turner had the money. He bought all the old stars. Yeah. WCW, WCW was, yeah. Yes, WCW yep. was, they had Hulk Hogan, they had all the guys, they yeah. were done. Vince, it was like, when's the padlock going to get put on the door? We're about to get foreclosed. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin was announced as the won the King of the Ring tournament and said he was going against the uh, now have found religion, Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, he was an Jake alcoholic. Jake the, the Snake found religion. Yes, Jake the Snake had become an alcoholic, found religion. Stone Cold beats him and says, you come out here. You talk about your psalms, you say your prayers, talk about John 3.16. Well, Austin 3.16 says, I just whooped your ass. <laughs> and every fan was like, a wrestler finally said it. The next, the next day on Monday Night Raw, the day after this Love Sunday this pay-per-view, right here. people are holding signs that said Austin 3.16. Is that where it came from? Yes. Okay, I never understood he said, that. Austin 3.16 says, I, it was the first time anyone had ever said ass. <laughs> and... The impact that had is that is why there was a 25th anniversary of Raw tonight. The bit, the company was going out of business. He saved it. Who was the champion? Like Stone, you, you got a point in a sense. Like I didn't follow wrestling. I don't care about wrestling anymore. But I remember Stone Cold coming on and being a big deal. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I was always mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's moderately built lumberjack guy. Uh, who was the the who was the champion in the years that were lean? Like I never heard about these guys. Oh, because The Rock was big. Bret Hitman Hart. Oh, that, that was a, big. That nah, it was a terrible era. Canadian. They basically He's had to a get Canadian. A, oh, sorry, I forgot. He is Canadian, so you like that. They basically had gotten in trouble so bad for steroids. I think they were like, we need to have a like non- Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Yeah. You think that dude was on roids? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, and <laughs> some reason he died at like forty nine years old. Like right. They all do. Right. So I think they were literally like, we need to find a moderately built guy. Okay. So we can get the steroid heat okay. off. Uh, that wasn't working. They were almost out of business. Then this was their this was their checkmate. This, is, this was the this, greatest chess match. This could have been the whole show tonight. Ever. Just that's it. Austin says ass, and then the owner, the real owner, yeah, Vince McMahon says you can't say that on television. And Steve Austin says, I don't care if you're the boss. I'll do what I want. I'll whoop your ass. And then every fan is like, I wish I could say that to my boss who I hate. I wish I could threaten to kick his ass. The only thing better than that would be actually kicking my boss's ass, which then Steve Austin would do. So people were turning on every week to watch him beat Vince McMahon's ass. Then the WWF started getting in trouble for using the word ass on a children's TV show. So they would march Vince McMahon onto 60 Minutes or the Today Show to defend himself. Uh-huh. He'd look scummy. He'd look like a guy who just yeah. wants your money. Toothpicks, hair slicked back. Yes, yeah. he looked right. like a scummy millionaire yeah. right. that's, that's ruining your kids' lives. Yeah. Tune in on Monday night and you can watch him get his ass kicked. <laughs> a lot of people like Trump, but a lot of people Sh- don't, Should we right? do this with Giuseppe? <laughs> <laughs> People would tune in. A lot of people like Trump. A lot of people don't like Trump, yeah. as an example. Yep. If there was a television show that you could turn on every Monday and watch someone say they're going to kick Trump's ass and then actually do it, right. would it be popular? Uh, yes, it would be. Yes, that is essentially be. the formula. Well, and at times, what Trump has been doing and saying is straight out of a heel wrestling. Yes. He calls people's names. He mocks them on social media. He, and it's uh, no it, surprise that he and Vince McMahon have yes. always been buddies. Yes. And through thick and thin, they've yeah. always been there for each other. Absolutely. So, uh, you know what? I shouldn't do this. I mean, I, I'm wearing Racer X attire. I don't know if this is allowed, but in honor of Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
I just got attacked by a neon. Is that a beer sign? Is no, it says fitting? Showtime. Oh, Jeremy McGrath? Yeah. Was that on one of his helmets? A no. three-foot <laughs> yeah. sign? Oh, yeah. It was dingling. Yeah. It was In honor there. of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was usually with the uh, the Miller Lights, I think, yeah. but I'm going to crack open a cold one here, and it's not an ice cold red. Because Stone Cold says so. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. One other great move. Okay, when are we done? When are we done? Oh, how much I'm time so, do you have? I, I'm really regretting asking anything about this. He was out. He, uh, Owen Hart, Bret Hart's brother. Yep. Actually, he, he died. Yeah. Yes, he died of natural causes in yes. wrestling terms, falling off the roof of a building. <laughs> that's natural causes. In wrestling in terms, wrestling, that's natural right, causes. Right. Yes. Uh, Owen Hart um, actually broke Steve Austin's neck for real. Screwed up a move. It was actually in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. I was there. You might remember it where the Devils used to play. Yeah. It was also a yeah. SummerSlam one oh, year. Oh, okay. Austin was out for a long time while his neck was healing. You know, the popularity was yeah. kind of waning a little bit. And then he came up with a brilliant move of anytime anyone said anything, he would just say, what? Like, what? You got a problem? And then eventually the crowd got so into saying what? That eventually no one else could even speak because the crowd would just chant what? And no one else could even get a word in edgewise. <laughs> It's one of the most brilliant moves of all time. Just owned every interview. Who was the what? <laughs> it's so simple, but so effective. Okay, you can shut anybody down with what? Greatest wrestler of all time, not yours, not your greatest wrestler, but you just talked about the impact that Stone Cold had. Yeah, we know Hogan took it to another level. Yeah, we know Andre was the beginning, the first guy. I was never Ultimate Warrior was just Ultimate Warrior was my personal favorite. Okay. I mean, he's everything wrestling should be. It's just the most over-the-top thing yeah, ever. Yeah. But Grave Digger or Grave Digger, what? Undertaker? Undertaker. Undertaker. Grave Digger was a monster truck. Grave Digger was a monster truck. Grave Digger versus Undertaker would have been really great, though. I, I'm surprised they didn't <laughs> right. somehow put that together. <laughs> right. You know, I do hold out hope um, when the Monster Jam rolls around. One yeah. of their premier trucks is called Max D. Okay. You've probably seen highlights. I'll point out Max D the next time they show him on the big screen yeah. at a Supercross. Oh. Okay. Uh, they briefly had a tie-up with WCW, and the truck was originally called Goldberg. Oh, yeah. The truck was called Goldberg, yeah, yeah. and then they changed the name to Max D. And you it's, met Goldberg. Goldberg was in. Um, Goldberg was out at a race recently, and you yeah. met him. Yeah, didn't you? At yeah, some point? no, uh, he was fleeting. Johnny Oler was like, "You got to get down to the JJR truck. Goldberg is taking a, a, a trip through the okay. pits, and I missed him." Yeah, I was very All upset. Right. I met Alex Van Halen. Really? Yeah, at a supercar. Yeah, he was in RCH truck. Yeah, his kid rides. Of course, he had made RCH truck. Yep. Anyway, I think it would be impossible to win an argument. You have to go with Hulk Hogan. There's no doubt. Yeah, okay. He is, he is wrestling. Even though, terrible wrestler. Terrible wrestler. Terrible. He I, knows I, eight moves. Yeah, you, you blew my wig back with that, with that fact. Look, wrestling is not real. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank so you. being actually good at the actual wrestling part, Doesn't virtually <laughs> inconsequential. <laughs> the only person that was worse at wrestling the Hulk Hogan was Ultimate Warrior. Who, in my opinion, was better, right. even though he's worse. Right, right. Do you follow? Okay, Balpamexa presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, Racetech suspension and engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand goggles, Michelin Starcross Five, Maxima USA, FMF. Uh, FMF did a real cool video. Did you watch that, Aaron Plessinger? Behind the scenes from Houston. Oh, did it? Did it come out? It dropped. Yeah. Oh, and it was great. The folks I was there FMF when they were did. working on it. Yep. Uh, I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, Works Connection. Love the guys at Works Connection. Atlas Neck Brace. Of course, we had uh, talk about Jason Anderson tonight. Well, Jason Anderson wears an Atlas Neck Brace. Everybody, AtlasBrace.com. W Wheels. Nona has her wheels from W. Nona. Remember Nona? We had a raffle for her. Nona from Loretta's. Loretta's. W stepped up. Got her a set of wheels for her KTM 125. 
Uh, what a guy Kiefer is. Guts Racing, Papa Mex 2018 as well. And Get Data, the little orange box that Justin Barsha and Cooper Webb had on the front fenders. That's a, that's a Get product. And uh, Get Works equipment for your production bike. Uh, Webb and Barsha getting into it after the checkers. They go Get to Get? Was they, there Get to Get contact? There was. Fender yes, to Fender? Yes. So who had 2.5 in the uh, in, and over? This is fully verified. This happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's photos of it. Okay, because I need to write a Yamaha yeah. story for the magazine. We were each assigned oh, a brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, just when I thought I had my Yamaha oh. story done, oh. I hear about this revelation. Yours wasn't done, turned in today because neither was mine, and I was told it had to be in today. I thought it was tomorrow. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I saw it today, and I'm like, well, that's not happening. Yeah. Mine's, mine will be in tomorrow. Yeah. I got to drive three hours to the desert to get to I, Steve's uh, house. I, uh, Barsha and Webb got into it. I'm sure it's fine. No big deal. But they were they were not ha- happy with each other after a, a good battle in the, in the third main event. So, okay. um. Gear Alloy, uh, RM, ATV, AMC, WPS, KTM team. There are big parts with the Gear Alloy uh, team. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Pulpamex17 is the code to save with SoCal Super Trucks. Check out them out for serious savings. Uh, they offer a complete range of custom wheels, tires, suspension, accessories for your truck, Jeep, or SUV. But Gear Alloy, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy wheel stop for you to choose from, Weech, a Jeep, and Gear Alloy. Negotiations are currently taking place. Deals are in the you works. You are trying to get a set of gear alloy wheels for your Jeep. It's it's almost imminent at this point. I believe this week really? we will have an installation. You will have an install yes. with gear alloy. Yes. Yep. Get your truck in gear. A gear alloy. You see that ridge line out there with gear alloy wheels? I hear it's beautiful. It's the only one I've seen. The only ridge line. Yeah. I don't see a lot of them around. Nobody can really afford one. They're very, very elite. Yes. They're $40,000 oh, cool. and... Yeah. They're going to cost $40,000. Uh, they're, they're not really giving you... Gear Alloy. Yeah. This is the RMATV uh, WPSKTM check-in with the Gear Alloy guys. Something we're going to do each week or, or move it around a little bit. Um, Blake Baggett's start, to me, I know we talked about it last weekend. He was seventh this week. He was fast but didn't have great results. Anaheim one wasn't good. I'm a little surprised at how off he's been, Blake Baggett. I expected... More flash in qualifying, more flash in the main. Now, yeah. granted, this weekend he was very good in the first one, and he was fast after he fell. Uh, he fell, right, in one of the mains and came up? Yes, um, second main. That, second main. That did him in, the yeah. Tough block. Tough block did him in. Yes. Um, and, uh, but a little slow to get started for Blake Baggett. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out if our expectations have gotten uh, a little bit too high because when you go into a season, we always say hashtag deep field. Now, you and I have discussed that the field is actually not all-time deep because it's last year's field, minus Ryan Dungey. No one else has moved into the class this year. But anyway, it's not the deepest field ever, but at the beginning of the season, it's still fairly deep. Yeah. Because I believe, with most riders, you take your greatest expectations and put that on them. No one goes into the season saying, well, these five guys are probably going to suck. We're all like, these guys are going to be all good. They're all going to be good. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and you don't assume that people are going to get hurt, even though we know people are going to get hurt, but we never Mm -hmm. theorize this guy's going to miss X amount of races. So I sometimes wonder if we make expectations that are too high. Blake was very fast last year. The results weren't as good as his speed. He would crash at the wrong time and things like that. But the the bottom line (laughs) is in 17 rounds, he had one podium last year. Yeah. So now I'm starting to wonder... it was the qualifying times that got us. Yes, and it was especially impressive with him because even in his best days in the 250 class, yeah. he was not good in qualifying yeah. in compared to his racing. Yeah. 
But in the end, he had one podium last year in 17 races. So I don't know if yeah. he gets, what did he get, seventh in Houston? Uh, yep, seventh in Houston. Ninth or, yeah, ninth, I think, in A1. Twelfth. Twelfth in A1. A1. Oh. All right, that was bad for yeah. sure. But now I'm starting to wonder, seventh. I'm like, wait, this is the guy that got one podium in 17 rounds last year. But the qualifying. His seventh is garbage? The qualifying. Oh. Uh, I know, we haven't seen that. We haven't yeah, seen that. Yeah, and also, yeah. we heard at the KTM track, supposedly, the lap times the were keys, insane. The keys. Burner has the keys. Burner has the keys. I think there's more to offer, for sure. But I almost wonder if we got a little bit too crazy on the Blake Baggett hype, mm-hmm. which now means we are being disappointed because our expectations got maybe higher than they should have been. Uh, Benny I don't Bo- know if Baggett gets a seventh at round two. We should be like, what's what's the problem? The qualifying, though. Uh, yeah, you're right. You, hasn't, yeah. I haven't seen the four up there. Dude, it, it was so good last year. Like, yes, hey, he's, he's fastest. All of a sudden, he's fourth. Hey, he's fastest again. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was happening a lot. Yeah. Yes. So we'll see. Blake Baggett getting yeah. on track uh, a little bit uh, as, as we go on here in the series. Jason Wygan on the show. Uh, we want to thank the folks at Gear Alloy. Get your truck in gear. Gear Alloy, get your Jeep in gear. The negotiations I had to have were I was trying to find the least notable, least aggressive wheel they have. Mm-hmm. I'm not a flashy kind of guy. Yeah. So that's what we had to figure out. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know. uh, hey, the phone lines are absolutely full, so let's get to Woo! it. Okay? This is really impressive, people. It's 955 Pacific, and you're still all on hold. Let's, let's rail through these things. Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, pretty good. You guys think it's late there. It's 10.55 where I'm at. Yeah, nice yeah. job. Thank yeah. you for staying on hold for so long. What's up? Uh, so I kind of have a question about Jason Anderson. Yeah. It's like um, preseason, everybody was worried about Kenny's arm or mm-hmm. how awesome Musquin's off season was, which it was awesome. Do you guys feel like you kind of skipped Jason Anderson and didn't really like cover what he was doing or what was going on with him? Or do you guys feel like everything went about as no. well as you thought? No, no, I think you're right. I, I heard he wasn't uh, full time in Florida. Um, I heard he was he was doing some off season races. Um, we talked about his inconsistencies earlier in the show here with with JT. I honestly thought we'd just see more of that. I don't. I believe every time we had a preview, I said he'll win some races and he'll be right there, but. He won't be that guy, uh, and I stand by that. And I think I was, I think I was wrong. Weech? Yeah, we did not give him enough hype. We definitely said. Luckily, I remember even planning, for example, those preseason videos, and saying, "There's four guys. You could just say it was Eli, Marvin, and Roxon, but Anderson's in that category. But I think everybody had us. I was thinking he was fourth out of the four, and right now he's first out of everyone." So we whiffed a little yeah. bit on that. And for sure, hearing that he was in California instead of in Florida where Alden Baker prefers his guys to go, uh, we kind of picked up the scent, I think, that he was going to struggle. But they mm-hmm. since explained that that was all on purpose. That was by design. And mm-hmm. I, I, I can't argue the results, at least, on the yeah. track. Yeah, no, maybe you're, maybe you're right, Mike, for sure. So, All oh, right. Sweet. Well, thanks. Yep. thanks, man. Um, Nick, what's up, man? How are you? Nick, is this Nick? Nick's gone. Morgan, what is happening, Morgan? How are you? What is up, boys? What's up? Uh, you have a question for JT, so I didn't really get to your question, but um, he's not on the All line. Right. I, got, I got a couple questions. Uh, Go ahead. First and foremost, 
Awesome three and sixteen said I just whooped your ass is the funniest thing I heard all night. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm a, I was a big fan of Stone Stone Cold growing up. Him and The Rock. I you know it's hard to choose. Oh, they were great. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. so welcome, good. welcome to Wrestling Weekly on Monday nights, everybody. Love it. Hey, we should start a pulp wrestling MX. <laughs> Better than hockey. Uh, Better really? Than hockey. Really? Better than hockey. Better than hockey. Yes. Rankin and I will handle it. Yeah. You, yeah. You, and, got, you and Jericho can gotta, start one. Yeah. I got to cut you off. I'm a big fan of the pulp hockey show, and I, I played college hockey. I live in the state of, state of hockey. Thank so you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Big fan of the pulp hockey show. But um, the few questions I did have, uh, they were for JT, mainly about his uh, his uh, VIP experience. But best VIP, um, Best VIP program in the pits, I heard. Yeah, and I was hey. trying to find a little more information on it. I didn't. I was being kind of lazy and didn't really Google. I'm sure I could have Googled it and found it. But can you uh, can you send me an email using the contact form on Pulp, and I will um, uh, I will uh, send you his email, and you can figure out everything you need. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can do that. But okay. I do have a question. Uh, with Anderson not full time in Florida, um, why is that? I mean, is, did some obviously? I heard from you guys on the show that uh, there was a problem there. Maybe I think an A1 between those two. Everything was fine. No problems. All of Baker's guys have ridden together since Jesus was a carpenter, but everything's fine that Marvin Anderson are not riding together. Yeah, uh, they are not. They are not riding together. First, it was because Anderson wanted to spend time on the West Coast to dial in the new Husky. And then I said to them, but. It's also also a new KTM, so why would his schedule be any different than Marvin? And they said, Marvin already helped develop the previous generation KTM, so Marvin's already been through this process. He was able to do the testing more quickly and get back to Florida, where Jason had to stay a few more weeks. Then it was also Jason had a race in Australia, so it made more sense to keep him on the West Coast. Marvin had to go to Paris, made more sense on the East Coast. So there are checks and balances to everything I can come up with to poke holes in this program. There are reasons why they are not riding together. They still like each other. There is respect. There is no personal friction. Yes, they do not ride together. That's gotcha. that's the word. That's the word I have been given. I don't want gotcha. to argue. Also, yep. One last thing, Mathis. You mad you're not getting any credit for the Nets? No, I mean, on, honestly, <laughs> like, it's, it, JT was going on about it's bullshit a little bit, and, and I thank JT for that. And Dude, they were never going to give me a credit. No one was going to say – <laughs> no, it was never going to happen. Like, like I, I got a tweet about somebody said they were listening to a show from 2014. I'm talking about Nets and Bull Berms. They were listening <laughs> to show number 168 or something. And, and we're on 323 or something. So, I, I mean, but there was zero chance, Weege. They, Look, were, they if, were ever going to give me credit. If, if Colin Cowherd or Bill Simmons or someone, if PTI on ESPN was well, actually, ranting on some... what I've got one for you, but go ahead. You do have yeah, an example of that. I have an example. Go ahead. Okay. If, if some sports... Journalist, radio show, something like that was ranting about a rule change that needs to happen in the NFL, and then that change happens. The NFL is not giving the guy credit. No, they're not. And actually, Adam Carolla has been going on Rich Eisen's podcast for years. I don't listen as much anymore, but mm-hmm. Carolla said there's 65-year-old refs with cataracts with their heads looking straight up at the goalposts, and the ball goes over them. How do you know? <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah. said, he said extend the goalpost up, and the NFL actually did. Yes. They actually made the goalpost higher. But they did not mention Adam they Carolla. They never said Adam Carolla. They never talked to him. Yeah. So, so honestly, Nick, it's okay. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Berm restraint system, cool. Whatever. You know? So. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, my, my name's Morgan, but oh, I give you full yeah. credit for 
for, for the Nets. So when I thank saw you. That, no, you know what? A lot I of our li- a lot of know. hey, a lot of our listeners do. Like seriously, they were we hitting know. up Blair. Left and right on A1. <laughs> like, it was awesome that you guys were doing that out there. Um, that you, you know, give me credit and talking to it and everything else. So, Morgan, do you, uh, do you have a bike? I do. What do you got? I got a, I got a uh, CRF 250. All right. You want to set a Michelin Star Cross Fives? Yeah. All right. Stay That'd on hold. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Stay on hold. Uh, tits will get your bike information, year make, or tits. Travis will get your year Whoa. make and model. And, uh, Still trying. We, yeah, yeah. Well, tits was here just a couple weeks ago, you know? Um, and uh, thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for staying on hold for yeah, so long. I appreciate it, too. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, go Maple Leafs, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Morgan. That's a fine. Thank Look, I called I called him Nick, and that's I call you That's tits, a fine. So it's a big one. Just get the, get the fantasy. Big one. Just get the fantasy. Side. Morgan's like the greatest caller ever, wrestling and hockey. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Man. All right. Speaking of Morgan, it is Paul. What's up, Paul? How are you? Oh, not too bad. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you, man? So... I was listening to the review pod, and when everybody started talking about the the dead air and the just filling in with stupid monster chicks yeah. who look terrible and everything else, the first thing that popped into my mind, because it, it, I didn't really think about it before, because when I was watching the race, I didn't really care. I, I mean, I was kind of in and out on my phone. Yeah. First thing I thought was Conti race. Yeah, bro. Then, yeah, B-Main. brought up B-Main. B-Main. I mean, seriously, what better way to bring more money into the sport? Have a company or or companies sponsor the B main. Yep. Yeah. No. No. Listen, those guys that you know, eighteen, twenty-two guys in the main. There's a lot of good teams and riders that didn't make it. Uh, Josh Hansen, like uh, his his rider Matt Bichelia, uh the Nut Energy, Nut Up Energy, they didn't make it. Um, yep. You know, Nut Up spends a lot of money on that team, and all the sponsors do. And yeah, you're not in the big show, but you know what? You're going to get four laps of glory right here. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love it. A, I instantly popped into my mind, and then you said it like 30 seconds later. It's, yeah. it's a perfect idea. Conti race. I hope Have so. LCQs to start it. Yep. And then, and then between either the first and second or the second and third. Yep. Have a Conti race. Or, or have 250s. Uh, B main in between the first and second, and the 450 B main between the second and third. It's yeah. perfect. Here's the problem. You'd have to pay those guys something, I think. And they don't want to. The purse has been the same for about six or seven years, and I don't think the purse is going to go up, and I don't think they're going to make a B main purse structure. So then you're racing for free. and You can't have the B main for points because you can't no. have a B main no. champ because then no. by earning, getting into the regular main event, you would not earn points for the B championship. Yeah. yeah so all you can do is make yeah. it a dash for cash. Yep. Yeah, well, cash. Where's that coming well, but that's from? Yeah, where's the cash coming from? Right. Well, but that's what I was saying. You add, you add a sponsor opportunity. You say, you know what? Okay, you gave us, you know, fifteen grand per round. We'll spend. We'll we will spread five grand through this B main. Yeah. Thing. Sounds good. It's just another sponsor opportunity. I'm I'm sure the, I'm sure for being on 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 TV would it, sponsorship would cost a lot more than that, or yeah. you know, uh, the yeah. advertising uh, cost would go way up. Yep. From that. But, and 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 the privateers in, in the B main would probably get a lot less than that. But I mean, it's just another advertising yeah. opportunity. No, make awesome. That. Yep. Good Th- idea. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks. Uh, next up is uh, Daniel. What's up, man? How are you? Good. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Thanks for calling. What's happening? No problem. Hey, I was just curious. I heard a mention on the broadcast they were talking about the future schedule and said that the next two triple crown rounds would be on the East Coast. 
Oh, excuse me. Is there any reason why it's split one and two, why they didn't put one in at one of the shootout rounds? And do you guys think that's going to put a bigger effect on the East Coast series? Uh, I think since they had a couple new splashy things, they didn't want to use them all in one race. So it's like we'll have one race have the Eastern uh, showdown, having East and West together, and then we'll give, pick another race to get the Triple Crown. I think they wanted to spread out all the newness to make more rounds seem special. And if you're going to do three, well, you're going to end up with either two in the west or two in the east. So yeah, you're, that's the way it is. Yep. And Minnesota is as close to the middle as they could get, right? That's one of the other ones, yep. Atlanta, yep. Minnesota. Yep. So, but I don't think it really. And Minnesota is east-west. No, Indianapolis. No, Minnesota. see, exactly. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. spared right, that. But right. I don't know. I've heard a couple of people say that. But I don't think this has such a dramatic effect on the overall results. Uh, and, and, and I was yeah. just looking back at the first yep. three rounds and – the top 10 are basically the top 10 through all three rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't know throwing a second one in would make too much of a kicker or if there was a specific reason. Yeah, I don't think it has such a dramatic... I mean, hey, Joey Savacci won. Is it like Joey Savacci can win any race, anytime, anywhere? Eli Tomac won. Obviously, same for him. So I don't think it has such a dramatic effect on the results. We just like the fact that throughout the night, a few other guys get some love. But by the end of the day... Cream usually rises to the top, no matter what the format, right? Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm with you. Well, I get, uh, Tyler, what's up, man? What's happening? Hey, what's up, Matt? How are you doing? Good. What's going on? Not much. I just had a question to ask you guys about what do you guys think about uh, no semis this year. You know, uh, last year, you know, they're taking five guys as a semi. This year, yeah. they're taking nine guys out of I, 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 You know what? When they first took the semis away, I'm like, cool. Right on. Uh, that'd be awesome. And then I thought we yeah. should bring the semis back. And <laughs> yeah. now that they're gone, I think they, I still wish they're back. I do wish they were. Yeah. Back. Well, I mean, you got guys. You got guys like Nagy. You know. Like, oh yeah. Well, hey. So listen. He's sleeping out of you, his freaking rental car. You listen. Know, you spend a lot of money for a Supercross ticket as a fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ticket yeah. prices have gone up and everything else and, and all that. And you are getting two less races in 2018. You you're getting two less races. So. Yeah. How are they justifying this in a ticket price way? Way you know, uh, I don't think they did it like you know they didn't do it to like hey we're screwing the fans out, but yeah. you know they did it for a format change and I get that. But in a yeah. sense, like they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything with those two races that they had. Well, they added minutes to the races a year ago. Yeah, but it was only a year. Well, ago. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like for, for like for guys that you well, know, we had semis and minutes. Maybe you know, get, like, you know, a second chance to get, like, a better start or something like that so they could, you know, at least have a shot where it's like, you know, if they scratch the semis, it's just like, all right, well, you know, screw the rest of you guys. Now you guys only yeah. have two shots instead yeah. of three. So I, I wish they were there. I wish they were back. I don't know. But, I mean, it is good. I mean, it is good battle. And hopefully, you know, Tyler, I, I think not make it in next week. We'll have to see. You know, that battle with him and Tedder was uh, pretty close at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was, it was great. I loved, loved to watch it. LCQs, man, they're, they're great. Do not do yeah. not go get a hot yeah. dog. Get them in the night show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Get those in the night Alrighty. show. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, boys. Appreciate uh, all right, everybody. Jason Wygant here on the Pulpomex Show. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you're going to go make a purchase on Amazon, go to the brand new Pulpomex.com site. Have you been there yet? Uh, somebody next to me in the press box has showed it to me. Okay. You. Yeah. Uh, there's an Amazon banner on there. Click on the Amazon banner. It takes you to the Amazon, and then we get a small slice of that, and we can afford to get heavyweights like Jason Wygan in here, who I had to pay for his rental car. I gave him a little bit of cash. I gave him an Apple TV. Yeah, that, the cash was not part of the deal. No, we, we, we pay our co-hosts. That's what we do. Yeah, and I said, no, I got a full barter system. Yeah. No, uh, we, but we, you still pay me anyway. We pay our co-hosts. But I basically spent all that money in buying you uh, Starbucks. Yeah, good point. Good point. I mean, um, 
The ingredients list is ridiculous. Uh, let's touch on 250s. We haven't done that yet. Yes. Uh, Plessinger was so good in Houston and not very good in Anaheim. The starts hurt him. Simplicity of the track hurt him. Uh, Savachi starts were great. He took the two main events out of the three. Um, he looks great. Joey looks great. Got the red plate now. Adam, if he wins his title, if Adam Cicero wins his title, he is going to look back at A2 and be like, that is the race that did it for me. Because he, by all accounts, should have been out. You know. And everybody else is going to look back at the one where he should have not been allowed to race. Yeah, and he wouldn't yeah, have won the title. Yeah, yeah. I think we... Um, and McElrath rode quietly very good at A2. A caller we had two callers ago said, hey, you know, does having two in the East and one in the West for this Triple Crown, and I'm like, it doesn't really affect anybody? I'm incorrect. There is one rider I feel like we can say without a doubt is affected by this format. It hurts Plessinger for sure. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. The chances of him getting three good starts, or even two out of three, yep. are just not very good. Yep. And there's just not enough time for him. Everybody else in that class, I feel like it really doesn't matter. Okay, so who do you like for this title? So after three races, there's only nine of them, so it's almost half over. Who do you like? I feel like we slept on Savachi a little bit. JT did pick him in our preseason pod. I think we slept on him a little bit because we didn't think he was racing West. And apparently you talked to him and he didn't necessarily... He didn't know until the Christmas, he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I discounted him a little bit because I thought maybe he just wasn't going to be as ready or as locked in. But uh, I feel dumb for doing that now because he has a lot of experience. He wins races. He's consistent. He's going to be tough. Have you seen, uh, man, he, in a lot of interviews, he talks about the disappointment of last year. He does. And how tough he it was. That. And how he's trying to get over it. Yeah. How he's working through it. Like, yep. we're talking about Roxon tonight, talking about he didn't want to talk about his injury anymore. Well, Joey keeps yeah. reminding us all, hey, it was a heartbreaker. Uh, Joey made a joke in the press conference at Houston. Because uh, AC was trying to get inside of him, and then McElrath yeah. were battling pretty hard up front. Yeah. He's like, "You think of all people would know to not leave the door open? Yeah. It'd be me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owns yeah. it. Yeah, he owns it. But the thing with Savachi is, remember when he won in Minneapolis last year, and then said how bad he rode? Yeah, boy. Yeah, he is hard on himself. He is. My mom even said that. She noticed. My mom said last year. He's like, she's like, "What's up with that Savachi? He's never happy." No, he's very like, hard yeah, on himself. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yep. he absolutely is, uh, for sure. So, um. All right, uh, Weege, three rounds down. We love the Triple Crown format. We want more of it. We're not getting it till uh, Minneapolis now. Uh, but three rounds down, two things in each class that are your surprises, good or bad. Like, they could be bad surprises. Just just surprises, two things in each class. Yeah, in the 450s, this is not good for Cooper Webb. I did not expect this. I did not expect – I mean, he just hasn't been competitive. He hasn't. We haven't seen anything. Now he got some bad starts in Houston, and that really hurt. But I think, what did he qualify, like 15th? 14th. Like that. Yeah, 14th. Right, so that leads to bad gate picks on the way the Houston start happened to go. That was a start where it was very difficult to get a start with the bad gate pick. I'm really confused. I'm surprised. Not in a good way. I thought he'd be better than this. Um, so all I can say is hopefully he fixes it because you can never have enough good guys battling up front. That's always a good thing. And he just hasn't been in contention for it right now. That's a surprise. Um, I think a lot of people are probably surprised by Pike. But I expected Pike to be good. Yeah, I think this is fine. Yeah, yeah I expected Pike to be yep. good, and he's been really good. Yep. Um, a guy that I feel like has really improved. I think Ben LeMay is way improved. I've seen Ben LeMay ride a lot through the years. I feel like there's something there that I haven't seen before. What about A-Ray? A-Ray? He's better than Ben LeMay right now in points. 
But I'm seeing. I know that A Ray is improved. I think he is. Also, Let me look. I think he is. I'm looking right. I don't think he is. Me make a wild statement without knowing the facts. Oh, okay. That's like a Coy Gibbs. Oh, he's one point behind. Of okay. Life. All right. So he's <laughs> most, doing better. Do you but know he's that, actually do you not. know that Charlotte is? Yeah, is the most uh, pedestrians hit by cars. That's not actually true, but it's still crazy. No, A Ray has improved also, for sure. Yeah, it's a lean, mean fighting machine now. Um, I, I'm just watching the May ride. I'm like, he looks like he's really more sharp than mm-hmm. he has been in previous years. So good on him, and he's made all three mains. Yep. Yeah. A beautiful last corner pass on Bichelia. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, speaking of A Ray, I have a set of his gear. We love fly racing on this show, flyracing.com. He does not wear fly racing, but we have a set of his gear. I'm not going to name them brand. May or not rhyme with schmoose. Um, we have a set of schmoose gear from A-Ray right off the back. It's got all the lettering. It's signed by him. He blew out the ass on these pants, so he gave me the set of gear to give away. How did he do this? Riding, bro. Just racing. Oh, just seat bouncing? Yeah, Whoa. just, you know. Hard so, acceleration on the um, seat. Marks, does your sister want it? She already got something from him. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Marks' sister, big fan of A-Ray. Oh, yeah. She already got something from him. Well, <laughs> just, she, did. Just, she did. She did. Okay. <laughs> um, we just blushing. Assless chaps. These are basically the Eddie, or the, not the Eddie, sorry, the what? Diamond Dave, Diamond the David Lee Roth <laughs> assless chaps. Okay, so we're going to give away a set of signed A-Ray blown out ass schmoose gear. Contest at <laughs> PulpMXShow.com, everybody. That's what you're going to do. You're going to email contest at PulpMXShow.com, and we're going to do a random person from that, and uh, and you're going to get a, a, a chance at this a random, uh, or should, should this schmoose gear with the ass blown out, signed by Alex Ray. All right, so LeMay. And Webb are your two surprises in 450s. 250s. Yeah, I, there, there's only one. I oh. can't give you two. Oh. I cannot give you two. Okay. Duh, it's Hill. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. The answer is so obvious, I can't even give you another one. What's going on there? I don't know. We tried to talk about it before. I don't get it. Yeah. I've heard a million things. I don't go with your theory. I don't go with that. The partying in Temecula? Okay, so he's killing it offseason. He yeah, moved to I, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He moved to Charlotte to get away from California. He said it was a distraction. He moved there. He's riding. He's killing it in the preseason. So Bill said it. Of, I said it. I saw it. He was killing all it. All of that work yes. in the gym and on the track, and he's moving there, and he's just going to piss it all away by partying in Temecula? Yeah, like three or? weeks before the season. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. It is the always knee-jerk reaction. i give an example. Someone on Twitter hit me up today and said, Webb's making a lot of money. Barsha's probably not. Look who's doing better. Don't you think that's the reason why? People always go with the, the somebody got complacent thing all the time. Yeah. Anderson just signed a huge contract extension, a four-year extension, I'm sure, for really good money. Yeah. Is he slacking? No. Marv signed a contract extension last year, I'm sure, for huge money. Is he slacking? Ken Roxon has a multi-year deal with Honda, locked in, lots of money, Yep. came back from practically losing his arm. So I don't really, I don't think you can follow the paper trail of as soon as these guys get paid, they slack. No, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I so find I, I way think, more I evidence mean, the other way, to it be is, honest. It has happened in the sport. Yes. But Cooper Webb is a multi-time 250 champion. That yes. comes with a lot of hard work and a lot of effort and a lot of uh, wantingness, wanting itness. Yeah, I can't And he ain't going to do it now. So. That he's just all of a sudden... Right, lost that fire. Right, it just seems I hard to believe. I, I'm with you. I don't believe it. But hey, speaking of Kenny Roxon earlier on our show, 
I really like the fact he went into the mental stuff. It's not just mental. Oh, you are rubbing your hands together, just... Villapoto style. Oh. Yeah. And what he's essentially, I guess, saying is, just as an example, Tomac crashed and Anaheim won. And what he's saying is it wasn't that Tomac lost concentration. It's that he was riding hard and he made a the mistake. The dirt was slippery and he applied too much throttle on his cowie. His back end yes. kicked out. Right. It wasn't like he wasn't paying attention. It was like, oh, I blocked. I was thinking about what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. And no. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I wrote about this actually last week because Kenny had talked about that in the press conference. Uh, in any other sport, let's just pick baseball. When a hitter strikes out, they never say that it was because he lost focus or lost concentration, right? Or no. made a mental error. It's just how the game works, man. Sometimes you swing and miss. You give it your best shot, and sometimes the pitcher just... It's a hard sport. The red plate is heavy, and mental mistakes are everywhere you look out there. Yeah. That's what just, I've been hearing. Well, we just go back to the same thing where we have to talk about more than just mental. We do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we're all guilty. We don't think talk to- enough about the other things. Tony Romo or, or, or these guys talk about... No, they're like, hey, here's what he wanted to do. Here's what happened. Here's what this guy bit on this fake, and, and there yeah, we go. Yeah, I know. And, hey, we don't talk about these X's and O's much on these shows, so we're as guilty as anyone, but... A couple things stick out of my mind when I hear all I try this. to, but all I hear is bike setup. Yeah, but bike setup counts. Like, at least that's something. At least it's, it's, something, a, ta- but it's a tangible item, and it's not just confidence. It's slightly better than confidence. It's way better than confidence. It's, at half, least it's, it's 50% better than confidence. I'll give you a couple <laughs> examples of things that blow my mind, and I wish we could unearth what they are. I was having a random conversation with Ryan Dungey at some point last year, and he's mm, like... Mm. Name, yeah, you just dropped the name. Well... I'm just letting you know that he does actually talk to some media people. Okay. He actually does. Right. Yeah, just obviously. Jab, jab. He does. So he happened to say something like, yeah, you know what? I can't even really. Oh, I was talking about him like, uh, how has the bike evolved yeah. the three years you've been on it? And he's like, honestly, my riding style has evolved so much that I really can't compare like the 15 bike to the 17 bike because my style has changed. So the bike has to change along with it. So that gives you an example that there are massive things going on behind the scenes where the champion of the series is changing the actual physical way that he rides the motorcycle to a significant degree. But it will never be talked about or unearthed. We are as guilty as anyone, but apparently it's out there. Eli Tomac was on your show. Why did he say he would not put videos of himself on Instagram? Yeah, because he doesn't want to help the competition. He doesn't want people to like see what he's doing. So he's working on special... Yeah refinements well, of his actual so, yeah. riding technique yep. will never be unearthed. We will only talk about confidence and momentum and flow and yeah. confidence and momentum. And then as far <laughs> as bike setup goes, look, you've been in the test track with these teams. These teams are pouring on hours and hours and thousands of dollars and, and thought. But it's not the difference between you getting first and third or fourth. But still, isn't that a more interesting story? Yes. Line? They yes. spent three months trying to figure out how to get this bike <laughs> To yeah, get is. through it a is. rutted turn better. Yeah. That's way better than just talking about confidence. Oh, yeah. I don't know it is. Yes. You're right. Absolutely. Yep. Um, that is a tangible item. I really don't care. Okay. Fair so point. let's get into uh, Brain. What's up, Brain? How are you? Boys, how are we doing? Good. How are Please, you? That coffee is killing it, like you said, at 830 this morning. Oh. Uh, yes. That's yeah, it's, it's a blind Brian. I was online. Yeah. No, at, I called uh, him Brain. It's an old yeah. joke. Yeah. Four in the morning, yeah. 7 o'clock East yes, Coast time, I was working, and he said, you're not going to have anything left in the tank for Mathis' show tonight. I'm here, baby. Boom. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. Yep. And just as good as ever. Thank you. So here's the thing, so here's the thing boys, is that 
I feel I can say this in clear conscience. Being a minor, being a quote minority fan, um, well, B Main's never going to work. Oh. oh, hold on, B Main is never going to work. Reason why is Fox has to do make up the mud. So forget it. They're not going to. They'll never televise it. Remember what they did with the LCQs a few years ago? Yeah, they ain't going to do right. it. Right. Remember when which, the LCQs which, got bumped? Yep. You you think you think if you're gonna if you're gonna they drop something for the LCQs, you are definitely dropping a B main for the greatest segment in TV history. Well, that's all bought and paid for by Toyota. That's just yeah. Well, it's a um, it's an unfortunate time waster, but man, you know uh, that's the that's, that's the biggest reason why well, that would work. It'd be nice. I mean, there's got to be eight I, minutes I, in there somewhere. I've I haven't watched the show as you have not either. No. But Brian, Brain, anybody, yeah, anyone listening, I'm sure you can go back to the show and find. A segment that was just, Eight, hey, we're yeah. talking to Carmichael, and it's not a sponsored yeah. thing that they were just doing to fill in the time. That's what I'm saying. They can yeah. find eight minutes. Some of it, six, I'm sure, was They can commercial. find six minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Something. Something. Um, something. Something. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and, and that'll be part of what they do for the tweaks next year. But, yeah, I mean, just like you guys have said all night long and even earlier this morning, you know, just the dead time is, is killer. I mean <laughs> – the reasons why I love outdoors are so numerous it's not funny, but, I mean, one of them is just the great rapid fire go, 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 go that uh, that just makes it. You know, one moto gets off the track, sight lap for the next, or podium interview, sight lap for the next moto, podium interview, sight lap for the next moto, go, go, go. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, I, re- I, re- I realize, you know, you're going to you're gonna wail about conditioning. I get that. I mean, it, it, it makes sense, but, you know. Um, yeah, and they'll, t- they'll tighten it up. I think I really think they know that it was too much of a drag. They I think know. they know that, yeah. and, they'll they know. Tra- and yeah. I think yeah. they'll tighten it up. I really do. Yeah. So yeah. well, or even or even reduce it, maybe to a two and a half hour program, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but um, all right. Thanks, Brian. Later, boys. Thanks. All right. So, who's on two? Marks. Pulpmixfantasy.com, By the way, please sign up. Weekly prize. What's the weekly prize this week, Marks? Jersey. Oh, we don't know? Mm, I haven't been informed yet. Okay. We've got a jersey to give away, $100 BTO gift card, set of Michelin Starcross 5s. 100% racecraft goggles. Lots of things to give away. How do you guys keep track Pro-tip. of all these things? What? There's a lot of organization. All these gifts, all these things on this show and fantasy. Oh. How do you keep track of all this? Honestly, this this pulp empire. Yes. I mean, it is. it started from a... It started because you assholes fired me. You started it then? Yes. That's when you started pulp? Yeah. That's the best move we ever made. You assholes at Racer X. Yeah. You let me go. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Yep. I got to do my own thing. I got. I cannot. That came out of nowhere. Budget cuts, right? We had some budget cuts. It wasn't I got fired. I guess I'm being a little dramatic, but. Uh, there, I mean, it kind of was. Okay. There was bu- much fired, yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there yes. was budget cuts. And I was an unfortunate <laughs> victim of budget cuts and downsizing. Yes. Um. So anyway, so I'm like, hey, I got to start my own thing because I don't want to. I got. That sucks. Yeah, and I worked. I went to Transworld for a year, and then I came back to RacerX after one year. But I started my site because I had lots of things to talk about, rollerball and different things. Yep. And I wanted a spot to put it. I think uh, it worked out for the best because Davey's not touching one of your live radio shows with a forty-foot pole. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. So that brief moment of freedom that you had to establish this has obviously been great for you. Yeah. And wouldn't have happened. If you didn't have that brief moment of freedom to do it. Yeah. 
So it's worked out best for yeah, everyone. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, great. It's been yep. great. Mm-hmm. So you're right, though. There's a lot of a lot of organization, for sure. I don't know how you're keeping track of And now this fantasy site and uh, Oh, man. Thursday I don't envy, shows. And... I don't envy these problems. Yeah. And you I keep it simple. Be... You keep it simple. I want to be a Do content guy. Do you freelance guy. for anybody anymore? Geneva Supercross today, bro? No, but that doesn't count. That's video stuff. Writing, typing columns. Do you do any of that? There's less of it. I don't turn it down. There's just less asking for it. I mean, the world doesn't ask for that stuff like they did. But I do it when anyone asks. Do you feel that way? They ask me. Dude, there's not as much. I got three regular freelance stuff that I do. Three. Writing? Yeah. Typing. What? Yeah. Oh, now I'm upset. That could be more stuff you do for us. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, um, so yeah, Yamaha, you, you, all the Yamaha Champion Hall of Fame uh, videos were written and voiced by myself. Those don't count. Those what? are video stuff. Your Geneva doesn't count. Your Enduro Cross stuff doesn't uh, okay, count. All right. I had to write scripts about Flat road track. racers. Flat yeah. tracking. People don't ask anymore. You, you gave up the X Games gig at some point. Yeah, I did give the X Games gig. That was too much work. That's a full-time job. And then eventually hoisted it on Chase Stella, who I work with side-by-side. So and is he that probably hurt my hurt my hurt myself. Yeah. See, you're you're it's the uh, only thing I've ever said no to. Tapped out on X Games. I feel like you just your work. You have a family and you spend time with them and you like them, and you say no to stuff and you just have a very organized work life balance. I feel like you have that only, only when measured on racing terms. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yes. Because yes, I still yes, do yes. work seven days a week, which. No, in, in, 99% racing, of the population doesn't industry. do that, yes. yes. But if compared to a, a mechanic or a team manager yeah. or a rider, yeah. yep, yep, I'm a slacker yep. compared to them. Compared to 99% of the rest of the world that would never work all weekend and then Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yeah, but compared to our peers, I'm cruising, man. I'm going to skip a couple Supercrosses this year. I'm cruising. I need to get on that program right there. It is so not hard. Why do you not do it? I don't know. You have to do it for the sake of the cult- <laughs> cultivating other people that can do it, which will ultimately make you stronger. Is this a wrestling thing? Like good. I'm Ted. Like D- I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Ted DiBiase. When he, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the who's the guy? The, Ted DiBiase, yeah. million dollar man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the manager, Jimmy. I, I don't know. The manager, the famous manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan. No, but he's one. But okay. This was the guy beside Ted DiBiase all the time, and he had a, a sparkly coat, and he would do that. Virgil? <laughs> oh, Virgil was... Virgil was his assistant. <sighs> you know who I mean. I, I, I'm a little confused, but anyway. Marks, you know who I mean? The manager... Someone in the chat room helped me. No? I'm just saying, Steve, if you could get to the point where Pulp had someone else that could do some of these things, you could do more, and that person could do more, and Pulp could do more. So that's what I'm trying to do. When we have guys like my guy, Kyle Scott, who lives in California, the more races he goes to, the more races Aaron Hansel goes to, the more people they meet, the better Racer X is ultimately, as opposed to me yeah, just talking to the same people that I already know. You're forgetting the biggest difference is you're an employee. I'm a freelance guy, so I have to do the work to get the money. Yeah, I know, but... You can just be like, hey, I get paid the same whether Kyle Scott's at the race or Aaron Hansel. Someone... Uh, but at Pulp, you're spending your own money to go to the race? Yes. So you could just have somebody else. But I would spend money for them to go. Well, I guess you have to pay them. Yeah, yeah but you'd, you'd spend the travel money that you're spending on yourself, so that's a wash. Yeah, okay, but then I have to pay them. to. How much is that really going to cost you? Oh, here we go. I mean, you just when it threw, comes to money. You just threw me cash. You just threw me cash. Couldn't care less. Oh, that's your time for, tonight, for the show. Um, Jerry Lawler? That doesn't bother you? No. The... <laughs> 
Who's, who's he wore there? sunglasses. He had a mullet and a shiny jacket. He was a manager. Jimmy Hart. No, I don't think it was Jimmy Hart. Okay, we got to move on from this. People, uh, got, a guy hit me up on Twitter or DM on Instagram and said, you're losing listeners yes. talking about wrestling. Yes, yes, move on, please. Even I can sense this. Google Ted DiBiase. That's not true. I'm looking at the thing right now. It's, I'm saying it's if flat. You, I'm just saying if you want to build an empire, you need to spread that base out a little bit. Get Swisscore to go to some races. He's obviously very reliable when it comes to getting... Steve, do not look this up. This is terrible radio. All right, let me talk about something else. Eli Tomac. This Steve? guy. This guy right there. <sighs> this, this is terrible radio. This guy. That's Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Thank you. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Yes, please. Let's go on. Gringo uh, sent me a DM during the Roxanne interview and wanted me to ask Roxanne his favorite sexual position. <laughs> so that's, that's our listeners, everybody. That's you don't bring in the ruckus to that ish. So, uh, Jimmy Hart. I need a Jimmy Hart. Um, I'm just doing this because we let's talk about racing. Oh, wait, I'm Jimmy Hart, and I would have the rest mouth of the yeah. South Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Let's talk about some motocross stuff, as the shirt says, and the sound drop. What about Andrew Short? Okay, we'll move on to that. Broke Tib Fib. What? Yeah. He did? He broke his Tib Fib for the last two days. I got 17th. I got 17th. He's is a goddamn just, hero. Is that just standard Dakar? Like, what did know. you break? Is I that just know. somebody? What a guy, though. Why? What, is, what kind of sick, demented motivations does this man know. have? It's incredible. Love that it. is unreal. Um, great to uh, see him. Okay, so... Uh, we need to start a GoFundMe for Pulp. Spread your empire. Build that base of your pyramid. Get Moser to that race next year. Yes. Moser on a camel. Can we make this happen? On a support yeah, truck. Yeah, on a support truck. Yeah, Moser on a support truck for Pulp. Yes. We can do that. We are going to. I think we can do that. We are going to get Moser to come to Dakar. Yes. Yeah, Moser would. is coming to Dakar. He would come. Moser to, would come to yes, Dakar. Yes, he would. Help Moser, help, help Moser meet Shorty in Dakar. Yeah. He wants to come meet Shorty. Right, right. Exactly. That's exactly what we will do. And we will start that. How much money do you yeah. think you really need to raise? It happened. For grand? Moser? Two grand, three grand, two or three grand, right? Would the team let him work in the sport rig? Uh, you ha- try to explain that one. <laughs> try to explain that one to the European Dakar Husqvarna crew. This is my friend. Yeah, he's a fan, but he works for our website, and he's gonna put gas in my bike. <laughs> Here's um, a topic I was trying to hit. Yeah, I cannot believe I haven't yeah. heard any backlash on this. What? When Tomac didn't finish Anaheim one, mm-hmm. I heard all these people saying, "You've got to want it." He doesn't have the heart of a champion. You got to ride. You have to finish that race. Even if you roll every jump and get two points, you cannot pull off the track. Ricky would have never pulled off the track. Bob Hanna would have put the throttle cable in his teeth. He would have asked the fan to rip his arm out of the socket so he didn't have to deal with the arm anymore. (laughs) So he doesn't race Houston. Can't even do it. Then he wins Anaheim. I don't think this is legit, but I was waiting for someone to say, how could he have been that hurt? If he's good enough to win tonight, he yeah. should have been at least good enough for 14th last week. I mean, I just, I'm shocked we haven't heard that. I think with Tomac, he gets the benefit of the doubt of being gnarly. You know, I mean, people aren't questioning his toughness. No, they don't. Nobody does. But Anaheim won. People were. Yeah, people behind the scenes were like, "What's wrong with him? Like his pants." People thought he pulled over for his pants. Yes, but also he did roll what one lap around yeah. the track. Yeah. So it was kind of like the if you can roll one lap, why can't you roll the final yeah. eight? 
Yeah. No, I heard a lot. A lot of why Do you think the whole off? shoulder thing could be, you know, a ruse and it was actually a concussion? Well, that's where Chris Cooksey comes in. Yeah. Because he asked. Well, you'll never find that out. Like, by Oh, asking, well, but. Tomac said no. Yeah. But do you think there's anything to that? Nah. I don't either. Nah, I don't. I, I, I got to give the guy's benefit right. of the doubt. I feel like if you ask the dude a question and he answers it, I'm not going to be like, yeah, thanks for the answer. Yeah. I believe you're lying. Right, now. right. And then just move on with your own agenda. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, it's I just not fair. I, I, I agree. Whatever it is, I, somehow I, they fixed it, but that is a miraculous recovery. I can be a bit stubborn and go with something that I believe in. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely been something that's benefited me a lot of times, but also hurt me in, in, in as far as journalism. And I try not to. Anderson you know Marvin I mean? friction? Well, I mean, that was different. That's, that's, okay. But I mean, um, as far as like you're like, look, I don't believe that. Like I, I, I from people I talk to and things, like, but sometimes you just gotta make you say, hey, that's what th- that's what they're saying. Yeah. And I don't have a polygraph. Yeah. And I'm never gonna find out. So I gotta move along and accept this. Well, you just have to say that if they're telling the truth, and they tell you, and then you rant and say they're liars. If they're actually not, yeah, that is a all-time dick move. <laughs> yes, it that is. That is an all-time yes. dick move. Yes, so I is. feel like if you're going to do that, you better have some sort of evidence. Yeah. There yeah. is no evidence. Yeah. And there is no crown. There. Chris Cooksey. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, we got lots more to talk about here on the show. Um, do you think Barsha... Does Barsha win a race? No, I don't know if I can go that far. No? No. We go back to that classic... You only end up getting four to five winners a year. We've already had three. Yep. I don't know. I mean, now we're down to averages. You figure Roxon's going to win one. Now we're up to four. Mm-hmm. So now you're really working the edges. He certainly can, but I don't think it's stamp it level. Have you talked to him this year? A lot. One on one. Yeah. A lot. Oh. Yeah. Tight. A lot of shit talking by you before Tight, the season. Bro. Tight. Well, maybe yeah, I, I was, should. Maybe I should circle around that then. I was very scared. <laughs> I was very scared at Anaheim. I'm like, please, God, tell me that Barsha has not listened to any of these. Or his mom. I would think the mom probably has. She gave me some suspicious looks, but we were good. Okay. So I guess I'm all right. I mean. Well, maybe perhaps I circle back around then. Yeah, I don't know what you said, but they heard that. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it was. Whatever the hell you right, did, they, right. they definitely remember. Yeah, but okay, so you've talked to him. Yes. I've heard from people who have talked to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any names, but he works for Schmanschmerl Schmodokost. Um, that he, that Justin seems like a different guy, humbled, quieter. I've liked what I've heard from the press conferences. I'm talking to him. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I would say that, but I feel like a lot of these guys, and I get the same vibe from Anderson, the same vibe from Roxon. I think a lot of it really is just the difference in being 22 years old and 25 years old. Yeah. These guys are going from boys to men. A, B, C, B, B, D, right in front of us. Like, I think they're just getting, it's so easy for people to say, he got humbled, he was out of a ride, he's changed his attitude. I think a lot of it is that the guys are just growing up, they're just becoming adults, and you see them mature right in front of you, and next thing you know, they're 28 years old, and you're like, wow, I remember when that kid was 19, and he's really changed. So yes, I feel like he's different, but I don't feel like it's so dramatic of Barsha September, Barsha January, yeah. Barsha not having a ride, yep. complete yep. revolution. No. Okay. Um, who wins races this year then? Who's left to win yeah. races? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Roxon. Roxon? Yep. Um, Sealy was really good this weekend. Sealy was good in Houston. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, it was going yeah. for the podium yeah. there. Yeah. Barsha did beat him, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with Sealy over Barsha. Mm-hmm. That puts us to five. That puts us to five. 22? I don't know about the 22. It's not, <laughs> not looking promising. No, it's not. Um, I suppose Barsha would be next on the list, but... Right now, I'm gonna yeah. I, I, saying six winners are a lot of yeah. winners. That's the problem. Uh, you talk about Cooper Webb being a bit of a surprise. Mine might be Tickle also. Like I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. See, I was never fully convinced. You weren't, huh? You weren't going with Zach Osborne theory. No, I was going with Tickle as Tickle, which is good. <laughs> right. But I was going with Tickle as Tickle. Right. A harder class than Osborne is racing also. Yeah, but there's yeah. no doubt the leap that Zacho has taken is No, is but crazy. Zacho won a moto on his own, and Zacho was in top three as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh-uh. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tickle, we'll see if Tickle remains as Tickle, or the new and improved Tickle, we'll see. What does Berluti say? About? For <laughs> a fucking Tickle? Okay. Jason Wygant brought to you by Vortex tonight. Vortex sprockets and chains. We love these guys. Uh, Jerry Robin. Uses Vortex. Uh, he's running the Black Cat 5 Sprocket with an MV3 chain. The 7 Deuce Deuce runs Vortex, and so does Barsha, and so does Webb. VortexRacing.com. You bring the heat with Jerry Robin, and you <laughs> casually mention factory Yamaha podiums. Yeah. Okay, I like GPF that. GPF Babbitt's Cowie team, Woodrow. Woodrow's Love team Woodrow. uses uses Vortex. Love Woodrow. Mm-hmm. Woodrow's good people. Absolutely. Uh, he's a show listener, too, so we just both got huge brownie points. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you email Jake at VortexRacing.com to save on uh, Vortex products. We love those guys. V3 Bar as well. And, uh, and of course, that Sprockets uh, that Factory Yamaha uses. Jason Wygant, brought to you by Vortex tonight. All right. Race Tech Suspension. They break through the limitations of OEM designs. Race Tech specializes in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups. They modify the stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Hep Suzuki uses Race Tech uh, suspension and engines. Ben uh, LeMay as Kyle, well. Kyle Cunningham. Kyle Cunningham. It's been solid. He's been putting you know, it to read. Talking about the Race Tech and the Hep team, mm-hmm. Henry Believe Miller. Hep. Henry Miller was so far off his game. Uh, he was Henry was not very good at A1, but he was coming back from injury. He never makes the, raced 450 Supercross ever, makes, I don't think. He makes the main in Houston. Yeah. And he was so far off this weekend. Like, yeah. he, he, his, Henry Miller's riding performance graph is, is like an Well, as EKG. far as the qualifying for the main event, that is a big change, the way that the without heat races, this Triple Crown yeah. is. So I think we need more data to see how that but really changes. But there was an LCQ, up. and Henry Miller was not in it. I know, but look at 70s Deuce. He wasn't Sn- either. Snuck into those heat rates. Yeah. Snuck in through the heat races, no problem. As soon as it was down to the watch, and just an LCQ, not even close. So I think the whole making the main event thing changes dramatically just based on the format. I was pumped on Henry Miller at Houston. I'm like, yeah, he's in. He's a yeah. good dude. Good to see. Yeah. And the HEP team is, you know, George Holland. Believe the HEP. Yep, believe the HEP. Uh, so, yeah, basically, um, race tech suspension and engines. This is my race tech rant. Okay. Of the night. I was going right. to do this earlier. It kind of didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. My rant of the night is, look, Feld, uh, nice job with the Triple Crown. I really like it. Wygant likes it. JT likes it. Marks, we haven't heard from you. Uh, I know you've been working on the Felt Fantasy site, but what do you think? I like it. You're, you Would you do 17 rounds? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would. Are we all on the payroll? Marks is definitely on the payroll. Definitely. Definitely. payroll? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Bribed. Um, so... Okay, so Marks likes it, and we like it, and we think it's great. 
And there definitely needs to be some tweaks and some tightening up, Feld Motorsports. But great job on this. My rant of the night is don't listen to these fucking teams and riders. Don't listen to them. Just do what you want to do. We saw five winners out of six races. Uh, Kawasaki won, a Honda won, a Husky won. Um, what else won? Well, Remus you had one? Baggett's team and Brayton's team got on a podium. MCR, a privateer team. That is huge for Made them. the podium. Yes. They um, got an interview. Just like they had won something. This is great. Don't listen to these guys. Uh, well, listen to them when it comes to the time in between races. Don't don't screw around with that because as a former team member, I can attest that you need time for bike changes and rest and everything else. But don't listen to them when they say that when they tell you we don't like it, we don't we don't like it, don't do it. Do what you want to sell tickets and get TV ratings. And if it's triple crown format, go ahead. There will be fans that will be upset, and Val they will never watch again, but they will watch. Yeah, their watch. They will not tune away yes. from Supercross because of this. So me- do more of this. Don't listen to the teams and riders when it comes to this. <laughs> listen to the teams and riders when it comes to helping them out get to the races, but not okay. when it comes to okay. format changes because you will never get a consensus. So do what you got to do. Make it entertaining. And I feel like for Race the Tech most part... Night. Racetech.com. Pulp Mexico. That was a solid yeah. rant. Thank you. Because you threw in an F-bomb. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was rant yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like the riders are fairly diplomatic these days. Roxon was, he meant, did not mince words. And I feel like for the most part, no one really, the majority of them didn't go all out against it. Yes, Anderson and Tomac said, I wouldn't want to see it at every race, but yeah. they didn't say they didn't like it at all. Um, I expected to hear more of that. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Which I think shows. The track got beat up by everybody. Bad. Track was bad. Yeah. yeah. Track was bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't get. Here's something I learned Big time last year. I think for a few years, they were trying to figure out a way to make the lap times longer. Mm-hmm. There's an easy way to do that. You just put more turns yeah. in a track. And I thought more turns, that's where you do passing. More turns, more passing. No, wrong. Right. As they started to put more turns in, what that means is you have to have shorter straightaways. Everyone started to realize, here's the problem. The shorter the straightaway, that's what leads to bad passing yeah. situations. Yeah, long lanes... Just Houston had long lanes. Yep. If you watch how Anderson passed Roxon for the lead, he just went balls out in that rhythm lane after the start mm-hmm. one time. And in a football field length, you could probably do math on it. That's 100 yards, basically, that he had to try to gain. He probably went three miles an hour faster over each jump, and that equals two bike lengths by the end like of the straightaway. Like a Tom Savage Hail Mary throw. Yes, like uh, Nick Foles. What are you going to do to stop that? Right. Basically... If you have 100 yards, you can go slightly faster over each jump. And by yeah. the end of that straightaway, you're next to the guy and you and can you make can, the pass. you can see the dudes, when they really want to get by somebody, they start scrubbing. They start, yes, they, they start, start scrubbing. They start scrubbing. Right. They start, you know. Right. But when you only have 50 feet between yeah. turns, yeah. you can't. No rider at this level is so much better than. Stu. Besides Stu. Yes. Stu yeah. could do it. Right. Stu could do it. But pick anybody in the top R. three. RIP Stu. Yes, Stu could, yes, pass, you know, stop on a dime and give you some change. Do we want to go on for 30 minutes about Stu or no? That's not your race tech rant? No. Stu could do it? No. Yes. Uh, so never you see those short straightaways, yeah. it's not yeah, a no. long enough section of obstacles for anyone to gain enough to get next to the guy to yeah. pass him in the next corner. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of the race tech rant, Jeff, what's up, man? What's happening? Yeah, um, I was I was listening to your race tech rant just now, and I, I wanted to mention something that I haven't heard yet from anybody, and that was... We had the three main event winners, you know, and they interviewed the first place, but there was no mention of second or third place at all. 
which I get because the TV stuff and everything, but it seemed to me like bringing more faces to the podium and stuff like that would have been kind of the goal with that in each main event, the winner, because it just kind of appeared to the naked eye to be more of a heat race win because they just interviewed first place and then it was done. You know what I mean? When you have first, really? second, third, it's a main event Again, win. Again, ne- yeah. neither one of us have watched it. So Brayton and Baggett. In the stadium, they interviewed them? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, not on TV. No. Baggett did not get interviewed in the first main. No. Wow. But yeah, they but held them on this. It gave the appearance of a. I mean, they, know, they, they, they needed yeah. time to fill. So, you know, they yeah, thought they were in a rush. Kind of, <laughs> that's kind of what I thought the goal of that was, you know, to get more faces up there. And I stuff. agree. But it seemed I, kind of strange to me I'm to see strange. that. Unless I missed something, but I could have sworn I didn't see Mark, anybody else interviewed. Marks. First remember, place, one and done. Do you remember what he's talking about? Yeah, I don't remember seeing them either. Wow. They yeah. held them and had them do the interview on the stage for the live audience. So yeah. I just assumed TV yeah. swapped them out. And I can tell you what they do outdoors is they let the mechanic take the bike away instantly. So if they need yeah, to do was... bike maintenance, we can get started as soon yeah. as you want. But we need your rider for five more minutes to do interviews. That's yeah. an easy solution. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that. And and honestly, there was there was no mention of them either. There was no mention of second or third place. It was just wow. like, here's first place, and we're going to the next race. We're going to I mean, think about what a cool story Brayton is for third in the first main. Yeah. Private team, yeah. Yeah. Uh, stock bike or stock production-ish bike, you know, yes. all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. none of that was. Think, they didn't, they yeah. didn't get to Brayton until the very end of the TV show for fourth, and then they interviewed him, and he think, got to see his. Think, know, Ralph and Jeff knew, think Ralph and Jeff know anything? Brayton's program? <laughs> suspension suspension or help or anything? Think they got anything? I'm just listening. I don't know. Okay, what you're all, saying, right, Steve, all right. We're I'm, moving I'm on. Good. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. No worries. Appreciate right. it. Uh, Wygant's got a late flight, so we're, we're going long tonight. Um, Ryan, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm good. My question is uh, how come you uh, don't like amateur racing and uh, what's it going to take to get you on that train? There's no way I'm getting on that train. There's no way. For one, okay, so. for one, I'm busy as fuck. I got pro racing. I got Canadian racing I follow closely. I got hockey podcast I do. I love uh, baseball and football as far as stick and ball sports. I got no time for MotoGP, and I got no time for amateur racing. Okay, let me comment. I like Mumford, though. I like Mumford. Here. Mumford, okay. right, because he likes Pulp. Yeah, he likes so, the show. Dude, have Mumford on Pulp, what are you doing? I could have Mumford have on. on sure, yeah. I'd have Mumford yeah, that, on tomorrow. Be, he, he seems... like, he'll be like your gateway drug for amateur racing. They're awesome. I can't stand the amount of support these idiots get. I really can't. I'm sorry. I just I don't buy it. I, I don't like it. I get the James Stewarts and Carmichaels because they're elite, one-of-a-kind kids. I have no problem with these dudes. But you t- look, Shane McElrath had got nothing. And he just he's uh, he was one Anaheim one, and he was weed you were around. He he was garbage amateur. Uh, Jeff Stanton was garbage amateur. Um, Ross and Stroop and Nick Easy got everything. What they do in amateur doesn't mean jack shit when you get to the pros, and you can ask any of these kids that. And the amount of support they get, I heard of an agent uh, going for a hundred thousand dollar contract for one of these kids for for clothing. I j- no clothing beat it. Clothing clothing. Maybe it was you know so, two year deal or something, but I beat it. Like I don't. It's turning into the homeschooling, uh, ripping families apart for chasing the dream, and it's always been like that. I'm sure to a, to a certain point, but these teams are grabbing 13 year olds, 12 year olds, 11 year olds now. Ah, a pox on all your houses. 
That's what I say. Okay. Stop well, it. I saw I saw Villapoto. I saw Villapoto race when he was like I think he was nine years old at Clark's Branch Motocross in Roseburg, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And man, I, that made me want to follow Ryan Villapoto. What are you super creepy, bro, or what? What are you creepy following no. some eleven-year-old? Nine, nine, <laughs> nine. No, dude, because because he he'd whip this sixty-five cc dirt bike pancake Great. over the biggest jumps on the Great. track. You and Danger Boy, you can hang out with each other. You follow Danger Boy right now. He's great. He's Danger Boy Deegan. He's fun to he's fun to watch. Great, awesome, cool. Yeah, who cares? All right. Like nobody cares. Seriously, I follow professional racing where there's adults making money and trying to do something. That's what I follow. That's what I like. Money wasn't relevant. The kids are making money too. Yeah, which is bullshit. (laughs) All right. Still, but I like Mumford. I like Mumford. All right. All right. Thanks on the show. Thank you. That was the true race tech rant. It really was unbelievable. I don't like you know me. I've said this for years. No, I know. You're mad that the Kyle Chisholm's of the world are struggling to make ends meet while an amateur kid is trying to get a hundred grand for clothing. Right? Yeah. That's yeah, that's I, the crux of the your kid, argument. The kid has done nothing and the, if you're a quote unquote washed up pro, you've already been through the ringer and OEMs and gear companies are like, Nope, nothing for you. We got all we got a bunch of money in the amateurs though, kids. I don't like it. I would completely understand why they're doing it with these amateur kids except for one problem. If you're the manufacturer, it kind of works. Generally, they stay. Generally, you keep them all through their 250 pro career, at least. And if they're really good, you get them on a 450. But if you're the gear or any other sponsor, you never can hold on to them. Never. Most of the 250 teams have team clothing deals. So do whatever you want. You're going to lose them. If they end up on Mitch Payton's team, guess what? They're yeah. wearing Fox. If they, end up on Troy Lee's, if they end up on Troy Lee's team, what gear do you think you're going to be wearing? How much money do you think A-Star dumped into AC for all those years? For him to wear Thor and then Fox? And Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Now, the A-Star situation is, I don't know. They have their yeah. own completely <laughs> different motivation of why they sponsor dudes. But it is a good example of, it doesn't matter, you're probably going to lose them. Kawasaki at AC, they still have AC. That generally works. But every other sponsor, you tend to lose I just, them. I just, and, and I'm okay with grabbing a 16-year-old or a 15-year-old and going balls out with him because he's your next guy. Yeah. But we've seen what happens. Then the 14-year-olds get grabbed. Then the 13-year-olds get grabbed. And all that money and all that support going to kids that race four times a year. Well, only one race that really means anything, Loretta's. The other ones are four-lap sprints that don't mean the jack shit. <laughs> and, and, and the kids that are actually training and trying to live and, be, and they're married and they're trying to have lives get no money and no support. I understand. I understand when yeah, when you just, put it up just, against when you realize it is it is a uh, f- there are sunk costs. If you're going to put cost into this, it's going to take cost out of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't think people usually think of it in those terms, but you are correct. There are privateers that can't get support because money is being spent on the amateur side. I think there is. Has to be. There's I, I only the pie so, is only so big, right? No, I like Mumford though. You do like Mumford. I like Mumford. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Next uh, next call here, Jimmy. You got a broadcast question? What's up? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, calling to ask, what do you guys know about the media deals for, like, media rights for Supercross and Motocross? Because I know NBC, they do the outdoors, and they do, like, MAV TV for, like, first motos or oh, whatever. The, the, the oh. outdoor motocross TV is a little bit of a convoluted thing. Uh, I believe 
that uh, Fox Sports is paying Feld now for Supercross. I think that was in a Sports Business Journal article a It was, years but ago. it did include Monster Jam also. So okay. they are being paid. But the only thing I don't know is, were they like, we want all these Monster Jam events. Oh, and we'll take Supercross or vice versa. Or they want to both. I don't know. But Feld definitely does get money mm-hmm. for both things. Well, yeah. Like, because what I was curious about, obviously, like, I'll, I'll watch the Supercross broadcast and it'll be, you know, one heat, you're, they'll finish all the 450, 250 heats, all that stuff. They'll go to commercial, they'll come back, they'll say something for like two minutes, and they'll go right back to commercial, and they'll come back to make up to mud. It's like, I, I like how NBC does it where it's kind of like streamlined. It goes, you know, like the caller earlier was saying, you go Moto 1, 250, Moto yeah. 1, 450. And just keep moving it along. And that's because they, just, they don't think Langston will make the whole show. They got to get it in and out quickly. <laughs> They're not sure if Langston will be. You know, we're losing GL. <laughs> There's a party going on, and he really wants to go outside. He's only good at two things. I don't know if you heard about that. I, or not. I, I did. I had two things <laughs> on my mind: winning races and smashing yeah. pussy. Wow. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I think you're missing goes, something. Wow. You're you're saying what's up with the team. All those networks are doing is covering the racing format as it is. Like, NBC didn't come up with this motocross format. That's just what they've always had. You do have a 30-minute moto, a 30-minute and two-lap moto within an hour total, and then the next hour starts another 30-minute and two-lap moto. They're just covering what's already there. And the Fox Sports people told me, they're like, they told us this is the format. Whatever format they have, we're going to cover it. If they're going to have a 10-minute race every 10 minutes, we'll cover that. If they're going to have a half hour of racing and a half hour of breaks, we're going to cover that. It is not all, – all these. Net, there's no difference in Fox and NBC. They're just covering what the race is. So if it was a four-hour long race or a, or a 400 four-minute races, they're just covering whenever. It really has nothing to do with the, the media. I don't understand well, why people think that. Why would you think – it's always been that way in Supercross. I don't, I'm confused. For, for me, well, what? personally, I'm a newer fan. I've oh, okay. been watching it for the past two years. Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. From what I've seen, like, I got the motocross gold package this summer. Yep. It was like, oh, you get every moto, great, every race, yeah. you're qualifying before it. I mean, it was like a sweet deal. I was like, for yep. 60 bucks, of course I want to do it. Yep. But then, like, you go to Supercross, and then there's just a fuck ton of commercials just everywhere, and it's yeah. less racing. Weed, you but, said like, that gold thing was a huge success, right? That gold package? Gold package was a huge success. But here's the thing that I, people are – I know it doesn't seem this way, and I know you're not going to believe it. I guarantee you there is the same amount of commercials in one hour of motocross as there is in one hour of supercross and also one hour of every other thing you see on TV. I swear every one-hour TV show is 43 minutes of content. There are 17 minutes of commercials in every hour of television on any network, any sport, any show I'm ever. I'm marks to look into that. Because here's what people are missing. We have to put commercials on during the motos, outdoors, to get those breaks in. Mm-hmm. So it's just the way it is. Like They're just covering the event as it is. Feld said they wanted to have a triple crown format, and Fox Sports said, all right, well, I guess we'll put the commercials between the races then. All right, Jimmy, yeah. thanks like, for calling, man. Yep. we gotta, we got to run. Buddy. Right, yeah. But yep. thank, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. we got to run. we we, we got to wrap the show up. Like, and the commercials thing, that, that re- I never imagined. I mean, I understand if you're watching at home, it is a legit complaint. I'm not saying it's not yeah. a legit complaint. I just never thought that would be the side effect, the hardcore complaint. Yep. I like Mumford. Um, all right, uh, Nick, what's up, man? Hey, question about uh, uh, team's gear setups. Do, they, now, do the riders have a choice, or are they just handed whatever they're handed? The, like, the better the rider that you are, the more choice you have. Uh, but most, so of the, like, most of the times they're just handed the gear. 
so like Versace or Versace, Savachi, sorry, yeah. and AC are like are they just handed the same shit? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They'll, like, that'll be all planned out with with Monster and Pro Circuit and Fox and everybody. Gotcha, gotcha. Now McElrath, Jesus, that was hideous, dude. Wow, well, TLD's man. done polka dots before, but purple. Oh man, I, I love TLD. That's besides flying TLD top two right there. But oh man, the. I don't know. I think Troy's just officially out of fucking ideas. He's just like, forget it. I did it. Oh my I've done God. chicken and Bradshaw and, and Seeley, and I'm just out. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Just that, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do the purple and then the, you know, the boots. Nothing, yeah. nothing fit. It's best dress shit is what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Hey, All right. by the way, <clears throat> yeah. did Sexton and Craig have different gear? No, I don't think so. Then nope. how did Sexton win? Great radio. Uh, he won along with Craig, whatever, yeah. Oh, they both won? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, all right. We, nobody knows about that award anyways. The ha, 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 ha. It was actually connected to his old employer, right? Wasn't it? Huh? Didn't You said Kiefer did this. Yeah. But this was before Kiefer. This, was this a Dirt Rider thing? Yeah, he did it over there, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. It started there. Yeah. Right. Now it's just his thing. Yeah. Not connected to Dirt Rider. No. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. We were there on Friday. We killed it. Two-hour show. It was great. Uh, fantastic. Thanks for people for listening. Eight years they've been our sponsor, and we love those guys. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out. Uh, put it in the notes section or call and mention PULPMX, and they will give you a hell of a deal on anything you need for your bike or body or your mountain bike or your watercraft wagon. All stuff you do. Watercraft. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have lakefront property now. Whenever you take the family out on your boat with the water ski and the wakeboarding, and everything, like you are just... My poor oh, wife, dude, we, we actually had fuck? some Honda uh, jet skis Racer X had uh, a few years. Oh, yeah? Back, like uh, 10, 12 years ago. Uh-huh. So when I was trying to get my wife to go out on dates with me, I was like, oh, you got to come down to the lake. We, yeah. we got uh, yeah. jet skis. So she got to ride one one time. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We'll do it all the time. I've never done it again. <laughs> all right, everybody. So these questions are submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner there picks the best ones and uh, and, and lets, us, lets us have it. All right. Are we going to skip the commercial ones? I think we covered it a lot, right? Yeah, there's a few that, right. that we covered. Yeah. Uh, this one's from, uh, no, it's not from Alex Ray. This one's from Alex Ray. <laughs> I screenshotted what A Ray sent earlier about my sister. Oh, yeah. Um, and I screenshot the other ones that I'm picking. He, he's coming back in. Hey, Ray. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> he says he's... he's, he's he what t- is going on here? Dude, I don't know. It's the Pulp Show. Yep. Um, this one's from Daniel Blair. How oh. come Steve is too cool to come to the post-race press conferences? Well, because of the host. I do not like the guy that hosts them. He's garbage. That's your opportunity to talk to... Uh, His podcast is garbage. Barsha. Uh, Anderson. Anderson's in there a lot, yeah. Yeah. Daniel I mean, Blair. that's your shot. I just went through this earlier in the show. Like, I don't think they're doing a good enough job getting other guys there. I really don't. If they were getting, if the guys on the podium would stick around, okay, so I can a- ask them questions. I don't feel like I'm getting enough of my answers that I need from the top guys. And if they're not sticking around afterwards. They're gone. And they're not bringing enough guys from other teams there. So... I'll go to the pits. I'll go talk to people who want to stick around and talk to the media, although that's probably getting less and less. I was going to say, are there a lot of those? There's not. There's more, though. There's more. Um, okay. But here's a classic example, and I'm going to write about this in my column. Hayden Malross had an awesome race. 
uh, forward in each of the main events. It might have been his best ride in America. Mm -hmm. I went straight to his truck after the 450 main. Gone. Gone. Um, I would love to talk to Hayden about his race and the team and the sponsors. He had a good night. If I'm that, ma if I'm Craig Monty, who's a friend of mine and the manager, I tell Hayden, I text Mathis or I text Wygant or I, or I tell him to stay or whatever, but gone, gone. And so that's it. So some of these teams don't get it. They just don't get it. Uh, Mike Genova. He, he gets, gets it. it. He gets it. He gets it. So um, I, yeah, but so, and I, I don't like Daniel Blair. That, that's also a big part of it. Hayden Miller also got 52 points in fantasy. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, I had him. I picked him. Um, no, I just, I, I, I don't know, Weech. I mean, how do you feel about this? Like, am I just being an idiot? No, it, it's a definite compromise. Like, none of us should have to think, hmm, I wonder if for media purposes not going to the press conference is better. Should yeah. never be a potential better option to not go. But it's like 51%, 49%. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. You're almost better off not going. Yes. And and, and also, too, the Feld is selling press press conference passes for fans you know i don't i don't want i don't want i don't want any part of that i don't want any part of that i don't want i don't want to clap for the riders yeah there shouldn't be i do clap. not want to fucking clap daniel blair if you're listening to this he asks for a round of applause for the podium riders i well, do not clap i don't do it i would never clap no we are the media yeah we're not fans we're not we are not to fans clap. not supposed to clap I do not give a shit that you got third, and I'm happy for you and your your girlfriend and your dog and your sponsor. Um, so yeah, they, they, I just th there's a lot of things that I don't like about it. And I'm sorry, I've talked to Sean Brennan a little bit about it, and that media guy, he's a great guy, but uh, I'm just I'm not stoked right now. So we we just want more riders, though. That's that's our that's what it all comes down. to. And Sean maybe asks, maybe they don't come. I don't know, but yeah. it's not working. But it's not working. Yeah, and there's a bit of a problem where riders think if they get fourth or worse, why would anyone want to talk to me? I'm garbage. Yeah, but and I've I've told Sean dozens. You, I will talk to every single person you bring. If you had all twenty-two riders from the four hundred and fifty main event there, we would talk to all twenty-two. Absolutely, would, they, they may would, have to wait a little bit, but yes. we'll get to them. <laughs> we would never ever turn an interview down. No, nope, no. And and the podium guys, they, I I timed it because I saw this question from Mister Blair. Jason Anderson talked for three minutes and ten seconds uh, in um, Anaheim two, and then got up and left. I'm sure I don't. I wasn't there. But I, I talked to someone who was, and he said he split right away. Okay. So three minutes and ten seconds. And that's all we got. Did Schman Schmerled motocross get him? Nope. I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Yeah. So anyways, so that's that's my thing, Daniel Blair. And I don't like Daniel Blair either. Bruce Andrews. Um, uh, if Carson Mumford hosted it, I would be there. Bruce Andrews had your back. He said he's out in the trenches getting the real stories. Bruce said that. Yeah, Bruce Andrews. I love Bruce. Yeah. He replied straight to Daniel Blair. So <laughs> This one's from Ang Angry Clint. What's Steve and Pookie think of his cam girl fan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Some girl said, uh, she tweeted me. What she tweeted about? Oh, me and Anderson not talking. She said, I'm her favorite media guy, and Jason Anderson's her favorite writer, and she wished that we would talk. I saw that. Okay. Yes. So I replied or something. You explained yeah. that that's probably not going to happen because yep. of some things he well, said in response. People clicked to on her profile. He, he replied after extensive research uh, as to. Yeah. No, no, no. I did not. I did never <laughs> click on her profile. I just replied. I just quoted it and replied. I don't know who this girl is. And people were like hitting me up. Did you see this girl's profile? And then I clicked on it. And she is a. Stormy Daniels. Full. 
cam girl, very graphic photos on her Twitter feed. And I and so Pookie's like, that's a bot. I'm like, no. She's talking about Supercross. The bots don't actually ask legitimate no, questions no, 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 on there. No, they don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, whatever. God bless her. You know what? She's making a living and she loves Supercross. And she loves Anderson. No surprise there. Good for him. <laughs> right. Good for him. That's not that's not a Brayton fan. That's not a Brayton fan. No, that's an Anderson yeah, style. That's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah exactly. good for him. All right. This one's from Turley Marshall. Uh, what did you guys think of the live heart rate monitors on the broadcast? 200 beats per minute is crazy high. So that's me up a mountain bike hill. Uh, I, I got to... Listen, what's your highest heart rate you ever got to? 192? I've gotten 207s, 209s. It's, it's stupid. You feel like you're dying. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all that information is great. The more information is fantastic. Yep. Right? Yes, it's great. I cannot believe that uh, they've given the Lit Pro guys permission to put it out there. I think it's superb. Yeah. Um, Props to Alden for letting that happen a little bit. Yeah. Is some of his guys? Yeah, some guys of his guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tickle. Yeah, yeah, I saw Tickle. Yeah. Craig was the one that had the ridiculously Craig high heart was rate. The one, yeah, with the 200. Now, a lot of this. What? Is, heart yes. rate is genetic? Now, what about your age and weight and. Yeah, your your own peak goes down, and yeah, and now this is only going to be as effective as. The so I'm people. fine at two hundred nine. Some people are, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem like I'm fine Some at people. all. Well, it's just what you feel at two hundred nine. Yeah. Someone else feels the same way at one eighty nine, and that doesn't mean that either person is in better or worse yeah, shape. It yeah. just is how it works. Oh, so I'm in shape now. You potentially are. <laughs> yeah, you and Christian you. Craig. <laughs> Let's you. tell Craig yeah. that you are about equal. Right. Okay. Yes. Um. All right, we already just had a brief discussion of what heart rate means. So a lot of this data is only going to be as helpful as the discussion, as the explanation <laughs> ah. that comes with it. Yes. Let's move on. Yeah, Papadistos was good, though. Um, this one's from David. <laughs> David you, like, you like that one? Yes. I, okay, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. I'll fill you in after the show. Okay. Weege and Phil go on a dinner date. Mm-hmm. Who pays? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like it's awesome. the irresistible force versus the... Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Um, immovable object, yeah. Um, I, honestly, they just pay for each other, and that's it. That's, that's it. Somebody replied and said, neither. They both excuse themselves to the bathroom and bolt for the law without paying. <laughs> this hey, might where be... do you stand on tipping? Um, I don't not tip. That's jacked. How much do you tip? Well, here's the problem. They got a little... <laughs> 20% is very easy to calculate. Oh, so it's 10. Well, yeah, but no, like, look, I got a morals clause. I've talked about this. Yeah, yeah you have. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's how they make their living. Yeah. That's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't jack them. That's like stealing. Okay. All right. 20 is easier to calculate than 15. Yeah. Sucks. All right. Really wish I could calculate 15 on the fly. A lot easier. All right. If you do... Never mind. Um, Grant Rivard wants to know Blame Pie, how much of the Barsha web beef Was due to Barsha showing Webb up On a temp ride No, they came together In that race, and that's what had everything to do with it That was it I don't think there's anything else I mean, maybe a little bit, but no Yeah, probably Barsha, Webb's doing his thing Barsha's doing his thing Webb's not sitting there going, oh, fuck this guy He's, he's gotten a temporary ride, he's killing it You know, They came together in a race and whether Barsha was on a Cowie or a 
or a uh, Yamaha, they would have probably had words after. What if Barsha, after six rounds, how about this? Says, oh, no, no. I'm declaring myself a free agent. <laughs> and I'm entitled contention. Because Stone Cold says yes, so. I'm a free agent. That's the bottom line. Because Bam Bam says so. I'm up for grabs, everybody. Well, I'm third in points. The rumor in the pit. Come pits, sign me. This goes into your partying Temecula Justin Hill rumor. Yeah. But since you dropped that, I'll drop this one. The rumor in the pits on the weekend was Millsaps has already been paid out. Thank you for your service. Barsha, here's a full year deal. That's the word in the pits. Yeah, I mean, it's. Here's the problem with all these. Yeah. They sound believable, but that doesn't mean they actually are yeah. true. Yeah, no, no. That's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. High yes. rumor, rumor only. It's so. very easy to say Hills had three bad races. I heard he's slacking. Believable. That doesn't mean it's actually true. This one's from Charlie. Big, oh, Charlie. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Bigger panic button. Cooper Webb or Justin Hill? Hill. Oh, yeah. Hill. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Dude Bird. For everyone, thoughts on Monsters Slayground 2 video? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I set my alarm this morning. Set my alarm. Is that the one that came out today? Yeah. Set my alarm because I want to watch it the moment it came out. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Really en- I really enjoy asking those questions. Yeah, I, I will never time to be watch that. And I want, honestly, I've heard, I've heard that. Uh, what's the kid's name? Ash. No, Axel. Axel. Axel is a good kid. I've heard he's cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that too. Yeah, yep. never spoken to him. Yep. I will never watch that video. I will never watch that video. <laughs> I won't either. Like I'm not going on a rant. Yeah. But I'm not. No, no going I'm not either. I'm just. I will yeah, never watch just that video. Not Whatever, I'm just not interested. Yep. No, no hard, a hard no on that. <laughs> like, I'm pumped. Like, if a lot of people like it and they think dirt bikes are cool from it, I'm all for it. Yeah. It's not my style. Yeah. This one's from Kurt Bog. I like racing. Weege, what is one thing that you don't cheap out on? <laughs> Next question. This is taking a really <laughs> long time. Next question. Pass. Can I pass? Yeah. Dirty Al Green wants to know, why would Marv come back, ride two mains, and then quit on the third? Well, because his shoulder, I mean, people are like, ah, fucking pussy. Like, his shoulder was obviously giving out. It was obviously a lot of pain. <laughs> he had a, I'm sure he had a Toradol shot, and I'm sure Maybe it was. wearing off. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what people, like, I don't know. I saw that question. I was like, what? I asked mostly out of bitterness for my yeah. fantasy team. Well, you guys were dumb. Yeah. Easy. You signed a guy to your fantasy team who couldn't race put your, before. Put your mic down a little bit. Why would you pick him? I don't. I wish I never would. You know what talked me into it? Charles Caslew talked me uh, into it. He was hurt. But he was Fuck you, Charles. <laughs> this one's from Icaro. Weege, who would win in a dirt bike race between you, Steve, and Marks? I don't know. I mean, he has the backflip. He does. He must be pretty good. Yeah. And I crashed over a 10-foot double three weeks ago, and I've never been the same. Wait, that, that big crash you had was that? What? You had this... Yeah, crash that everyone was concerned. You got to put, put air quotes around. Big, they were though. very concerned for my safety. They were very yeah, concerned, yeah. almost as much as the terrorist attack in France. <laughs> that is that your favorite story about me? I think it is. Like out of all the stories yes, you I have, believe, oh, it's so I good. believe my favorite story is Steve. Are you okay, Steve? There's been a terrorist attack. You're right, guys. Stu, <laughs> he didn't jump the quad. <laughs> Couldn't care less about. You terrorism. love that story. Uh, uh, I mean, to be that Stu to the core. <laughs> 
that stew to the core that Bro. it really doesn't matter if I could be killed by terrorists. Bro, I was More fine. I was fine. <laughs> stew was not fine. Stew was not jumping the quad. <laughs> I don't get that that's funny. I don't understand how that's so funny. It's, it's great. It's pretty funny. It's great because the Paris terrorist attack is going to be referenced forever. And we're always going to tie it to when Stu started to lose it. <laughs> right, right, It's right. always going to connect to it that. Was a, it was as shocking as that terrorist attack. He was not. I told you it's straight rhythm. He won straight rhythm, but something was wrong. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Something was wrong. And I remember saying, Anton, hey, Anton, at the press conference for oh, A1, yeah, he, Anton, how do you look? He looks good, dude. He looks, looks skinny. Looks like yeah, he lost some weight. Nah, I didn't look good. <laughs> uh, we'll finish with this one from Brett Clark. Weege, if you had to choose between free utilities for a year or free food for two years, what would you choose? Uh, well, I you just do the math, right? Yeah, well, I would definitely go with the free food. Here's why. You can't really get enjoyment out of utilities. Like, you just use them, right? So, with food, you're always wrestling the, hey, I admit, like, a good restaurant is nicer yeah. and better than cruddy food. But I always have to make the choice to do the bad one. What's the most you spent personal money on a nice restaurant? No paybacks, no nothing, no. Yeah, I've never. Is it possible to go to a restaurant and spend $100? Yes. <laughs> I've never been in the triple digits. Not like, ever. You mean for yourself or for the total bill? Uh, Me and one other person. Okay. Never. No. $100? That's honestly impressive. Yeah. No. Going out to dinner is fifty bucks. That's what going out to dinner for you. Costs. For yes. you, yeah, that is fifty what bucks. I consider it forty to fifty dollars is when you go out to dinner. Okay, people spend three digits on dinners. I went three of us last week. My mom was in town. Yeah, three hundred and fourteen dollars. What the? A hundred dollars a piece? You're gonna give the man a heart attack. Yeah, a hundred dollars a piece. Pookie had some drinks. Mom had some drinks. I had steak and lobster. St- what? You had steak and lobster. Yep. It's never top, top of the world restaurant. At, uh, have you ever been there? No, I haven't. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I actually have. What? Rita Coombs handled it. Oh yeah, Don't top you of the say. world. He clearly didn't pay. <laughs> yes, Rita Coombs handled it. Two thousand and two. It's good times. Top of the world. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what went on in two thousand two. Yeah. But AMA had their Hall of Fame banquet out here in uh-huh. November. Yeah. And uh, I think we had, I'm not kidding, like twenty eight employees come out wow we had so many people from morgantown come out that we had multiple flights because they were afraid if the plane goes down the entire company will perish <laughs> that's how many people we had going i don't know what yeah. the deal was right there's a lot of money spent that year wow 2002 never happened again all right i got one more okay from hobo nick okay uh for Weege, if you're buying someone lunch and the ticket is missing two ten dollar beers see this question is flawed because Weege would never let somebody order two ten dollar beers if he was paying yeah, but anyway. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Are you letting the server know and making sure to pay, or do you pay the tag as is and it's on them for forgetting? Oh, absolutely. I yeah, mean, yeah. that is fist pump. That is Jeff Ward <laughs> in Atlanta, just <laughs> fist pumping. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much what I live for. You know, one of the greatest thrills of my life. No. Is occasionally. You'll like go to Lowe's or something, and they'll screw up. Like you get a huge bag yeah. of like mulch, yeah. and then there was like something else, and they didn't notice it. And you get like, yeah. man, you know what I got one time? KTM, you have to have star sockets. Yeah, it's a big pain in the ass mm-hmm. to have these yeah. star sockets. And one time I bought a, you know, it was twenty bucks. I'm like, you can never have enough of these damn sockets. I'm just gonna get another set just in case. 
and they forgot. I got home and I'm like, I don't think they saw these. And I looked on the receipt. It wasn't on there. One of the greatest moments oh. of my life. $20 free star sockets. I really enjoy these uh, weege frugal stories. I mean, we're trying to do a cheap off too. You know, we're working on that. Uh, what about Chiz, man? He's dangerous. Oh, yeah. He could be a, Chiz. You know, a new. I'm yeah. afraid. He's yeah. quite the nemesis. Yeah. I went to his house a few years ago. He, yeah. had a, he had a bike stand for a chair, an office chair. <laughs> and he had a couch. <laughs> He had a couch that was goddamn falling apart, and he said it was fine because the part where he sat was okay. <laughs> now I think Chiz can take me down. Because <laughs> once his you get flip flops, older... remember his flip flops are four dollars. Yeah, he or, bought like yeah. six of them. Yep. Like, see, Chiz is now married and has kids. Eventually, you have to have buy-in from the other side. Like my wife does not spend money, but at the same time, you can only you can only cut so much. Like, she doesn't go out shopping and spend tons of money ever. Yeah. Cookie doesn't at all, right? Uh, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I would like to have, you know, a 20-year-old couch, but it's just not going to happen. Like, eventually, yeah. you have to sell out. Right. So, I don't know how he gets away with it. God bless him. <laughs> an office, he had a championship stand for, for an office chair. Uh, hey, uh, that's it. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Use the code PulpMX when you're saving at the, when you're checking out at BTOsports.com. Love those guys and love the fact we did that live show on Friday. We'll try to do that some more. We had a special weekend code. Hope a lot of you used it. Uh, Honda World Downey, why again? You would love these guys. They gave me a hell of a deal on Ridge Line. 30 minutes anywhere from LA where the 5 and the 605 freeway meet. Pulp uh, MX special for oil changes. And uh, they hooked me up with the great prices on Honda. If you're in the market, please check them out. Honda World Downey. Uh, all right, Roxon. Brayton, Phil, Sexton. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay, who was the best interview tonight? Brayton. Marks, who was the best interview? I can't. I can't answer that because I was on the phone all night, okay. so I don't know. I'll take Phil again. Phil's always good. Um, Roxon was great, man. Roxon was. Roxon. I heard a little bit of Roxon. He's yeah. always he, good. He's always good. He hasn't been on for a long time. Like you said, he was blowing me off for a little bit, but I didn't. You know what? I didn't get mad at that. Yeah. Why not? Because he replied back. He would write back. He would just say, I can't do it. He just said, hey, I'm going to lay low for a little bit, he told me. Oh, that's great. No problem. Yes. No problem, Kenny. That's doing it right. No, that is doing it right. You, doing sometimes right. you just got to ball, ball up and just say no. And, and I, yeah. as a professional, yeah. no problem. Done. See you at the races. I don't think people expect that reaction. That's the thing. Like when you and Knowles... Had your issue, and he's like, "I'm not going to sponsor your show." And you're like, "Okay, yeah, thanks for sponsoring." And, and send him an email. Years. And send him an email. Said, "Thank you very much. Appreciate it for." for, for yeah, for the, it's yeah. just not the issue, or sorry, it's not the um, reaction that people expect. Uh, all right, Weech. First thing that comes to your mind for these sponsors for our show. You ready? Okay. BTOsports.com. Uh, the Rocky Mountain ATV MCKTM team. <laughs> they like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. Here we go. Fly racing. Will sponsor anyone? <laughs> you, you've, you've used that one has gone on for years. Yes. <laughs> Will sponsor anyone? Is that good? Yes. Is this what your sponsor? Yeah. This, these this, yeah. This is. I, I. I asked for this. Race Texas <laughs> pension and engines. You had a much better race tech rant on amateurs. Yeah, that should. That should be your weekly rant. It should just every week. Be amateurs. That. Yes. No problem. Your rant should be that every week. No problem. I like Don't Mumford. encourage him. I like please. Mumford. He likes Mumford. Vortex Racing. Uh, used by all the top teams, including 
<laughs> Jerry Robin. Jerry Robin. And also Factory Yamaha. Uh, gear Alloy. Oh, greatest wheels yeah. ever. Greatest wheels ever. Probably by Thursday I'll have a set of my Jeep. And you know what that means, Steve? The stockers go on Craigslist. What can you get for a set of stock wheels? Uh, probably 100 bucks. Oh, I sold mine with the tires for 200 Stock? Yeah. Like new? No, that's 15,000 miles on it. Oh, uh, okay. That's decent. Dude, I sold uh, Jeep wheels you can buy and sell all day long on Craigslist. Somebody came with a Honda Pilot, which cannot fit the same tires that are on a Jeep, and they bought them, and I'm like, you idiots. You are not going to be able to use these, but if you want to give me 400 bucks. Yeah. And I never said a word. There is no chance in hell. <laughs> Vince McMahon style, there is no chance in hell that they no can chance. ever use those tires. Yes. All right. Uh, Roost MX. Um, they have track walk available coming up this weekend. Track walk, Steven. Track walk. Track walk. I, you notice I'm, I've been laying low on that. Okay. You notice Collecting I've been laying data. low. Okay. Yep. Collecting, Collecting data. data. Okay. Scraping. <laughs> track walk. Collecting info. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Uh, Vertex Pistons helping out Jerry Robin and the factory... Or is that a different? No, that was Vortex. That was Vortex. That's Vortex, not Vortex. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The Vortex Pistons. I don't know. Sorry. X Brown goggles. Uh, ben Lemay, clearly going right to the main event. He saw that. Saw the opening. Alex Ray actually qualified in the top eighteen with X Brown. You know what? I think not tickle though. I think A Ray by making it out of the top eighteen, it actually hurt him. Yeah, because he wasn't in that LCQ. Right. right. Yeah. And you never saw him much in the main. No. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5. Ah, Randy Richardson. One of the all-time greats. Maxima USA. Randy Richardson. Wait, I got to go back. Oh. On location, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> stripping in Greenville, South Carolina, the home of Randy Richardson right. and Michelin. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he did some reporting down there. Uh, okay. Randy was in studio. Uh, Anaheim 1. Anaheim 1 with yeah. Ryan Gold, And yeah. they had a grand old time. Randy's amazing. They, yeah. they loved each other. So much. Oh, really? Oh, God. Oh, did they know each other at all before this? A little bit, but that you oh, would have thought they were right. lifelong buddies. <laughs> um, Maxima USA. <sighs> Dogger. I love Dogger. Dude. But back when Bell Ray sponsored Team Kawasaki yeah. in the heydays of the 1980s, uh-huh. Lachine could not be sponsored by Bell Ray. But your dad worked at Bell Ray. Yes. So my yeah. dad knew Insider. He's like, no, we actually cannot sponsor Lachine because apparently Lachine's dad owns Maxima. Yep. He has a special deal. I've, it's the only time I've ever heard of a rider having an exclusive Dude, oil deal. Back in the day, they had, they had tire deals. Individual? Yeah. Like factory deals. Yeah, different... yeah. RJ was Bridgestone one year. And the rest of the team was Dunlop. Dunlop. <laughs> really? So weird. That dogger picture right there. There yeah. should be a Bell Ray sticker on that bike, but nope. there is not. Uh, how about yes. dogger coming by the press box, though? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Oh, he is awesome. Uh, FMF. Uh, they sponsor Off-Road. Works Connection. Uh, not legal because we have a production rule. Can't have Works oh. stuff. Yeah, Works Connection. Production rule. Uh, production by the way, rule. 2018 CRF250 radiator braces in stock now. WorksConnection.com. Works Connection and Factory Connection. Will there be a merger someday? I don't know. Uh, Atlas neck brace. Um, neck braces. They're the worst thing. They're the best thing. No one will ever, you know, officially make a stance on this. W wheels. Uh, did they make wheels for my Jeep? No. Because they would be awesome if they, they would did. Be, yeah, okay. no, they don't. Guts racing. It's really not about 
going with the gut, man. It's just let's let's talk about real things: riding technique, riding style, okay. not yeah. guts, confidence, momentum. Stop it. Get data. Get, uh, get get get. Yes, there were two get data things mounted on the front fenders of two mm-hmm. Yamahas this weekend. They went get to get. All right. Well, hey, um, thanks for coming in, Weech. Our yearly show. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to the airport here soon. You do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a phone call for you on two though when the show's over. Interesting. Yes. Show's over. Yes, but you have to take this phone call. Okay. Uh, Sounds like a movie. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Lissamore for sitting in. I mean, think you went to bed. I don't know. Um, I got to go. Thank you, people, for listening. Appreciate it. Jason Wygant. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll see yeah. you in, uh, uh, where's the race this weekend? Oh, Glendale. <laughs> Glendale. Glendale. Be there. Uh, Travis Marks, thanks. And uh, thank you, everybody. We'll be right back uh, next weekend to talk some more Supercross. Thanks for listening. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.